The One Club, in partnership with MasterCard, is the best way to get closer to golf's original championship. Enjoy enhanced chances of securing future championship tickets. Sign up for free today at theopen.com. You're listening to The Open Podcasts. This year's 150th Open was a championship fit for the occasion. Incredible drama, a -a one-of-a-kind venue, and a more-than-worthy champion. And as this year's Open was so special, here is the final round, broadcast from the Open Radio for you to enjoy and so relive what was an iconic afternoon of golf at St Andrews. The Open Podcast will be providing a plethora of audio content, including plenty of documentaries over the coming 12 months. So be sure to subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts to never miss an episode. But for now, we hope you enjoy listening to the final four-plus hours of the 150th Open at St Andrews. This is game number 39. On the tee, from England, Tommy Fleetwood. Well, just listen to the reaction for Tommy Fleetwood. Par 4, 375 yards. Sophie Walker, 9 under par after a stellar 66 yesterday. He must be feeling it out there today. It's his favourite course and his favourite tournament in the world. Exactly where Tommy Fleetwood wants to be, in front of that royal and ancient clubhouse. Drills an iron, the curtailed follow-through just down the right half of this first fairway. All about position and getting the perfect number into this front flag. Next up, it's DJ. On the tee from the USA, Dustin Johnson. 10 under par, the American who you feel still has unfinished business with the Open Championship, but he was heading in the other direction yesterday, a 71 for him, fell apart a little bit on the back nine for him, didn't it? Mm, Just a misput and it all went wrong from there, dressed in Masters green, he has fizzed one low down this fairway, he topped one down 18 yesterday, but thankfully for Dustin Johnson's fans that was just slightly thin, but absolutely fine. Yeah, that ball is bounding down the fairway, and we're going to do the same now, stride down this fairway. Say goodbye to Andrew Murray, who we're passing on the way through, tries to trip us up. It's all good-natured. But yes, two very good drives indeed, Marcus, down the first. We'll go down and have a look at the approaches for you. Thank you very much, Sue. We are getting close, aren't we? Not too far between now and the arrival of the last pair on the course. There's some terrific golf, Rupert. And Carl, and before I get your thoughts, we'll get an update on Shane Lowry with Ramey. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, Brian Harmon just rolled one in there from 25 feet to get himself to nine under par up the slope. He took the back of the hole out, so as Shane just gets ready here, Shane hit an unbelievable second shot in here, top shelf, eight feet from the hole for birdie. We had a little look at the putt there. It looks laser straight, looks dead straight as he steps into it, dressed in black, gets the hands onto the putter, a little wriggle of the feet. One last look, ball's on its way, ball's on its way, will it get there? And it will not, he just blocked it out to the right-hand side, so a disappointing miss there for Shane Larry, and he'll remain at eight under par, and we'll make our way up the fifth hole, Marcus. 
and some significant developments as far as the silver medal is concerned because as we watch Patrick Cantlay chip into a bunker he's not having a good day at all Filippo Celli has made a real move Rupert he's he's just eagled the 14th 14th the par five but uh, I think he can get ready for the prize giving because he is now five under par terrific performance from the young Italian won the European amateur master uh, amateur championship and that's how he got into this event but uh, Italian golfers obviously may, maybe he won't be playing in the Ryder Cup unless he turns pro and has a stellar qualification process but whatever Italian golf looks in pretty good shape with him being around because that's a excellent performance it does indeed you would think he he had, he had a four-shot lead on the silver medal and he was uh, through 12 holes so it was six, six holes left you would think that a, a player would be going oh, how am I gonna get this in and, and less than giving less than four shots back but I love what he's doing out there he's just going out there and and playing his game and making birdies yeah he's currently in a tie for 47th place one under today he was two over very early on Jordan Spieth birdie putt at two He's got it. And he's at nine under. So um, all these players in search of the elusive 62 to try and put the uh, the front two under pressure. But Jordan Spieth just showing that the competitive spirit is there. He's not just out there to make up the numbers, wants to put in a good round. And, and, if, and if that club that he just made that putt with, if that club can cooperate, he certainly is hitting the ball well enough to go out and shoot 62. Yeah, we shall keep a close eye on him, but to, to clarify the silver medal position, we've got Filippo Celli five under with four to play, so it would require the most spectacular collapse for him to allow Aaron Jarvis at plus one to finish above him. Okay, let's go back to the first where Tommy Fleetwood tying things up. Sue? Yes, he is. These two slightly centre-right. Definitely DJ on the right-hand side. Tommy's a bit more central, looking at about 100 yards, did you say so? Yeah, he needs to cover that front burn, so he needs to carry this 97 minimum, pitch it beyond. If it spins back, so be it. You need to respect this flag. And that's what Fleetwood has done. He's pitched it 25 feet past and has got inside 30 feet for his birdie. Oh, that's a lovely start. A nice nerve-calming start from Tommy Fleetwood. Now DJ behind the ball. As you said, he is in Masters Green, head to toe today. White cap, white shoes. And this is in his wheelhouse, 85 yards. And of course he spins it back and lands inside Tommy Fleetwood's ball. He's left himself maybe 18 feet, 20 feet maybe for birdie, but two excellent approaches to the first there. So, as I said, respect that flag. There's no win today, but no need to be daft on this opening hole. Give yourself a birdie pup. Do not make a bogey. So we're going to have birdie putts coming up very shortly, Marcus. And we will be back with you for those. Talking of... Tommy Fleetwood, well, he says he's very happy to be flying under the radar this week. Seems uh, just slowly and gradually there's not been any fireworks, but it's just been pretty consistent, pretty solid. I've been close to having really good results. Um, but overall, my consistency has been pleasing. Um, I'd just like to have, you know, those, those upper end, those really great weeks that haven't quite been there. But last week was good. Um, I've improved every day this week, and I want to try and keep doing that. And... Uh, yeah, just keep uh, keep working hard and um, trying to improve bit by bit, and hopefully our time will come. That's Tommy Fleetwood. Awkward shot for Matt Fitzpatrick. Second to the second, Carl, from a bunker. 
Yeah, I, I, he's hit it on the green. I mean, that was an absolutely incredible shot. I, I wouldn't say it was as good as the bunker shot he hit at the 72nd hole at the U.S. Open, but he had to play that all the way off his left toe because of where the, the wall of the bunker came in. That was spectacular. Well, he's a remarkable young player, that there's absolutely no doubt. So just to clarify the situation, we've got around 20 minutes to go before Victor Hovland and Rory McIlroy, the final group, go out. Before that, at 2.40, Cameron Young and Cameron Smith are two Camerons. Four shots back from Hovland and McIlroy at the start of their rounds. 2.30 start time, so in three minutes for Siwoo Kim and Scotty Scheffler, who are both at 11 under par, five off the lead. Big move today has been made by Saddam Kaikanjana, who is six under through 17 today. So he is 10 under for the championship in a type of seventh place with Abraham Anser and Dustin Johnson. More of him now with Sophie and Sue. Yes, DJ's going to putt second because his approach was even better than Tommy's. But looking down the barrel of this putt, a slippery one down the slope. It is, but it's one that the players will know well. It looks to have the pace, and it's found the middle of the cup. He birded this hole yesterday. He's done exactly the same today. Well, he's in a good place. It's starting to fall into place for Tommy Fleetwood. That tie for fifth at the US PGA Championships, that was his highest major finish, his first top ten major since 2019 when he was the runner-up behind Shane Lurie. So that's an excellent start for him, birdie golf. And now the question is, can DJ follow him into the cup? He's squatting and examining what he's got to do here. Works really hard on his putting with his brother, Austin. Austin does the aim point, take care of each other very well. It's a great partnership, this one. As DJ just backs off towards the burn to assess the middle of this putt and gets down on his haunches. He's looking good today, isn't he, Sue? Yeah, they both are, to be fair, but yeah, very... Would you say they were olive green trousers and then a lighter green top? Yeah, I thought it was Masters green, but it is more of an olive colour. He's got a white hat and bright white shoes on as he stalks this birdie pot on the first. 15 feet, breaking slightly left to right on him. One last stroke for one last look as he settles into this. So DJ for birdie on the first. Can he emulate Tommy Fleetwood? Ball rolling, still rolling, and it stops. And it hasn't dropped. So the perfect start for Tommy Fleetwood. DJ frustrated with the putter. He's just going to tidy that up. It's a par four for him, but now Tommy Fleetwood has joined him on 10 under par. Yeah, that will be a frustrating start for DJ. Another roll, and I think he would have had his birdie, but he lollops up towards the second tee. We go back to the first, where Scotty Scheffler and Si Woo Kim will shortly be announced. This is game number 40. Both men at 11 under par. This is game number 40. On the tee from the USA, Scotty Scheffler. Number one golfer in the world, white cap, very fetching purple shirt. I, I think purple's about right. And uh, we know what sort of a swing he's got. Carl can describe this one. Yeah, it's an interesting footwork. It's not something you would teach somebody just learning the game, but he has uh, shown us why he is so good. It's from the Dallas area. 
won four times in a 57-day stretch earlier this year, including the Masters. One of the highest ball hitters on the PGA Tour, but he can flight his shots as well as anybody, and he has done just that with this one. This is up the left-hand side, and that is in perfect position. And Rupert will be pleased because you've noted your shirt is very similar to Scotty's. Well, we, we discussed it earlier on. But uh, one thing about Scotty Scheffler, yesterday when he applauded McElroy's on the bunker from shot, South that Korea. was one of the defining Siwoo moments Kim. of yesterday. See Kim, fantastic round yesterday. Good to see him playing some good golf. He's one of those guys that when he gets going, he is really tough. Some win that you, the youngest players championship winner. And he's just hitting a long iron as well. Oh no, he went with the fairway wood. Trying to pump it down there a little bit closer to the green so he can take advantage of that very difficult hole location. Good shot. Yep, so they are up and running. Just two more groups to go. Cameron Young and Cameron Smith at 240, and then Victor Hovland and Rory McElroy at 250. The time right now is 231. Well, to win at St. Yes, to win at St. Andrews is special. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, if you could have one choice, you want a, a one there. Well, as Clive said, he runs it through. And it's a beauty. golf course isn't supposed to fit your game. You're supposed to fit your game to the golf course. The Open Championship to me is a championship about all of golf from all of time. So for the final seat, if Nicholas can hold this, he wins. To touch this claret jug is, uh, is very special. It's a very special thing. But it's even more special when you touch it and you know it belongs to you. No follow through, squirting it up. Oh my God, straight in the hole for a two. Now, if you're ever going to win championships, well, those are the sort of things that happen to you. Making three on the last, hold on pad on the way, the way the pad dropped, and it's very special, you know. Slightly uphill, this for a three. And he's just done it. Oh, ho, 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 ho. You think he enjoyed that one? The Open to me has always been the, the biggest and best tournament that we play in. Yeah. There you go, Shane Lowry. He's leading the Open Championship. The one that said he will remember all his life. It's hard to explain, but St. Andrews is so different. All the, the history, the history's right around you. It's a beautiful part. <laughs> He's done it. Just down the left side. Oh, you little beauty. The winner of the gold medal and the champion golfer of the year. Open championship at St. Andrews. It doesn't get any better than that. No, this is what it's all led to, and we are less than 20 minutes away from that final pairing, that eagerly anticipated final pairing of Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland. But they are not the only stars. We've got plenty of, uh, well, I suppose you could call them assistant performers at this stage, but there are more than one of those who I'm sure feel that they can thrust themselves into the limelight and 
One of those might be Jordan Spieth, who has just, Carl, come up with back-to-back -back birdies to go to 10-under. You said if his putter was hot, he will be a threat. Yeah, he uh, outside the top 100 in strokes gained putting this year on the PGA Tour, which is just unfathomable to think about. We've seen him make so many putts over the years, but it does seem to be trending in the right direction. We're starting to see him put himself into contention, and, and when he starts getting comfortable with that putter again, it's going to be lights out. That's the voice of Carl Paulson. Rupert Bell is also in the studio with me, Marcus Buckton, out on the course. We have Ramey Burns and Harry Ewing. They're watching, well, they're going to choose, see what happens, but uh, they will hover looking for the hot players. Sue and Sophie are currently watching Johnson and Fleetwood. That's Sue Thurl and Sophie Walker. And we'll go to them right now. Oh, lovely. Thank you very much. Tommy Fleetwood down the centre left-hand side of the fairway. Nice drives from both of them. What's he looking at in terms of the approach here? He's got 130 yards, but more importantly, he's going to be landing on a downslope to this left hole location. This green complex is full on at the front. Lots of swirls. He needs to land this just short of pin high and hope the downslope doesn't do any damage. Oh, he's landed it in the perfect spot. What a start here for Fleetwood. He's going after all the flags. He most definitely is. Tommy Fleetwood with an absolute peach. You've got a feeling that these two are going to play after me. No, no, after you. And DJ doing just that. Well, no, my voice is a little closer to me than Tommy Fleetwood was. A little closer in terms of the approach as well. A good 20 or 30 yards, in fact, peering up into the grey sky. And that is also beautifully played. Just gambling on a little more, but it was aggressive right at the pin. And we are going to have a couple more birdie putts here, Marcus. Well, you are being treated of that. There's absolutely no doubt. And we've all been treated for the first three and a half days of this 150th Open. And here is Burmester for a birdie on the eighth to go to nine under. Thank you very much. This is a unique putting grip where you put your hands right beside each other, kind of your thumbs sit together instead of left hand low or right hand low. You kind of put them together. We've seen a few other players use that method as well. Now, one of the hottest players out on the course today, Rupert, is this man, Saddam Kaikanjana, six under through 17, playing his second to the 18th. Yeah, coming from the front left, sort of chipping over the Valley of Sin, but he's left himself an 18-footer probably for birdie, but he's had a great day. Full stop, catapulting himself up the leaderboard. He'll be pretty pleased. And if he can get that putt, it will feel an even better day. Yeah, he got a little bit unlucky mm. right there. If that ball would have traveled another three or four feet off the tee, it would have rolled down into the Valley of Sin. And then you can put the ball up from there. He had a kind of the corner of it to go over. So he had to try and flop it up over that uh, valley there and get it to stop. It's just it was an awkward, awkward position. Has he got one of your favorite names in sport, Rupert? Uh, he has got what well, you, you I knew you would do that. You, you've been waiting for an opportunity. Remind me, it's Saddam. Anyway, he's a very good young player. <laughs> That's okay. I called uh, Min, I said Min Louie earlier. Oh, yes, yes, you did. I enjoyed that. But, um, <laughs> we thought we wouldn't make reference to it at the time. There are some names that are a little harder than others. Yeah. Fortunately, the next group. I, even the I first get, names are all right, yeah. I can get this lot right. Cameron Smith. And Cameron Young. Very good. I'm, I'm good. It's the two weeks of the tennis players is not, is not good. Well, they are on the tee. They'll get called up shortly. But before that, birdie putt here for Kaikanjana at the 18th, Carl. Come on, get in that hole. Yes, sir. What a fantastic final round. 
Oh, 65 on championship Sunday. Look at that smile. Wow. Terrific round. So 11 under par and that takes him up to a tie for fifth place seven under for the day and it just goes to show that almost anything is possible. I wonder who else might post something like that to give the leaders some food for thought. Pack stands on the 18th. Just before the Camerons tee off we'll go back to Sue for DJ news. Yeah, two beautiful approaches from DJ and Tommy Fleetwood. DJ just stepping back off this birdie putt and then into it again. He's looking at about 10 to 12 feet, right to left break on this putt, Sophie. Yeah, for a guy that plays fast tee to green, he really does take his time on the greens. He's got that lazy approach. Ever so slightly right to left for the former world number one. Ball is off. And that one's not scared of the dark. It drops into the cup. DJ goes back to 11 under. Tommy Fleetwood birdie putt is upcoming. I'll hand back to you then, Marcus. Thank you. Our eyes are trained back on the first tee where the penultimate group are waiting to be announced. This is game number 41. It is the two Camerons, both at 12 under par. Four behind the joint leaders, Victor Hovland and Rory McElroy. Cameron's got his white trousers on, a, uh, a reddish checked shirt and a white cap. And he's going to get announced right now. This is game number 41. On the tee from Australia, Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith with rounds of 67, 64, which was stunning, and 73 standing on the tee box. Final day, Paul Eels of the 150th Open. Do you fancy his chances starting the day in 12 under? I really, I really do, Maddie. Uh, he played beautifully yesterday, had absolutely no luck whatsoever on the putting green. But this part of his game, no problems. Long iron for him here, and leave himself around about 100 yards. That will be the plan. Away it goes. Beautifully balanced follow through, and Cray now an X. And as said, straight down the middle, beautiful tee shot. Of course, he's playing alongside of Cameron Young to be formally On the team from the USA, Cameron Young. Young man from Scarborough, New York. He has authored rounds of 64, 69, and 71, leading to this point, starting the day on the exact same mark as Cameron Smith at 12 under and four shots back. Hey, Cameron was very, very impressive yesterday until he four putted the 16th for a double bogey. And again, no issues down here. That'll be down the middle of the fairway. Little shorter than Cameron Smith's and we're off and running in the penultimate game. Brilliant stuff, thanks to Paul Eels and to Matty Adams, who will follow the two Camerons. And then there were two, just Rory McElroy and Victor Hovland to go out in a little under 10 minutes from now. Before we focus on them, let's hear from the two Camerons. First of all, Smith, who was very frustrated, understandably, with his golf yesterday. I couldn't really get any momentum going. Um, couldn't make a putt out there today, which was quite the opposite to the first couple of days. And um, but still in it with a with a chance, you know. Uh, only four back around here. Um, anything can happen. You can make a ton of birdies around here. So um, one of the two guys up there are playing too good a golf to to go backwards. So um, 
yeah, we need to go out there and make lots of birdies and um, try and chase them down as soon as we can. So Cameron Smith looking for a fast start and Cameron Young knows what he has to do as well. You certainly have to be patient because some of the whole locations are very difficult and you just can't get it close to a lot of places. That being said, I think I'll definitely play the first few holes as if it were any other day. And if it gets close later in the round, I won't be afraid to, to do something uh, on the stupid side. So we'll see what happens. Now, I like the sound of that, Carl. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Hey, to win a major championship, you cannot be afraid to lose one. Absolutely right. Abraham Anser has just completed an excellent final round of 65 to finish at 11 under par. Isn't that funny how it's always in the same group where you see two guys go nuts like that? Yesterday we had it with Victor Hovland and Rory McIlroy. It's just, uh, it's fun to watch. Yeah, so uh, a lot of very good scores. Uh, Kaikajana, seven under to finish at 11 under for the championship. The same with Abraham Anser in a tie for fifth place. Along at the moment with Dustin Johnson and Scotty Scheffler. And Siwoo Kim, who has just missed a birdie opportunity on the first. So he is even through one. <laughs> As we have a look at Scotty Scheffler on the second tee, Rupert. Yep, tee shot. Uh, he looks like he's set that slightly down the left-hand side. He's watching it anxiously as it comes down. Oh, and he's going to go. Is he? Oh, he got the luckiest wow. of breaks. Because I'm thinking he's gone into the bunker that Matt Fitzpatrick went to. But no, a very favourable bounce. Kicked a bit left and rolled out beyond it. A bit of good fortune yeah. for Scotty Scheffler. He has no idea how lucky he just got because he can't see that ball. Well, I wonder if that's a little sign. Maybe mm. it's destined Maybe. to be Scotty Scheffler's day. We have two men on the putting green. Rory all eyes, of course, have been trained on him all week. But Victor Hovland, mighty talented, and uh, he too is just going about his business with four or five minutes to go. What was noticeable yesterday is how they were talking to each other. Today, I think there will be minimal chat, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the, you know, the play. When you get around to that loop, it gets a little bottled up sometimes. So we'll, we'll see if they're uh, chit-chatting or not. Let's get to Matty Adams for Cameron Young, second to the first. Second shot, yes, from Cameron Young. Paul Eels, what has he? 106 yards, dead center of the fairway, just pushing it in there with a little gap wedge beyond the flag as expected and comes to a halt. So oh. 35 feet or so. 35 feet, fair enough. And uh, now Cameron Smith will be next. Only six paces from the front is where this flag is perched today. Thoughts and strategies coming in. Well, don't expect this one to be landing short of the flag. There's just hardly any green there. 93 yards to the flag. But his wedge play has been absolutely superb all week. He needs to get this one closer. Putter didn't work yesterday. Look for a bit of spin on the second bounce here. Away it goes. Past the flag, one bounce, two, and backs up to where the ball originally landed. Yeah, so. very well done. Cameron Smith has left himself a birdie putt for some 22 feet here at number one. Cameron Young is a birdie putt as well. His is going to be from outside of 30 feet. We'll have him for you coming up. Thank you, boys. We've mentioned there's two terrific rounds for Kaikanjana and Abraham Anser, both uh, 
Well, 30, uh, 65 for both, but yeah, 65 for both to be at 11 under par. Tyrrell Hatton has made an electrifying start, Rupert. He has birdied four of the first six. Well, I've got a note in front of me. It says called Kiss of Death, Rupert. Well, I started watching Tyrrell Hatton yesterday and nothing happened. I'm not watching him today in situ. And look what he's gone and done. Four birdies. He couldn't get the putter working yesterday in there from about 18 feet. Sweet as the like. And he's now at 11 under. We yeah. call that the cooler in the States. Well, you, I'm, you, you go out to a player and you immediately cool him down. Oh, me, me and Sophie, we called every player we watched yesterday. Down. <laughs> well, Rory McIlroy is trying to look cool. He has made his way to the first tee. The Claret Jug is there. Tantalizingly close. Victor Hopkins just having a word with his birdie. Little fist pump between the two protagonists as well. A further reminder of what good friends they are and how fantastic they were in terms of sportsmanship during those explosive rounds yesterday. So, one more time, a reminder at the top of the leaderboard before it does all start to change. Victor and Rory going out at 16 under par. The two Camerons, of course, at 12 under. Kaikajama and Anser have finished at 11 under par in a tie for fifth place. Tyrrell Hatton is part of that. Four under through six. So he is on fire. Dustin Johnson also at 11 under par. Scotty Scheffler rather lucky with the bounce he received from his tee shot at the second. But he's very much in contention. And we're keeping a close eye on Siwoo Kim at 11 under. Jordan Spieth, who's two under through three today to be at 10 under par. Adam Scott, one under through three to be at 10 under. And Tommy Fleetwood, a lot of affection for Tommy, of course. He's one under through two. He's also at 10 under. And then we've got several players at nine under. Xander Schofle, Dean Burmester, Brian Harmon, and Matt Fitzpatrick to Matt Adams. Cameron Young here at the first green. 34 feet away, birdie putt on its way down the slope of the green. It goes, this one reaching the hole and refusing to dive in. So little work left there for Cameron Young to open with a par. And Marcus, we go back to you. Thank you, uh, Matty. We've got that beautiful picture on our monitor of pack stand behind the 18th green and the stands along the first fairway absolutely full as well victor hopland though is on the first tee chewing i think maybe a banana looking thoughtful getting ready for what should be another fabulous golfing duel a very warm welcome at this point to talk sport listeners you have arrived at the perfect time the final pairing are on the first tee just waiting for the go-ahead, leading by four at this stage. The two Camerons are just ahead of them. We'll go quickly back to the green, and Matt Adams. Thank you very much, Paul. What's he have? 22 feet, like you say, putting back toward the Swilkin Burn. Settles down over it now. Cameron Smith, this for an opening birdie. These were going in on round two. They were staying inches away yesterday. It's on its way. Go on, go on, go on, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, no. Marcus, no birdie here. Okay, so the two Camerons start with pars. They remain at 12 under par. Four behind Victor Hovland and Rory McIlroy, who are going to be watched today for us by Matthew Southgate and Ron Jones. They're halfway down the fairway. It is time for the final announcement at that first tee. This is game number 42. On the tee from Northern Ireland, Rory McIlroy. 
So Rory's big chance for his fifth major. His first, it would be his first, it will be his first in almost eight years. But he's all ready to go, Matt. Yeah, my hands are shaking here, Ron. I'm so excited about today. Rory steps up, rips into a long iron shot, leans as if it's a little bit down the left, just waiting for the ball to land now. Safely down the left side, almost level with where we're standing. He's going to have a, a lovely short wedge shot as he's approached to this first green. That's as perfect as it gets. And so he can happily... On the tee from Norway, Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland, 24 years old. Born in Oslo, Norway, he's been a pro for only three years, but in that time, boy, has he made a mark. Oh, absolutely, and great things as well from, from Victor Hovland in Ryder Cups and bits and pieces. He's a big-time player, and he's a man that I don't think is going to budge today. He's going to put up a real fight to Rory McIlroy for this claret jug and his first tee shot. Whistles away, and we're underway for the final round of the 150th Open Championship at St Andrews. And his ball goes just to the left of McElroy's. In fact, just to the right of McElroy's. And I reckon there's only about three or four yards between them. So they both are in perfect position for their second shots into the first. So Marcus, you can come back for those. Will do, Ron. Thank you very much indeed. Well, we think of Watson and Nicholas. We think of Stenson and Nicholson, some of those great jewels. Is this another that is starting to unfold? They certainly gave us a whole host of thrills and spills in round three, but this, of course, is when it really matters. Final afternoon of the 150th Open at the home of golf. Now, we need to pop back to Matty and Paul for a little update on what happened to Cameron Young on the first green. Yeah, just popping in here, Marcus, because nothing can be taken granted for granted at this juncture. And that little work he had left for par, he has missed. So Cameron Young, with a bogey at the first, will drop to 11 under par. Thank you. And that's obviously not the start that Cameron Young wanted. He was the man who got off to such a flying start on Thursday, but he's playing catch-up already. Now, Hovland and McElroy walking down the first fairway. Let's just remind ourselves of what they treated us to yesterday. Justin front tracking, it's in! Second consecutive birdie and a long putt from Victor Hovland sees him on 12 under. In she goes, up goes the volume. Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland are putting on a one hell of a show out here. Well, the noise from the crowd says it all. That's Rory McIlroy with another birdie at the par four ninth. Oh, it's an awesome shot from Rory! Will it do it? Oh! Rory McIlroy! Can you believe the scenes? People are jumping up and down! shot. Rory fist bumps to the crowd. Oh, I cannot believe what we've just seen, Matty. What a shot. Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland are tied through three rounds of the 150th Open at St. Andrews on the mark of 16 under par. To shoot bogey free, you know, in these conditions in a major, it was pretty special. Victor and I definitely fed off one another all day. Victor got off to a great start. You know, looking forward to another day with him out there. Well, it was a superb Saturday and it promises to be a stunning Sunday and Matthew Southgate has promised to be a little more enthusiastic when describing Rory McIlroy <laughs> shots, Rupert Bell and Carl Paulson. Uh, it was, and actually, I think that's incredible. The fellow pro who's managed to finish six in the Open before is just like a fan. Just goes, 
absolutely bonkers because he knows just how good a shot that was because he would have tried to play it. So I'm not bigging up Matt Matthew any more than he needs it after that because it's gone fairly viral. Well, let's get back to him and Ron for Rory's second at the first. Yeah, in perfect position. Matt, what's he got? 104 yards left for Rory. The second shot is on its way. Length looks pretty good. Little left of the flag. Beautiful shot. Lovely, lovely shot to open up. Great uh, distance control from Rory. Very well measured. Lovely way to start. Beautiful control over the ball. And he will have a putt of what? About 16 to 18 feet, maybe. The pin, remember, cut just six on. But now we have Victor Hovland from about oh, no more than three or four yards further forward than Rory. Yes, absolutely right. 101 left for Victor Hovland. He's just settling over the ball now. And he's going to be trying to get this as close as he possibly can. Sends it on its way up into the beautifully clean Scottish St Andrews air. In it comes, lands perfectly flag eye, spins back a little bit too. Two great shots from these guys at the opening hole. Well, that's exactly the start we wanted. They're picking up where they left off yesterday. So Victor Hovland, just a slight advantage. Remember, they are both starting at 16 under par. Rory, so far, rounds of 66, 68, and 66. Victor Hovland, 68, 66, 66. Pretty impressive stuff. So they come up towards the green, and as I say, Victor Hovland just has the advantage, but both of them have very makeable birdies. Yeah, not a bad start from our two superstars, Rupert Bell. I love the look on um, Hovland's face. He looks as if he's enjoying it, basking. He knows that's obviously a pretty good shot, but he's going to love going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Macaron. Yeah, he I just went for a treat. A little sly <laughs> smile there after he knocked it inside of Rory. He's, he's ready to rock and roll today. Okay, that has certainly further whetted our appetite. Let's get back to Sue and Sophie, who are following, well, it's DJ. What's uh, what's the latest regarding him, Sue? Well, yes, DJ's still 11 under, Tommy's still 10 under. Two par fours for both on the third, but different ways to get them, Sophie Walker. Fleetwood Bless you. found the bunker on the right-hand side, had to chip out sideways and hit an exquisite pitch shot from 100 yards. He got up and down. Dustin Johnson boomed one off the tee, 80 yards in, pitched it in there, just outside Tommy Fleetwood's, but he missed his and he looked gutted because he knows he's got to make birdies. Marcus, back to you. Putts potentially coming up shortly on the fourth. Thank you, Sue. We must go straight back to the first for two very important putts. Ron. Yes, Rory McIlroy, remember, 16 under at the moment, but a birdie putt on the first after a lovely approach. What's he got exactly, Matt? Yes, like you say, Ron, he's somewhere between 15 and 18 feet. Not much break in this one. I've been sat in the studio with the with the, the camera on, watching a lot of people play this first. Shouldn't break much, but a few people have been f coming up short here, not quite reaching the hole. So let's hope Rory give this one a, a good run at the hole. Well, he's done all his work. A look from behind the hole. Now settles in, gets his feet right. Doesn't waste much time. And away it goes. Stays down on it and... Oh! Well, that's as close as it gets without going in. And it's a simple tap-in, so it will be a par start for Rory McElroy to stay at 16 under. 
now about uh, what about Victor Victor Hovland? Yeah, Victor Hovland slightly closer than uh, Rory McIlroy should be a very easy read for speed, and it shouldn't do all that much breaking. Victor putted rather well yesterday, uh, especially in the clutch when they really really counted. He'll, he'll desperately want to hold this one and take an early advantage. Ron, he's just going through the rest of his routine, so I'll let you take this one. Well, places replaces his ball, squats down behind it. Both of these super fit looking. They're real athletes these days, golfers, I have to say. And Victor Hovland, lovely, jazzy looking shirt, predominantly black, but with purple and blue facings, dark pants. Now then, ready, settles over it for birdie on the first to take the outright lead. Oh, and he's missed that. So, two misses, and he's sent that some little way past, Matt. Yeah, not too far, though. I don't think uh, Victor Hovland, he gave that a good run at the hole, but I just think this is more going through his routine and, and staying strict to what he believes in on the greens, getting good habits, you see, and I don't think this is gonna cause Victor any problems. Just a, just a couple of feet left for his par. Well, again, he's replaced the ball, settles over it again, will give it all his attention. These are as important as any putts. Rolls it forward, no more than two feet, in it goes. So, Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland start with pars on the first. We'll go on to the second. Both of them, remember, are 16 under par and the joint leaders. Yes, thank you, Ron. So a par start for McElroy, a par start for Hovland, a par start for Cameron Smith, a bogey for Cameron Young. You are listening to the Open Radio. We're broadcasting in a variety of different ways on the Open website, an app on Sirius XM in North America, on TalkSport 2 in the United Kingdom, and on 87.9 FM in the local area. Keep your emails coming. I appreciate we won't have too much time to read out too many of them, but it's still great to hear from you to know where you are, who you are cheering on. Radio at theopen.com is our email address, radio at theopen.com. And you can tweet us at the open with the hashtag the open radio. Carl Paulson and Rupert Bell are with me, Marcus Buckland in the studio. Out with the two Camerons, we have Matt and Paul. Yes, thanks, Marcus. Cameron Young now, after nearly jamming his approach shot in the hole from 116, got this 12-footer or so for birdie. It's on the way going back. Oh, and there's the story continuing after day one for Cameron Young. Putts that just will refuse to drop. But that's a par four. He's 11 under for the championship. One over today after that three putt on the first. But Matty, what a shot we saw from Cameron Smith from 138 yards. Absolutely brilliant. Took it right over the top of the flag stick. Hit and spun and released in the flat of the green just behind it. He's left himself here about 12 feet. This would be to get Cameron Smith to 13 under par and within three of the leaders behind us. Everywhere is packed. There's a grandstand along the side of the 16th hole green that's shared here with the second. There's a grandstand right behind us. The people are loaded along the rope line. All to see these finishing groups now. Cameron Smith for birdie. On its way and in. Cameron Smith, the 13 under. As mentioned, he is three behind. 
Oh, interesting. Very interesting indeed. I know someone will be pleased about that. Aaron Walker, who has emailed us, wrote, A beautiful start to my day, listening to a masterpiece of radio coverage of the Open while rolling greens at my club in northern Idaho. Go Rory, but would like to see a Cam Smith charge as well. We're starting to see one already, Rupert. Yeah, well, I think you particularly want to see a Cam Smith <laughs> charge. I, I, I don't know your love of Cam Smith. Uh, there must be reasons. Um, but I can tell you, we, we saw Scotty Scheffler get that bit of luck in the tee shot out on the second. Well, he's just that good fortune. He may be capitalizing on it because now he has a bird, well, uh, a birdie chance to put pressure. Siwoo Kim as well has got a birdie chance as well. And that just slips by on the left-hand side. But for Scheffler, this could be the start of something. If he can get his putter going, because he's been having looks, plenty of looks already. Yeah, Siwoo Kim is going to be frustrated because he's had good birdie chances at one and two, Carl, and they both just slipped by. And clearly in his position, he can't allow that to happen. Yeah, we'll keep our eye on it. But both of those putts have missed the left. So I don't know if it's a, a, a little nervy early in this round or a little anxious trying to uh, force that ball in the hole or not. And what did you make of the two putts from our well, leaders? Well, I just wonder whether that Hovland one, that felt like he perhaps should have got that one because it would have just turned the heat up, but that's given him an, an opportunity here. Now, Scotty Shuffler with that birdie chance on three, just misses on the right-hand side. And again, as Rupert was saying, he is just shaving the edges of the hole. And and you just think if, if this had, all those three have gone, I think he must have had three now, really good chances. He's had looks. Something's got to go in his right in his favor shortly. Well, we've got to keep updating this leaderboard. So a reminder that McElroy and Hovland are both still at 16 under after their first hole. Cameron Smith made a move with that birdie at two. So he's within three now at 13 under. Then we've got Kaikanjana and Anser who both finished after those excellent 65s. Tyrrell Hatton on fire, birding four of his first six. He's just parred the seventh. Jordan Spieth. Now, Jordan Spieth, three under through five now. So he's part of that tie for fourth place at 11 under. Carl, you called it right at the start, and he's responding. Yeah, if he if he makes putts, he, he can go as low as however many holes he's got. I'm telling you, this guy, when he starts making putts, it is, it is lights out, driving the ball better than he's ever driven it in his career, hitting his irons very nicely, and has been struggling with that putter a little bit on well, and off this year. The, uh, the reason that he got to uh, 11 under just a few moments ago is because he actually had an eagle putt on five, which was very, very close to going in. So that was a stress-free birdie, and Jordan Spieth is in the thick of the action, as just about everybody predicted at the start of this week, Rupert. Yeah, including me, but uh, just frustrating. Didn't quite get going uh, when he in the early stages, just a bit behind. That's, that's frustrating for him. Right, we need to get an update on Messrs Fleetwood and Johnson with Sophie and Sue. Yes, we're at the par four fourth. Dustin Johnson has knocked it close, more in the second, but Tommy Fleetwood through the back, Sophie. Through the back, but what a shot. Tommy Fleetwood is playing stymied by the bunker. He's chipped it into the bank. It's released to three or four feet. Some golf shot there. Great touches from both. From both, because Dustin Johnson was not in a great place with his drive, was he? And you say, said he'd hit a terrible second shot as well. No, his drive was fine. I had no idea what happened to his second. It's like he chunked it at the front edge, walked up to it, grabbed his lob wedge, and nonchalantly just pitched it onto three feet. So we've got two par putts coming up here, thanks to some exquisite short game action. 
Yeah, this is a hole, Marcus, that has caught out a few this week. It's tricky, so we'll bring in news of that shortly. Thank you. Hello to Bobby from Bad Ragaz in Switzerland. That sounds like an interesting place. You've probably partied there, Rupert. I, I, no, for some, I've been to Switzerland a lot, but not to Bad Ragas. It doesn't say. <laughs> well, Bobby Watts lives there and says, Hi, guys. Awesome job you people do every year. Best commentary on the planet. He says, I seriously believe this final round is a two-horse race, and my pick is Victor Hovland to win by three clear and lift the Clarence jug and become the first male Norwegian to do that. He says Victor would be very popular if he won. Let's get an update on his progress with Matthew and Ron. Well, two excellent tee shots on the second hole, 452 yards on the card, par four. What's he got exactly, Matt? Well, he's left himself 121 yards. There's almost no wind. The pin is just at the base of a little slope, so he's going to want to fly this all the way back to the flag and get it stopping as quick as he can. Landed it in a great spot, checks up. 25 feet past the hole, solid shot from Victor Hovland. And Rory, a little further forward? Yes, Rory almost 30 yards past Victor Hovland here, just under 360 yards from the tee, leaves him 93 yards to the flag, and Rory finds his ball on a tiny little upslope, which is very encouraging, because it will help him get this one to stop. Oh, he's poised and ready. Away it goes, you can hear the swish of the club. Lovely contact, high in the air, oh, this is gone. A bit long to say the least. It's checked there, but uh, he's safely on the green. The second green shares, of course, with the 16th. He will be putting, but uh, from that distance, maybe he would be a little disappointed that uh, he didn't get it a little bit closer. So we'll wait until we come up for uh, putts very shortly. Marcus, back to you. Thank you, Ron. And uh, we'll go straight to Harry and Raymond. We haven't heard from them for a while. They're watching Harmon and Larry. Yes, thank you, uh, Marcus. We were just in the seventh green here. Shane Larry has just kept uh, missing a few putts, unfortunately. Great birdie opportunities, but uh, he will remain at eight under par. We have Brian Harmon here, who's currently nine under par for the championship. He's a putt here from about 10 feet here to get himself in double figures. The left-hander from Georgia as he stalks over this putt. Just stepping into it now. Huge crowds gathering around the 7th, 8th, 9th, 11th, 10th. Fabulous part of the golf course, lots of birdie opportunities. No wind. As he looks down the line, ball is on its way. It's on its way, will it drop? And it will, and Brian Harmon picks up another birdie and he will get to minus 10, going on to the eighth hole, Marcus. Thanks very much indeed, Ramey. I tell you a player who's intrigued me this week, Carl, Patrick Cantlay. He's stopped, he's started, he's stopped, he's started, he's stopped, and he's just started again. <laughs> That's a lot of start, starting and stopping. Um, not a great majors record for for a guy that's as uh, as good as he is, and as many times as he's won on the PGA Tour. We expect to see more and more of Cantlay up at the top of the leaderboard like this. But that was a fantastic eagle putt at the fifth. Yeah. So he has gone back to ten under par. That is a tie for eleventh place. Okay. Rory is stalking the second green. Back to Matthew, and to Ron. Yeah, he's squatting down behind the hole at the moment for his putt. Remember, he sent it past the pin. Matt, as always, diligent as ever, goes up, has a look. What's he got? Yes, well, he's about a foot further away from, from Victor Hovland. And 
Arguably, Victor's putt is slightly more inviting than Rory's. It's dead flat for speed. It's almost dead straight for the first sort of 23, 24 feet. But in the last couple of feet, there's just a little slope by the hole that's going to want to chuck it to the left. So matching up speed and line here for Rory is going to be a very difficult job to get this one down for a birdie run. Well, again, all his work completed. Settles fairly quickly over the putt. And away it goes, across the green. Stays down on it, but, oh, tell you what, it was a good putt. Yes, very good putt. It was always going to be a, a difficult job. He missed it slightly on the high side. The speed was perfect, so all in all, my assessment of that one was a very good effort from Rory. Yeah, just a little tap in from no more than two inches. So Rory starts with two pars, stays at his overnight 16 under. Level with the man now who is about to putt, Victor Hovland, what's he got? Yes, he's about one or two feet closer than where Rory McIlroy was. And the slope that I told you about that would chuck Rory's ball to the left at the hole in the last couple of feet is more situated to the right-hand side of the hole as Victor's putting. So a far more inviting putt for, for Victor. He can just go ahead, send this one just outside the right lip and really give it a run. Well, again, he's over the putt. One or two practice strokes. Settles his feet. Very still. Takes the putter back, forward it goes, likes this one, and oh, this too is alongside the hole. Simple little tap in. So Hovland, like McElroy, starts with two pars. They both remain at 16 under as we go to the third. Steady starts then for Victor and for Rory. A reminder that Cameron Smith has already picked up his first birdie of the day to move within three of the leaders. We'll get an update very soon on the silver medal situation. Filippo Celli is close to confirming himself as the winner of that as we see Adam Scott playing his second to the fifth, Carl. Yeah, ball below his feet coming out of the rough with a wood trying to chase this up onto the green. He's actually flown it all the way up into the middle of the green. That's a fantastic shot if it stops. And it will roll off the side of the right, the right hand side of the green. But that's a very makeable chip upcoming for Adam Scott, currently at 10 under. Yeah, it was interesting actually to listen to him earlier saying, well, basically, I need to shoot a 62. But he didn't say it was impossible. And he's played extremely well this week. Now, some significant moments on the 18th fairway, Rupert. Yeah, Filippo Celli, the 21 year old Italian, uh, receiving the acclaim as this year's silver medalist. You go back to 2009 when. Matteo Manassera was the last Italian to win this and, of course, went on to win the PGA Championship, but uh, has had a, a decent professional career in his own right. But Filippo Celli doing the walk that everyone enjoys to do. And here he is coming up onto 18th. He's had a great shot. He's played brilliantly. We saw him with an eagle midway through the back nine as well. And he has every right to enjoy this moment in his Italian blue shirt coming up onto the 18th. What a moment for the young man. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's just a it's a special honor indeed back to the 18th shortly but Cameron Smith could be poised to strike again Ron yep birdie at the last uh, you have Matt and Paul here yep. at the third we're 37 paces from the front and only five from the right is where you find today's hole location and Paul Eels what beautiful shots and we saw from the two cams yeah, we did. It was Cameron Smith first. He took the huge slope out of play, landed it on the flat and brought it to a halt around about 12 feet, which is what he's got now for this birdie. Down the hill may break a little from his right, but it's a quick putt. 
if there is a quick putt here, it's on the way. It's breaking, it's getting closer, and in. Oh, no, it just catches the edge and stays inches away. Yeah, that fooled us all. It barely caught the right edge and looked like it was going to drop in, tap in for Cameron Smith. We'll secure him still and 13 under par. That puts him three shots off the pace right now, and we will have another birdie putt coming up from Cameron Young, who employed a very different and unique approach to this whole location. Yeah, it was a beautifully controlled low pitch shot from Cameron Young that pitched some 20 yards short of the flag, but it then caught the down slope and ran up and is no more than eight feet away, absolutely hole high. Great vision, great imagination, and, and great touch to get it here. Paul, he went halfway between the ball and the hole, and it looked as though he was going to putt from there. What was he working on? Well, he's just trying to find the field, trying to find the line, see the bit of the hole where the ball is going to drop. It hasn't been doing so in the last two days. Can he get back to parity by holding this today? It's on its way, and it is. Goes to 12 under where he started the day, and they walk off to the fourth tee. Good response from Cameron Young. So he's had a birdie, a par and a bogey. We've had a couple of pars so far for Victor Hovland and for Rory McIlroy. One birdie and two pars for Cameron Smith. This is the Open Radio. The time on this thrilling Sunday afternoon locally is a quarter past three. The moments, the memories, the chance to be there. Apply now for tickets for the 151st Open, Royal Liverpool 2023. Head over to theopen.com. Ticket ballot closes on Wednesday, 20th of July. OK, Filippo Celli. His legs may be a little like jelly, but he's <laughs> about to achieve something very significant, Rupert. Well, I think his parents are looking on, and they are ecstatic, proudly watching on from the back of the 18th. And, well, they might be just basking in the glow of what their son is uh, about to achieve because he has played some brilliant golf over the four days. And there were so many good amateurs. I think four made it through to the, to the weekend. Um, they couldn't maintain their challenge, but uh, he has. And can now just complete the deal. He's just going through his final putting regime. He's got about a... 20, well, I suppose about 30 feet for Eagle, having driven the 18th. Fantastic chance. He's at four under par. It's on its way. Now is he going to end with another Eagle? Oh, my word. What a spectacular ending that nearly was. Just going past the right-hand side. But he's going to finish with a birdie and a remarkable five under total. That is absolutely fantastic. He's just looking up to the skies. He can't believe that putt missed. But the 21-year-old Italian now just one last shot into the hole. He is our 2022 silver medal winner, Filippo Celli, the 21-year-old from Italy. Terrific effort from Filippo Celli. Five under par. And just to clarify, the three other amateurs, Barkley Brown finished at plus two, Sam Bairstow at plus four, and Aaron Jarvis at plus one. Now, Ramey Hatton's on fire. Yes, he is. He's on the tenth uh, hole here. Sorry, ninth hole here. And he's driven the green here, Marcus. And he has probably got about a 35, 40 footer for Eagle here as he struts around this uh, ninth green. And they're just deciding who's going to put first here. So Trey Molyneux, Molyneux, I should say, 
he's putting first on a very, very similar line. He's nine under par for the championship. He'll have this putt to go to 11 under par. The pin in the ninth is cut on the back left-hand side, just no more maybe than five or 10 paces away from all the wind bushes here. Very tight flags, very little wind. Wind is down, breeze a little bit, small bit off the right-hand side. So this is very, very accessible today as Trey Mullinex gets into it. Steps over it. Takes a couple of little wriggles of the hips. Widens the stance. Terrell Hatton look really, really looking at this one. Ball is on its way, making it downward, downhill down towards the flag is it going to get there is it going to get there very close very close and a, ooh, and a wonderful putt a wonderful putt there for Trey Mullinox and he will tap that in to go to 10 under par for the championship Terrell Hatton has just put his ball on the floor his poor caddy Mick is limping there's something seriously wrong with his left leg over to you Marcus well, we're going to go back and catch up on the two leaders uh, while you wait for that uh, Tyrrell Hatton part, Ron and Matt. Victor Hovland with his second shot. Matt, what has he, he got here? Yeah, it's 86 yards. He's played an absolute stunning shot, landed it in the downslope, which shot it forwards, just enough spin to hold it up. And he's had a lovely shot in here to no more than seven or eight feet, and it's a lovely inviting putt. He'll be left with uphill right to left, the ones that we all like. Let's quickly go to Raymond. Thank you, Ron. Terrell Hatton's ball is on its way down towards the hole. Is it going to get there? Looks good, looks good. Ooh, and just shaves the hole. So he'll have a little three or four footer here to tidy up, but a wonderful putt. And over to you, Ron. Thanks, Ray. Yeah, uh, Matt just describing Victor Hovland's second shot into the par four third. It really was a beauty. Interestingly, he came all the way up onto the green just to check uh, where the pin position was. So, we welcome listeners to Sirius Radio in the United States. Hope you're enjoying the, the coverage of this 150th Open at St Andrews, and we're watching Rory McIlroy. Yes, his approach is on the way from 69 yards. All the slope on this green is going to help Rory. It's getting better and better. Down it comes, down the shelf. The volume goes up of the crowd. Lovely shot from Rory. And these two leaders that are both still tied at 16 under par, having parred both of the first and the second, will have short birdie putts coming up when we go back to Marcus. Yeah, they are starting to liven up of that. There's absolutely no doubt. So just final clarification again with regards to the silver medal. Congratulations to Filippo Celli, who actually uh, bogeyed two and three today, but got himself back on track. One under today, five under to claim the silver medal. Aaron Jarvis plus one, Barkley Brown uh, plus two, having shot a plus three 75 today and Sam Besto had a terrific round three under today to finish at plus four Tyrrell Hatton's just missed that putt Are you, it means you're you're watching him again now well, <laughs> no, what they, they, no, what happened is people have now gone to join them. You know, Bramey's now gone out there to watch him. But uh, the, the frustrating one, though, is Scotty Scheffler. This it could n so nearly have been the fastest of starts from the world number one because Carl and I have just been feeling feeling for him because he's giving every, he's got looks at every hole, but the putts are just not dropping for him. Yeah, he's going to have to stay patient because he's hit some good putts. They're just skirting the edges, and uh, he hit 
hits more greens than anybody else on the PGA Tour. He gives himself a lot of opportunities. Okay, back to Ron and Matthew for more on Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland first with his birdie opportunity on three. Fantastic shot in. Just looking across to 15 because remember, remember we've got the double greens here at St Andrews and there's a little bit of action going on there. I can tell you it's pleasantly warm. There is no wind whatsoever and the galleries are just fantastic. As we look away to our left, they're about 15, 16 deep. Wonderful sight, Matt. Oh, it's absolutely wonderful. You, you could just cut the atmosphere with a knife, Ron. It really is something special. Victor Hovland's just going through the, his final preparations for this putt, making sure that his line on his ball is absolutely perfectly lined up to where he's read it. I went over and had a quick look at this one, and it should break about a cup's worth of right to left. It's one of those putts where you've really got to keep the speed up, or it will nosedive over to the left. He's just waiting still for the other group over on the 15th green, which is quite amazing sportsmanship in this beautiful game of golf. They're leading the biggest tournament to ever be staged, but they've still got time for their fellow competitors to, to go about their business as well. Just a few last practice strokes wrong, and he'll send this one on its way. He will indeed. Steps into it now. Absolutely still. Putter goes back. Forward. And, oh, it's right on the lip. It won't drop, right on the lip. And just taps it in, so another par for Victor Hovland. But a great chance for Rory McIlroy. Yeah, it's unbelievable that that one stayed, stayed above ground there for Victor Hovland. What a perfect putt. It just looked like it had to drop in there, as if there was no gravity force around the hole to just let that one drop for Victor. Agonisingly close. Rory McIlroy just stalking his putt. He's putting from the opposite side to Victor Hovland. Slightly less break in the opposite direction from where Rory is. I've got this one right on the left edge. Keep the speed up, keep the head still, and let's get this party started, Rory. Come on. Both of them 16 under at the moment, joint leaders. Is that about to change? Rory McElroy settles in, knees slightly bent, forward and oh! Just caught the left lip of the hole and has stayed out. Unbelievable, it looked like such a great putt there and we'll just go straight over to Sue and Sophie. These players have parred every hole, so par, par, par for both of these leaders that are still at minus 16. Well, a bit of a chance for some birdie golf here because both of these players have played the first par five of their round quite beautifully. And Tommy Fleetwood had a very long lag putt for the Eagle, but Sophie, he's close for the birdie now. He is, yeah. This is the size of a football pitch, this uh, fifth green. It's over 100 yards, flags 85 on as Fleetwood settles in the claw grip from seven feet. It's a birdie for Tommy. So maybe something brewing. That's his second birdie of the round. It takes him to 11 under. And if you stay with us, we can also bring you the Dustin Johnson birdie putt as well. He made a slightly different journey through to the back of the green. He boomed that seven wood, didn't he? Right to the very back. Uh, putted onto the green from the fringe. And he's got a little tiddler, hasn't he? Yes, everybody. Dustin Johnson carries a seven wood, sometimes a nine wood as well. But he has looked very good today. He's played his golf quick. He's been analytic on his putts as he just looks to tap this one in for his birdie four. DJ then, 
with the little short birdie and he moves to 12 under par. So the movers and shakers are starting to jostle for position markers. Thank you very much indeed, Sue. This is the Open Championship Radio. We are broadcasting on the Open website and app Sirius XM in North America, TalkSport 2 in the United Kingdom, 87.9 FM in the local area. It's the final round of the 150th Open Championship. You're listening to the 150th Open on the Open Radio, live from St Andrews. And in it goes, a punch of the air, unbelievable. And in it goes, the Open Leaderboard. And this is the situation at the top of the leaderboard. Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland still can't be separated. They have parred their first three holes to remain at 16 under for the championship. An early move from the Australian Cameron Smith, who birdied the second. So he has gone to within three at 13 under par. Dustin Johnson, Cameron Young both find themselves tied for fourth at 12 under. A terrific round today for both Saddam Kaikanjana and Abraham there at 11 under par and Xander Schofle is moving through the field as well six under through 15 to be at 11 under watch out for Jordan Spieth as well he's three under through six to be at 11 under and that's the same score as Adam Scott Tommy Fleetwood Scotty Scheffler and Siwoo Kim and then at 10 under par Lucas Herbert Dean Burmester Francesco Modinari and Tyrrell Hatton plus Brian Harmon Kevin Kistner, Patrick Cantlay, and Matt Fitzpatrick. I've got Carl Paulson and Rupert Bell alongside me. We don't know where to look at our leaderboard, at our monitor. We've got Victor Hovland just getting ready to tee off at the fourth. I certainly thought that one of Hovland or McElroy we're going to hold a birdie putt on the third. Well, we, we thought that on the first uh, as well. And uh, the third, they both had very good looks. And uh, somebody's going to have to take the lid off the off the hole here soon. Yeah. Uh, it, it, with the fact Hovland's now missed two very makeable sort of eight-foot putts, you know, will that start to play on his mind because he's getting his looks? And Rory, well, he doesn't want to. He needs to put his foot down because the chasing back are getting interested. Scotty Scheffler with his third shot to the par five fifth. He's at 11 under par. Yeah, third shot with a wood. There must have been a bunker involved at some point on this hole. Okay, we're keeping an eye on Scheffler, of course, because he's capable of just about anything. But we must go back to Ramey and to Harry for news of Harmon and Larry. Yeah, Shane Lowry here on the ninth green after a great drive onto the front portion of this green to about 40 feet. He rolled it up and he has three and a half feet here for his birdie on nine. Not a whole lot happening for Lowry. A birdie on the third hole, pars ever since. He's minus eight for the championship, but a really good chance here. And he's missed it. I don't believe it. He's missed it on the right hand side. A shrug of the shoulders and of the putter. Lowry not in top form, giving himself opportunities, but hasn't really been able to convert. Brian Harmon, equally great drive onto the green to 35 feet. He too putted for a birdie, and that moves him to minus 11 for the championship. Remy, did you enjoy that ice cream? I did indeed. Over to you, Marcus. 
Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Jordan Spieth has just hit a fantastic shot into the seventh, Rupert. Oh, just an amazing shot. He's now, he, it's regulation sort of chip, probably, what, 90 yards, something like that, but he's just stiffed it to two feet, and as Carl has been saying, he is just starting to um, look more than a little interested, and that sort of prospect of someone shooting a 63 on 62, the man who could do it is Jordan Spieth, because he knows what to do. It kind of feels yeah. like that's what's going to happen. He's setting up the story very nicely. Right, back to Matty Adams and Paul Eels, because I think Cameron Young is hoping to do something in the next minute or so. Yes, thank you, Marcus. You find us out here at the bar for fourth is long hole, 496 yards, but Cameron Young unleashed a massive drive, left himself only 155 yards to a pin that was tucked 40 paces from the front and 23 from the right. He hit a great shot in here, Paul. Yes, he did, Muddy. It's just a shame that it's just finished a little short, maybe around about the 12 feet mark, but downhill with some left to right in this for the American. Over it now on its way. In it goes. In it goes. Cameron Young back-to-back -back birdies <coughs> takes him to 13 under. 13 under bar has him within three strokes of the lead. Still some work left here for Cameron Smith to clean up his par. We will report back to you accordingly. Thank you, Matty. Yeah, so it's a terrific bounce back from Cameron Young after that bogey, that unexpected bogey on the first. Two birdies for him. I know that Carl's got to go in a moment. Carl Paulson, who's been a fantastic part of our team over these past few days. What are your abiding memories going to be, Carl? Well, it, uh, you know, Tiger on Friday obviously is going to be very memorable, but I, I'm hoping that at the end of this day, we're talking about the golf that these two guys that are in the lead have played by then, and, and it's going to be a fantastic showdown. It's always a pleasure being over here with you guys. We had an absolute blast, and uh, I, I, as always, I appreciate you letting me be a part of it. No, you are a big part of it. Thank you very much indeed. Look forward to seeing you next year, if not before. That's right. When the show reconvenes, of course, at Royal Liverpool. Rupert, you'll be there for that, I'm sure of that. Well, just watching Brian Harmon with an eagle putt, and it's a very good effort out on 14, I think it was, yes. And then he's just left himself a little six-inch putt for a birdie. So uh, Brian Harmon will get to 11 under, just threatening to make a bit of a charge. But it's great to see one or two players sort of flexing their muscles early on and just put, making sure that McElroy and Hovland don't let it slip or, you know, they actually start to uh, find the back of the hole with a birdie. Okay, we'll go back to Ron and to Matt. Yes, on the fourth, the bar four, 480 yards on the card. And over that huge hump that uh, guards the middle of the fairway is Rory McIlroy. Ball comes high in the air down to just to the right of the pin. And that's a pretty good shot. Yeah, it's pretty sensible there from Rory McIlroy. This uh, pin today is guarded by a really, really dangerous bunker short. And then just past the flag, only some five paces, there's a big sway. I'm just keeping my voice down for the second as Will Zalatoris hits his chip shot up on the 14th. Victor Hovland now, he's just over the 160-yard mark. They were equidistant off the tee, side by side, these leaders on the fourth fairway. Just waiting for Victor to get his shot off and under the way. Here he is. I've just seen his club 12. It looks like he's coming out short and to the right. Very poor iron shot by the looks of it. Woefully short out to the right. 
very unlike Victor Hovland, and he's going to be left with a very, very testing 60-foot putt for his first, which will be a birdie putt, but very difficult from there, Mr. Hovland. Yeah, Rory then is, what, I don't know, about 20 feet, I suppose, 18, 20 feet. He's got a, an awkward little bank to come down. It's a really tricky pin position, but Hovland will certainly be disappointed with that approach shot. He's got a 60-footer, so we'll wait for them to come up and uh, onto the green, and then we will have putts for you, Marcus. Thanks, Ron. Oh, it's all happening here. Rupert's uh, been watching something, and we'll, we'll bring it in just a moment because it's of potential significance as we watch Cameron Young now just getting ready to tee off on the fifth having responded so well to that early bogey of his uh, a couple of birdies since then. So if you are just joining us on the open radio, Rory McIlroy and Victor Hobland still at 16 under par, having parred their first three holes, an early birdie for Cameron Smith, two birdies and that bogey for Cameron Young. So once again, they can't be separated. And Xander Schofle has been on form today. He's playing his second to the 16th at 11 under par. And that has come up about uh, 15 feet short of the pin. The hottest man on the tour going into the open, and he's playing well again. Now, I mentioned that Rupert was getting a little bit excited, and that was because of this just a few moments ago. Jordan Spieth for birdie had a terrific start. He's 11 under. He's out on the seventh. It's no more than three feet after a fabulous approach shot. And he has got yet another birdie. Jordan Spieth is on fire. Four birdies through first seven holes. And now he's just four behind the leaders. Yes, indeed he is. He's four under through seven. He's at 12 under par. He is making a charge. Uh, yes, and just going about his business in that calm, unflappable manner that he can bring to the party, and it's great to see. And the leaders will know that Jordan Spieth is coming out of the, pa is coming out of the pack. Par putt for Scheffler at the fifth. This to stay at 11 under, and he's missed it. He's missed it on the par five, a drop shot. So Scheffler goes back to minus 10 as we go back to Matt and Ron. Yes, we're on the fourth, remember, 480 yards on the card, par four. And Victor Hovland, after a par, par, par start, still at 16 under as he was overnight. One of two overnight leaders, along with Rory McIlroy, who watches on now as Victor Hovland has this long putt, theoretically a birdie putt. Yes, I can tell you that he would bite your hand off for a two-putt though, Ron. It's a really difficult, typical, traditional sort of St Andrews putt up out of a swale. Then it's going to chuck it left to right, hit a small plateau for about 10 feet that's flat. Then it starts making its way down the hill. He sends it on its way, quite a lot of pace to it. And now it dies as it gets to the top of the slope. I fear it won't reach. It's trying to wiggle. It was such a tough putt and it comes up short. He's going to be left with at least 10 feet for a par here at the fourth. A few cheers go up for Rory just to encourage him along now. Rory hit the, a very smart iron shot in here. He's gone on for the last couple of years about having the more course management skills and honing those skills and he's put those to good use here, Ron, because he's hit a very, very mature, grown-up iron shot and this, this is what he's going to need to do all day. Anyway, left with about a 20 to 25 foot putt that is a downhill sliding left to right putt but he'll be full of encouragement after Victor Hovland left his so far short. I think both of them will have been disappointed with their putts on the previous hole on the third but now Rory 
with another outside chance. It's a difficult part. It'll go uphill first of all, and then down this sharp slope towards the whole... Oh, oh, my goodness me. Missed it by no more than, oh, maybe an inch. It really was a good part from where he was. It was like most of the parts at St Andrews. The undulations are so difficult to read, but another tap in for Rory, so he hasn't lost any ground. Uh, neither, of course, has Victor Holland at the moment, but he's now got a very, very tricky putt for his par. Yes, absolutely, and you said about the putts being missed on the previous hole, and Victor's birdie putt there was far easier than his par putt here. He's just going through his aim point routine, trying to work out how far left to right this one is going to break. Working out which side it's going to break from is pretty easy, but matching up the speed in the line is a whole different task on its own. He's just holding up a couple of fingers there, which indicates that it will swing quite a lot using the aim point express. That was two or three fingers worth of break, which is definitely giving up the hole for sure. Just lining up the ball now, Ron. Let's see if he can get out of here with a four. While well, he's taking his time over it, it's very, very still. Not a breath of wind. Grey skies overhead, but quite warm, quite close. Hovland, over the pot, downhill. Has to get the pace right. And, oh, he's missed it. Yeah, he's missed it, and it's gone past by, what, maybe two and a half feet? So it's not finished yet, but uh, we knew it was going to be a tricky putt, and indeed it was. So Victor Hovland will drop a shot here, which will leave Rory McIlroy as the outright, outright uh, leader on his own on 16 under. Hovland to drop just the one shot. No, by no means give me this. Round about two, two and a half feet but important, of course, in the context of what is happening. Forward and in. So, Victor Hovland, a five, uh, a bogey five on the fourth. So he goes back to 15 under par. Rory McIlroy, with his par, stays at 16 under, and he now is the outright leader. Yeah, so four pars, enough for Rory to have the outright lead for the moment, at least, as we go back to Sue and Sophie for more news on Dustin Johnson and Tommy Fleetwood. Yes, it's uh, Tommy Fleetwood, 11 under par. He's picked up a couple of shots today, and the same is true of DJ, 12 under par. They're just about to head down the seventh. There have certainly been opportunities out there for them both today that haven't quite been snaffled, especially for Dustin Johnson, whose short game is its usual dazzling self. Oh, he's playing quite beautifully, tee to green two significant birdie opportunities that I felt he missed and he can't afford to do that. Tommy seems to be scrambling his way around at the moment but DJ is certainly lurking and one to be wary of. It's rather muggy out here at the moment though guys. Not a breath of wind as we enter the loop. It's getting warm. A couple of things we've completely overdressed, Sophie and I, which is hilarious. And the second thing is the queue to get into this grandstand here by the side of the 10th green, looking all the way over at the 7th, 8th, 9th and 10th is magnificently long, isn't it? Yeah, I think they're uh, hoping for a Rory McIlroy special once again, but it certainly seems the place to be. The 11th tee box is packed, but the queue is very long also. It definitely is. Back to you, Marcus. Thank you, Sue. We're just watching Rory McIlroy teeing it off at the par five fifth, the hole that 
saw Scotty Sheffer drop a shot just a few moments ago, Rupert, that one seems to be okay. Down the right-hand side in the first cut of the rough, it's, he's hit it a, a monster shot as well, but uh, uh, looking in good shape. Now, Adam Scott, birdie chance on seven. This would take him to 12 under par, and that's exactly where he's gone. He's just... I think he's going to be ruining one or two chances in the previous days, which you just, uh, having watched quite a lot of him this week, the putts haven't dropped, but they are today. But is it too little, too late? Now, how is Victor Hovland going to respond to that drop shot at the fourth? Here comes his tee shot. It's the 601-yard par five fifth. That looks good. Spectators like it. It's bouncing along. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. it's just oh. bounced into a spot of bother, and that's going to be an awkward line, an awkward stance as well. Yes, it just, um, where it is, it's almost in a little dip in between two hollows, and it may be in a rather nasty position. So not ideal for Victor Hovland. On the other hand, Rory will be coming out of the rough, but he's, his light, in sharp contrast, looks all right. But I just, Victor Hovland, he missed those two birdie putts. Now he's had a, a drop shot. You know, the he might be starting to feel the heat. And there was one telling moment on there when Rory knew what was happening. You, you could see that he's feeling the pressure because there was a big exhale as if to say, Whew, this is this is intense. Well, it certainly is. Let's go back to Matt and to Ilse for an update on their pair. Hello, Matt. Hello, Ilse. As it is. Uh, is where we find Cameron Smith and where we find Cameron Young, and both are about equidistance from the hole. I would give it a some 80 feet or so. Both have reached this par five and two. Massive, massive green such as it is here. You'll see a shared green with 13. So Cameron Smith, they have determined, is first to go. And again, Paul, this one looks like about 80 feet away. It needs to be a study and uh, proper pacing. Yes, more chances of three-putting than he certainly has of holing from this, but you never know. This could set him alight. This is for an eagle. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Go on, and again, and again. That's going to come up seven feet short. But he'll have that for a birdie here, Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith currently stands in the mark of 13 under, so he's three shots off the pace. He's playing alongside of young Cameron Young. He has a similar distance, just inside of 80 feet for his eagle effort out here. And uh, Paul, this is the first time, I mean, I've covered him when we've done the coverage, which is means you're in a tower and you're covering off a monitor somewhere on, on PGA Tour Live, etc. But seeing Cameron Young in person, it is really impressive how he drives a golf ball. Yeah, he hits it a long, long way, and he's not a big guy either compared to, say, a Dustin Johnson or a Bryson DeChambeau, but hits it a million miles, he really does. I mean, when I walked up there and I looked, he was 161 yards away from the front of this par five green after his tee shot. This is a 601 yard hole, and remember, the green is raised, so it effectively plays longer because you're hitting up from a valley in front. But then his total distance was 246, because the pin is 85 yards back, as Sophie was telling us now. Long range putt, he must have 30 yards of putt, 30 yards of green to go. Yeah, Big. so he's settling in behind this one now. 
is Cameron Young, as you just heard from Yosey. He's estimating it's 30 yards of green to putt. Setting it down through the swell. This one's got enough pace to get there. Come on, show us some magic. Just missing on the left side. About two feet left there for Cameron Young to make birdie to get to, say, 14 under par, two shots back. But before he has an opportunity to do that, first Cameron Smith has some. Yosey pinned it at seven feet left for his birdie effort. Yeah, that was getting as excited there. It was coming. It had a lovely pace on it, and it just turned left from Cameron Young at the hole. So from where Cameron Smith is, he knows this is downhill, having watched his playing partner's ball turn from right to left. Now, these were the putts that were just gimmies for him on day two when he shot the 64. Yesterday, he could not make a putt. He's already had one birdie so far today, that being at the second hole. This to go to 14 under Maddie. Cameron Smith settling over this one. He looks down the line for a long time, studying it, then pulls the trigger on its way. Creeping in! That is two under through five for Cameron Smith. He gets to 14 under par. He is only two shots off the pace now. And then Cameron Young, as we described, with a brilliant pace putt, great weight from some 90 feet away, has left it about two feet. And this is for Birdie to get to 14 under par. And of note would be his third consecutive birdie. So the chasing pack is starting to close. Let's see what happens with this one that he has left to clean up. And it's certainly a lot shorter, this one for his birdie, than the one that he missed on the first for a par that resulted in a bogey. Just left of center here. This to join his playing partner at 14 under. It's over it now. Plum colored sweater, gray slacks on its way. And in it goes, catches the right edge and drops. Cameron Young and Cameron Smith are both now 14 under par. They are two shots back to Ron. Yeah, on the fifth, the par five, fifth, Hovland with a very difficult second shot. Yes, if you walked up there, Ron, and tried to find the worst lie you possibly could, you'd be exactly where Victor Hovland is. I'm very, very, very pleased to be able to tell the listeners that he's done the sensible thing, chopped it forwards to leave himself just a, a some sort of wedge shot in but for a minute there it looked like he was taking a stance to take a swipe at that and go for something crazy I, I don't know why I thought that but he waited a long time for the green to clear to play a little pitch out so I was slightly concerned for, for Victor Hovland well he's played the sensible shot as Matt was saying Rory meantime is also in the rough on the right hand side and Matthew went and had a look at uh, his lie and uh, what, is that, uh, what, what has he got now Yes, well, quite incredibly, Ron, his ball's actually come to rest on a very neatly replaced divot, so it's a perfect lie. But you can see exactly where someone else has been there in the past, and thankfully that person went and put the divot back, otherwise Rory would be in a whole world of pain. Amazingly, this pin position on this hole today is 85 yards on from the front. That's right, 85. He didn't mishear me. So he's only got in the region of about 175 to the front edge of the green, but then he's got to get it all the way back to that flag, which is never easy to judge so it'll be some sort of long iron shot for Rory try and pitch it middle of the green somewhere and let it release all the way back there acres of space around this flag short left and right it's big enough to build a superstore on it run <laughs> well he's chatting with his caddy at the moment just to 
probably discussing exactly what you've been talking about, Matt, the distance, because the fact that the flag is so far to the back. It's 12 from the right and 85 from the front. To select his club, let's quickly go to Sue. Yes, Dustin Johnson was just about to address the putt and he's just stood up and backed off it. A couple of gorgeous approaches here at the par 4 7th from both. Tommy Fleetwood actually inside the distance of Dustin Johnson who's been glorious so far with his short game. Both of them exceptional shots into this 7th hole. Pin cut on the right hand side so they're playing the dog leg left to right down the left so they can pitch up the green. Use the banking on the left to bring it down to the hole. So some big opportunities coming up but Dustin just taking his time. His brother Austin points to the spot, which is a cup outside right as he settles in. Put one. Oh, it, actually, it'll be a while because, yeah, we're still going. Come on, DJ, hit this pot. It takes a long time. He does, and the thing is, with anything off the fairway, he's pretty quick, but it comes to the green, he takes a while. But here we go, he's finally ready. This would take him to 13 under par and right in the mix. Huge gallery watching as Dustin Johnson settles finally behind the ball. A last waggle of the hips. Putterhead is released. He's staring it down and it doesn't drop. DJ not as hot with the putter as he has been with the wedge and the fairway irons. And so Tommy Fleetwood, Sophie, will have a putt very shortly to make a little more headway himself and join DJ on 12 under. And I just look at DJ now looking up as if to say that's three birdie opportunities I've missed inside 15 feet and he knows he can't do that looks back at the hole in disgust as he walks off the green Fleetwood's got six feet here here a beautiful shot just banked it off the cushion on the left hand side the crowd at the back of the seventh and the eighth green erupted because Tommy lad stuck it close for them this is really turning into a bit of an amphitheater this back ring at the old course his caddy Ian Finnis backs away, leaves it to the master. He's just walking into the pot now, using the line on the ball to take it outside right of the hole. Saw him on the putting green earlier with his coach, Phil Kenyon, going over this type of length putt. We've seen him miss a few on the low side, so he needs to keep the pace up down the right edge of this hole from six feet. Birdie for Tommy Fleetwood. The charge is coming from behind. The charge of the Light Brigade chasing down Rory McElroy at the top of the scoreboard. They can see the scoreboard just behind the 10th green and they will know that Tommy Fleetwood and Dustin Johnson are in the mix on 12 under par. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, Sophie. Jordan Speed fans will be disappointed to hear that their man has just three putted on the eighth. So he has dropped back to 11 under par, having produced four birdies in his first seven holes. You are listening to the Open Championship. 150 years of history, of growth, of change, of innovation. The stars of yesteryear inspiring a new generation to shine. Competitors preparing for what is to come in a fight against the elements as a new champion prepares to take the greatest walk in golf. Everything has led to this, the 150th Open at St Andrews. Right, big moment for Rory and for Ron on the fifth. Coming out of the right-hand rough, but with a very good lie indeed. Remember, the pin here is cut right at the back. Sends it 
on its way. High, high in the air it goes. Onto the green, bounces down towards the pin. It's a brilliant, brilliant shot from Rory McElroy, getting closer and closer and closer. It's about 25 feet. It's a wonderful, wonderful shot. And that will give Rory an eagle opportunity on the fifth. Yeah, that could be a hugely significant moment. Uh, of course, he's been very steady so far. Victor Hofland has dropped a shot, but the Camerons aren't going away. We just heard from Sue that Tommy Fleetwood is still threatening. Adam Scott, Dustin Johnson remaining in the frame as well. This final round is living up to expectations. Ramey, where are you? Yeah. Hello, Ramey. Hello, Ramey. Hello, Marcus. How are you? Well, I'm, I was worried that you weren't going to talk to me. No, oh, sorry. Sorry, Marcus. Uh, we're just, uh, just to let you know, there's a little bit of breeze here, cool breeze here coming down 12, just to let you know, and 13, the guys in front of us here, Hatton, etc., had to take uh, penalty drops, so just a little bit of knowledge for you. And that's Over it? Over to you, Marcus. Oh, thank you, Ramey. Uh, that was a, a, an excellent contribution. We'll go straight back to Ron. Yes, we're on the par 5 fifth. Just described McElroy's wonderful approach shot, and now here comes his putt, Matt. Yes, yeah, settling over to this 20 odd feet for left for Eagles. Downhill, right to left, it gets to the top of the hill. Here it comes, down the slope, takes the break, it's on its way, it's got a chance. Oh, his knees bent, huge groan from the, the grandstand that's over on the other hole on the 13th. The easiest of birdies for Rory McElroy, and that will get his first birdie of the day, and he gets it to minus 17. You can hear what it means to the crowd, Ron. They're going to really support this man all the way back to the middle of the town of St Andrews, where it'll all unfold later. Fantastic galleries. And you could hear the noise. So, first birdie of the day, as Matt was saying, for Rory McElroy on the par five. Fifth takes him to 17 under par. Outright lead. But Victor Hovland, who had problems off the tee, uh, and played a sensible recovery shot, played a very good third shot to around about 20 feet. And this now, Matt, is for birdie as well, isn't it? Yes, yeah, very flat part, and as you said, great pitch, great approach to the green from Victor Hovland. He wouldn't have been able to see the pin, so he was just completely trusting on his distance control skills. Dead straight, dead flat part here for Victor's birdie. Over the putt. Everything goes very quiet. Sends it on its way. Oh! It's a lovely putt, but it's missed. And it'll be a simple tap-in for Victor. So it's a par five for Victor Hovland. He stays at 15 under. Remember, he dropped a shot on the fourth. But it's so far, it's uh, all very, very, well, not easy, but comfortable for Rory McElroy. Four pars and now a birdie. So he is at 17 under as we go to the sixth. And you can hear the cheers for Rory wherever he goes today. He is guaranteed to have those. So it is McElroy leading the way by two at the moment. 17 under par through five holes. Victor Hovland at 15 under. The two Camerons are both 14 under par. We've got Adam Scott 12 under through eight. Tommy Fleetwood 12 under through seven. That's the same score for Dustin Johnson at the same stage as well. And two cracking rounds earlier today from Kai Kanjana and Abraham Anser, both with seven under par 65s to be at 11 under the same score as Dean Burmester, Brian Harmon, Kevin Kistner, Jordan Spieth and Si Woo Kim.
Thanks for all your emails, which continue to flood in, and I can only apologize for not really reading any of them out at the moment, but as you can understand, so much is happening out on the course. But Mike has been in touch from Skipak in Pennsylvania. He says, I'm with my 17-year-old son, Clayton, sitting in the grandstand behind the road hole, looking forward to a tremendous finish. Our gratitude to all the people of Scotland for their hospitality, and especially the University of St Andrews golf team for running our grandstand all weekend. Please look out for Clayton's application to join your team. And that is from Mike. So they're thoroughly enjoying themselves on the 17th. Rory has teed off on the 6th, the 401-yard par 4 6th. Big roar from the spectators around the tee box. And no wonder, because that has gone straight down the middle. It lands in that walkway area, which uh, is consistently crisscrossed by the spectators. So he is looking good as we go back to Paul Eels and Matt Adams. Good indeed, Marcus. We could see it in our peripheral vision up here. We're on the sixth green watching Cameron Young. Both Cameron Young and Cameron Smith found the rough on the left side of this hole. Smith having a very tough lie and finding the putting surface and Young as well. Pin has only cut 13 paces on from the front, and it's a big false front here, so both of them are considerably past. This from some 50 feet for Cameron Young. This is a birdie effort on the way to try to get the 15 under par, coming in from right to left and finishing below the hole. Again, good weight. He's really got the you know, pace putting, the lag putting down very well so far this week. Quite impressive. Earlier, you were talking specifically about a little pitch shot that he played Paul but he really has uh, got himself quite accustomed to links golf straight away yeah very impressed with his approach had into the third which uh, when you play in the PGA Tour you're used to hitting the ball high in the air and landing it at a distance and it stops not here 30 to 40 yards of run no problems at all now Cameron Smith who was in that left hand rough had a horrible lie gouged it out ran the ball some 30 to 40 yards from the front of the green to the back it's on its way it's a long range putt it's going go on go on nice applause from the grandstand behind this sixth green uh, will he tap in oh i think he's not reaching into his pocket so this looks like a just a tap in for a par four to remain at 14 under for cameron smith Okay, so that will leave a little bit of work left for Cameron Young to secure the same score and remain at 14 under three shots back of our leader, Rory McIlroy. And Marcus, we're going to leave it for you to please tell the world what he does, and we're going to move forward. I promise I will do that. See, Wu Kim has uh, just added a birdie to his tally, so we don't want to ignore him as we go back to Sue. Yeah, Dustin Johnson has just hit a very nice birdie putt. It hasn't dropped, but it was a long one with a break right to left and then a little straightening maybe at the end. He has left it short, but that was a decent effort off the tee with a, a shot that just leaked a little bit right. Well, incoming news, we've had a wind switch out here. It's now an easterly wind, which will be into left to right for the players' back nine. So it's not going to be as easy as it has been in the past few days. We saw this on Friday afternoon. So keep an eye out and a listen out for that. Next up is Tommy Fleetwood for his birdie two. He came to the left-hand side of the flag on the eighth hole, playing over 200 yards today. 35 feet for Tommy. The ball is rolling up and over the slope. It's going to come down right to left. Is it enough? Keep going. Oh! 
Oh, that shaved the hole. We had a grandstand view of that. That was almost perfection from Tommy Fleetwood, but these two are bowling along nicely. They know they've got opportunities as we just watched Tommy tidy up. 12 under par, the Englishman who was second at Royal Port Rush behind Shane Lowry and now Dustin Johnson just coming in to do a bit of tidying up as well. The wind switch happened and it strengthened the minute we took our sweaters off, Sophie, didn't it? We were absolutely boiling hot. Took about five minutes of very complicated unravelling of wires and headsets to get the sweaters off and the wind immediately picked up. Yeah, Sue decided to strip in front of the grandstand <laughs> on the back of seven. I got a little bit worried there. Anyway, back to Dustin Johnson, just a short two-foot par putt for him to remain at minus 12. No problems there. So we march on to the ninth, and it is par golf for these two, Dustin Johnson and Tommy Fleetwood, 12 under. Oh, you're marching on. You're going to be marched out of the course if you carry on stripping off like that, Sue. But it is a warm afternoon. It's lovely and cool in the studio. I'm Marcus Buckland. And we hope that you're enjoying our coverage of this thrilling final round of the 150th Open. I mentioned that birdie for Siwoo Kim. He had parred his first six holes today. Birdie at the seventh to go to 12 under par. And at the moment, that puts him in a tie for fifth place. Cameron Young parred the sixth. Let's get a bit more information from Matt and Paul. Oh, Not ready. Not Matt and Paul, it's, uh, we're going to go to Ron and Matthew instead. <laughs> on the sixth, bar four six. Thank you, Marcus. Been a long week, you know. Hovland from the right-hand side of the fairway. He's very short and he's gone long towards the back of the green. That's ooh, all of 40 feet or so. But what surprised us a little was uh, how far behind Rory was. Obviously, they took very different clubs off the tee, I think, Matt. Yes, well, there's a huge slope at the front of this green, and Victor Hovland seems to have elected for the smart play. It's the one that I would have definitely gone for myself, Ronnie. Left himself a far enough back shot to create some spin to get close to this flag. He's misfired the second shot there, Hovland, but I like the play from the tee. Rory, on the other hand, putting his foot right down, pedal to the metal, rip driver. He's actually hit it on a six-yard long uh, spectators crossway and he was on exactly the same walkway yesterday so consistency for distance for for Rory McIlroy he's uh, up now on the t on the very peak of the slope that's about 12 yards short from the front front of the green with Harry Diamond he's faced with a an extremely difficult shot he's 57 yards out but working out where to pitch this shot really must be a headache for Rory McIlroy if he lands it on the downslope it will fire it all the way to the back of the green if he lands it into the upslope the other side of that it will just come to an abrupt stop so very interested to see the uh, shot selection here from Rory he's actually taken the head cover off the putter Ron <laughs> would you believe it 57 yards back down the fairway I did think the tee shot was a little bit aggressive he's kind of hit it in no man's land he's out with the putter this could be a real one for the highlight reel I can't wait to see what he can do from here this is really links golf now I tell you what you'd have seen some 70 year olds who play the old course here do exactly what Rory is doing now didn't quite expect it from Rory but he sends it on its way there's that huge hill down it comes and back up it comes 
<laughs> well, it's on the green. And he's running. He's actually sprinting to the green. <laughs> Rory's putt only just clambered up on top. As I said, 12 yards on this pin, the top of the slope, probably six or seven of that. And as soon as he saw it come up and out the other side, off he went. He was running out there. He was almost as fast as Michael Owen. <laughs> he just wanted to make sure he could mark the ball before it rolled back down the slope. Uh, and as Matt was saying, the pin is cut 13 on, uh, nine from the right. Uh, but did it work, Matt? What do you reckon? Yes, well, I think you would have been far pushed to hit a, hit a better shot with a wedge or a long iron. If you're going to play it along the floor, then you might as well use the putter. Why not? I think he, he chose the right shot and he sets up another birdie chance. We're just watching Victor now. This this green on the sixth where the, where Victor's ball is is extremely flat, so shouldn't be too difficult to, to judge the line and the length. He's just got his ball down he's wasting absolutely no time today and compliments to the RNA must be given as well because the pace of play out here for the final round of a major is absolutely fantastic Ron there's no no waiting around everybody's just getting on with it and it's it's very refreshing from around about 45 feet from the back of the green it's Victor Hovland currently at 15 under dropped a shot on four here it goes looks good looks good looks very good looks very good oh my goodness me well, how close was that? Yes, it doesn't get any closer without dropping. Fabulous putt from Victor Hovland. He won't go away today, ladies and gentlemen, I can assure you that. He will stick in for the long haul. He's going to be the thorn in Rory's side all day, which is what makes these championships so special. No point somebody just giving it to you on a plate. Hey, it's what makes it special for it to be a duel. So Rory now. He's just examining his putt the way that I see it. should just be fairly flat to start with. In the middle of the putt, he will want to start breaking right to left. But all in all, a very good opportunity. And Rory's really going to want to jump all over the opportunity after picking up two shots on his playing partner in the last two. Can he make it three and three? Rory McElroy, our leader at 17 under par with another birdie putt. We're on the sixth, remember? Two-shot lead at the moment over his playing partner. Here it goes, here it goes. He likes it. Oh! Bends at the waist as it just, just runs out of steam. But it was a lovely putt from Rory McElroy, who will now tap in. So another par for Rory. He stays at 17-under, stays in the lead of the 150th Open. Victor Hovland, par for him as well. Just the one drop shot on four. He currently is at 15 under. We'll go on to the seventh. Ah, this is absolutely fantastic. The ingenuity, uh, the way that Rory decided to take out the putter for that second shot. And then the agony and the frustration as that birdie putt just came up short. Now, talking of birdies, here's Jordan Spieth at the 10th. And this is to go 12 under. And in it goes. Jordan Speed out in 33 with four birdies and one bogey at the eighth, which might just have brought his run to a juddering halt. Not a bit of it. He birdies the par for 10th to go to 12 under par. 
which at the moment, of course, leaves him five shots behind Rory McIlroy. Siwoo Kim for birdie as well on the eighth. It's a long-range effort. Oh, my goodness me, it was a brilliant effort. It just slips out. And the disappointment for him now is that it's also rolled by a little further than he would have liked. But Siwoo Kim is still just about in the battle as well. As I mentioned a short time ago, he parred his first six holes. He then birdied the seventh to go to 12 under par. The greenkeepers have asked if we could give a shout out to match greenkeeper Tiffany Mills, who is out with the final group. She works at Ryston Park Golf Club in Norfolk. So hello to Tiffany and hello to Dave, who has emailed us driving back from playing in the La Trobe Country Club Invitational, Arnold Palmer's home course, listening to your broadcast of the Open Championship. You're doing a fabulous job. I listened to you on the way to the tournament as well to get myself motivated and finished second. And he finishes off by saying, go Rory and Cam Smith. Either player would make a splendid champion. Well, Dave, thank you very much indeed for your message. Don't forget, you can email us, radio at theopen.com, radio at theopen.com, and you can tweet us at the Open with the hashtag theopenradio. OK, let's go back to Paul Eels and Matt Adams. Where you join us at the par four seventh. Cameron Young, I can report, has driven the green. Yes, you heard me correctly. Second shot now from Cameron Smith. 104 yards, pin back right, little ledge to negotiate. Come on, come on. Oh, no, it just caught the wrong side of the ridge and broke away from the hole. That could have been so close for Cameron Smith for birdie. Now it's a good two putt for par. What do you make of what Cameron Young just did before our eyes? Well, I mean, 371 yards it measures on the card, and he threaded his driver through the huge shell bunker another little bunker that lay beyond that and rolled up onto the green so he's just pacing now well that's 20 and he's nowhere near the hole yet so he's around well, he's 100 feet plus away from this hole here the first part of the putt mud he's going to be relatively flat and then that ridge that Cameron Smith unfortunately got on the wrong side of sweeps the ball down to the pin that's cut on the right hand side so we will let you know when he is ready to go, Marcus. It will be an eagle attempt out here at number seven that could carry Cameron Smith to 16 under par. Wow, what an opportunity for him, but it's an opportunity missed as far as Siwoo Kim is concerned. He almost got that birdie with a long-range effort on the eighth, but I mentioned it went a little further past the hole than he would have liked, and he missed the one coming back. So after six pars, then a birdie, now a bogey for Siwoo. Wu Kim and he's back where he started at 11 under par as we go back to Sue and Sophie. Yes, we're just standing actually down the side of the tent ferry, peering across at the ninth green. And the reason we're over here is because we had to go and inspect a couple of balls in the fairway bunker down the ninth, which is what DJ and Tommy Fleetwood were playing. And that switch in the wind and a tiny, a fractional strengthening of it caught them both out, didn't it? Absolutely. Half an hour ago, they'd have carried the bunker, which is 300 yards down this ninth fairway. Both of them have found it. It's only five yards wide. And then they've gone onto the green. So we've got par putts to come, not birdie tries. 
Matt and Ilsey. Thank you very much. The end of the putt from 105 feet away from Cameron Young. That was for Eagle. Settles just about seven feet left for Birdie. So still an opportunity to get to 15 under par. Where we stand right now, Cameron Smith will have a birdie attempt forthcoming, but it will be a difficult one up a big ridge on one side, down the same ridge on the other to get to where this pin in the hole is cut today. He is on 14 under par. As we mentioned, Cameron Young has a much more makeable birdie putt awaiting him of about seven feet to try to get to 15 under. We'll send it back to you. Thank you. And uh, where to go? Who to look at? It's happening just about everywhere at the moment. We're also looking at your tweets and your emails. Don't forget, you can email us radio at theopen.com, radio at theopen.com. You can tweet us at the open with the hashtag theopenradio. Tom Gillis is listening, thoroughly enjoying the coverage. Steve Vincent's been in touch, listening while walking his dog Sammy in St. Louis and looking forward to his Scottish golf trip in 2023. Mitch is feeding cows on a Wisconsin dairy farm. So we've got Mitch feeding cows. We have another listener who told us earlier that he was inseminating them. So we've got a lot of cow connections today. And Ivan has been in touch, says that he, Dave and Reed are driving through St. Andrews, Nova Scotia on their way to catch the ferry to Newfoundland. Go Rory, they say. Now, big moment for Cam Smith. Let's get back to Matt and Paul. Yes, Marcus, it's a long range. It's an outside opportunity. He's got a little ridge to go up and over, and then the ball, as it climbs to it, now falls down. Come on, ball. Find it, it's 45 feet away. It's getting ever closer. Lovely putt from Cam Smith. That will be a par for him, and he will remain at minus 14. All right, as we mentioned, we still will have a putt for birdie coming up from Cameron Young. Cameron Young is on the mark of 14 under par as well. He's got about seven feet to get to 15 under and try to claw a couple closer to Rory McIlroy. Just replacing his golf ball now. Such a great place here, Eelzy, of, of all the great places at the old course, but this one is particularly brilliant to watch action. There's a massive grandstand here that surrounds the back of the seventh green up to where the pin is cut on 11. And then there's a whole nother wing of it that embraces like an arm outstretched, hugging the shoulders of the tee box on the par three eighth. Cameron Young settling over this one. Seven feet divide. Back, through, and in! In, it used all the hole to do it, but it did it nonetheless. So Cameron Young is three under on his efforts today through seven. He has reached 15 under for this 150th open and he's lurking. Yeah, what a terrific response from Cameron Young after dropping a shot at the first. And what a terrific afternoon this is proving to be. And it could become even better for Adam Scott, who's got an eagle chance here at the 10th. This to go to 14 under par. It's on its way. It's on its way. It is just missing. Just missing by a fraction on the left side. But another terrific putt from Adam Scott, who can't be ruled out of the picture. Well... A lot of people thinking at the start of today that it would be down to two men, but not a bit of it. Cameron Smith, by the way, has just held on for that par putt. 
So he stays at 14 under par. And this is the story. Rory McIlroy, 17 under through six. That's given him a two-stroke lead at the moment over Cameron Young and Victor Hovland, who are both at 15 under par. Cameron Smith at 14 under. Adam Scott flying up. He is now in fifth place. He's four under for the day after 10. 13 under overall as we... Ron and Matt. Thank you, Marcus. We're on the seventh, and uh, Victor Hovland at 15 under currently is playing his second shot from way back. Yes, he just tried to tiptoe his iron shot off the tee. It's 248 yards to get onto the top of the fairway, but he didn't quite make it, and it landed and stopped. He's got about 135 yards. He's on its way. Not much room to land it. Well-judged shot. Just runs away from him a little bit. Still moving as we're talking in there to about 30 feet. Not a bad effort at all. Rory, on the other hand, hit the perfect tee shot. Unfortunately, it has come to rest in a very shallow yet sanded divot. So the strike on this shot from 84 yards is the key. Rory's come all the way up to the green to have a look at the contours. A huge roar went up when he got here, and he's just about to send this one on its way. It looks like he got great contact. The distance from where I'm standing looks great. Oh, it slams right into the wrong side of a ridge and just repels it over to the wrong side of that. So difficult putt upcoming for Rory McIlroy. 40 feet up and over a ridge, very similar to the putt that Paul Eels just described from Cameron Smith on the same hole. Well, for all the world, it looked absolutely perfect and then it just took that ridge spun back so still a birdie putt for Rory McIlroy who is our leader at the moment at 17 under Victor Hovland his playing partner he's dropped a shot today he's at 15 under so they'll come up onto the green in fact they're coming up onto the green now to have a look what putts they've got and it will be I think Rory probably to go first there's not much distance between them. Let's go to Matt. Thank you, Ron. On the tee here at the par three eighth, Cameron Young launching his shot 203 yards from where he stands to where the hole is cut today. It is 43 paces on from the front and 25 from the right side. I'm not sure quite how you define the right side of this green as it's shared. And this one comes up right on that line. So he's left himself a uh, putt that's similar to the one that he just had for Eagle in the last. He did end up converting that one to birdie nonetheless. Cameron Young now at 15 under and only a couple of shots back. And on the tee now is Cameron Smith. Yes, framed nicely by the grandstand, Maddie, as you were describing before. 203 all the way back up. This really needs to land, I would say, around about 190 yards. If he does go a little long, there is a slope there that will take the ball way down and off down the 10th fairway. But he knows that. And this ball, with a little bit of luck, will land online. He's played absolutely beautifully as he does from tee to green that's a lower ball flight he's kept that down because the wind has changed it's into his face he doesn't like it he's pulled it left and wow that would have been a great tee shot for the the whole location on day two ron maddie thanks very much paul yeah remember we're on the seventh we're on the seventh green now where rory mcelroy has a birdie putt but it's an awkward one, a difficult one, Matt. 
Yeah, some 40 feet for Rory and for the listeners, if you use your imagination, Rory looks like he's about to putt over a speed hump in a road. It will go over it pretty straight, and then as it comes over the top, it will just start breaking left to right. It's on its way now. It comes over the other side, coming down nice and close. It's a very well-judged putt for Rory. Wasn't really one that you'd look to hole. Rolls it down there to no more than 18 inches, Ron. Well done. I think it's a brilliant putt, I have to say. Leaves him... As uh, Matt says, just a, a little tiddler. Can't imagine the way he's playing at the moment that he would miss that. It's been pars all the way, except for the one birdie which Rory achieved on the par five fifth. As far as Victor Hovland is concerned, well, it's been pars all the way for him too, apart from the one blemish on the fourth. He had a bogey on the fourth, which has taken him back to 15 under and he and Cameron Young are now level in second place. Matt, what's he got here? Yes, he's left with a gentle right-to-left part, and I've just seen out of my peripheral vision there that right behind the hole is Matt Fitzpatrick and Billy Foster playing the 11th. Maybe that'll inspire Victor Hovland to get going fresh off Matt's first major win the other week at the US Open. He needs to get going soon, though, Victor Hovland, as he settles over this one. Ball is on its way, and it will come up short, I think. It's not a bad putt. I think he probably got the line pretty well, just needed a little extra pace, but a pretty reasonable putt from that distance, and he too should make his par, but I think it will be Victor still to go next. But it's been interesting. What have you made of it so far, Matt? We, we're now about to approach the first of the par threes, the eighth. What have you made of the, uh, the situation so far? Yes, well, I'd certainly say it's not a firework display yet. It's bubbling white, isn't it? It's simmering away there in the pan. I, the crowds are so big, it's not going to take much to get this lot fired up. But I think for Rory McIlroy fans, I think it's very nice that it hasn't just exploded straight off the bat. Takes a lot of energy out, and you hear a round of applause in the background there. That was Victor Hovland nicely tidying up. It's all just, it's all just simmering. It's poised to go, to go mad anytime soon. Hope you're right. Now, McElroy, no mistakes. Now, surely. Little tiddler, really. 18 inches, in it goes for yet another par. Rory McElroy still in the lead on his own at 17 under par. Victor Hovland, 15 under, level in second place with Cameron Young. And we'll go on to the first of the par threes, the eighth. Thank you, Ron. So, as uh, Matty said there, simmering as far as the leaders are concerned, but Jordan Spieth could be about to come to boiling point. Let us join Ramey, where Jordan is eyeing an eagle. Jordan Spieth, 30 yards off the 12th green here. Second shot into this tight right flag position. Jordan currently 12 under for the championship. Punches out beautifully into the slope, runs it up, and it's running down towards the hole. It's running down towards the hole. Has he hold it? Oh, and a magnificent pitch shot there from Jordan Spieth. He'll have a tap in birdie here to get to 13 under par, going to the 13th tee. Thank you very much, Remy. So let me just uh, run down the leaderboard. There may be a few names we haven't mentioned too many times just off the pace. In fact, before we do that, let's go back to Matt and Eelsey. Cameron Smith sends his putt on the way for a birdie two at the eighth. It's looking good. It's looking good. Oh, it just goes past the left edge and some three feet by. One down. Cameron Young to go. Birdie coming up here in a moment. Thank you. A birdie chance for Adam Scott at the 
par 3 11th he's currently at 13 under par he's having to chip up quite a bank and then it's going to curl down towards the left well that was the plan he hasn't given it quite enough clatter and uh, from a, a very outside birdie chance now a tricky par putt coming up for the inform Adam Scott so Rory McIlroy 17 under par two shot lead at the moment from Cameron Young and Victor Hovland as we go back to Matt and Eelsey. Thank you very much. Yeah, the putt of Cameron Young, which was a similar distance to Cameron Smith, give it some 90 feet away, has settled about seven or eight feet from the hole. Remember, he has been on a charge. He has had four birdies in the last five holes to reach 15 under par and within two of Rory McIlroy. But Eelsey, he's got some work to do in order to make par here. Let me burn. Yes, he has. He was a, a little cautious there with that birdie opportunity, but uh, if he knocks this one in, that's fine. He can get it close to the ninth green and certainly a drivable tenth, which is downwind. As just across the other side, Maddie, we've got Tommy Fleetwood and Dustin Johnson who have both driven onto the tenth green. So possibilities coming up, but don't want to be giving shots away with three putts here. Yeah, we'll let you know, Marcus, when he's ready to go and we'll report accordingly. Okay, thank you very much. Ramey, now we uh, heard you. In fact, before we go to Ramey for an update on how Jordan Spieth fared going for his birdie putt, Sophie has news of a possible eagle for Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood hit it through the back of the par four tenth. He's hit it 385 yards. He's got a massive putt up and over the slope. He's given it a good bash. Put Fleetwood is going to look like making birdie, and the fans love him. Yeah, certainly sounds like that. Now, did Jordan Spieth make his birdie? Ramey. Unfortunately, Marcus Jordan Spieth missed it from about two feet, maybe even less than two feet. So, unfortunately, he'll uh, remain at 12 under par for the championship. Oh, that is frustrating. He was uh, on a roll early on. Jordan Spieth went out in 33 with four birdies. He did bogey the eighth. He then birdied the tenth, but he's gone par, par since then. So, Rory McIlroy, I keep trying to get through this leaderboard. So many things are happening. Uh, in fact, I'll never get through this leaderboard. We're going to go back again to Matt and Eelsey. Yeah, Cameron Young has about seven feet for his par-saving effort here. Remember, he was almost 100 feet away with his birdie putt. Putt is on its way down the hole and in. So he will remain at 15 under par. He will remain currently on pace for Rory McIlroy. Just struggling his way to reach the leader so it hasn't been much of a struggle on the scoring side he's four under in the last six holes to his credit and Cameron Smith also had a putt of a similar length and he's left himself a little bit of work to remain at 14 under ball yeah the ball of Cameron Smith had a good look at the hole as it just went by on the left hand side but a little bit too much pace so three and a half feet here to go for the Aussie this to stay at 14 under, very much in the championship. Some scoring opportunities coming up, but you've got to make the pass on its way and in the hole. They'll go across to the part for ninth as we go back to you, Marcus. And I will get through that leaderboard at some point, but not yet. Sufia, Sufi? <laughs> mangle their names sue and sophie, sophie. first fifi here <laughs> on the 10th looking at dustin johnson who is taking 
as long as he can. We were just watching the two cams tidy up on this shared green, the 8th. Well, here on the 10th, it was a little bit of an apologetic long eagle attempt from Justin Johnson, but he's got a little slippery one down the slope here for a birdie to go to 13 under par. The hush descends, the ball travels and it lips. It lips. He stares down his brother Austin there, Sophie. My goodness me, that is a bad miss for him. Sure is. We're on number four now of the amount of birdie chances that this guy has missed inside 15 feet. Wasn't enough pace on it, just died left at the hole. And once again, we've got a shaking of the head by DJ. He's letting this one slip. Tell us about the Tommy Fleetwood birdie opportunity, which is closer. Oh, yeah, some pot there. The crowd at the back of the 11th tee. If Rory's their favourite, then Tommy can't be that far behind. He's, they were singing the Tommy, Tommy Fleetwood song, which I'm not going to sing no, for let's you. Not so I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put Tommy off here. We're about <laughs> 20 yards away from him. He's coming from the other side of what Dustin Johnson was coming from. It's three feet as DJ's moved right to left. Tommy's will come ever so slightly left to right. He's just going to realign his golf ball. He's looking back at the eighth tee as if to suggest, are they going to hit while I'm over my putt? This is why everything gets quite banked up around these holes. Players trying to be courteous of each other. You can hear the murmurs. Somebody has hit onto the eighth green. So he now settles in and his claw putting grip. Shuffles his feet, one last look. And he was obviously affected by Dustin Johnson's put there. His ball went right to left. DJ's went right to left from the opposite side of the hole. Three put pars for Fleetwood and Johnson, not what they wanted. Absolutely not. They stay, both of the Marcus 12, under par. Sue, Sophie, thank you very much indeed. Adam Scott managed to sink that par putt, which uh, followed his long-range birdie attempt. So his fine run continues, but Si Woo Kim has just uh, gone down with back-to-back bogeys to end his front nine so he's plus one today at the turn 10 under in a tie for 15th place and I noticed that Adam Scott having saved par at uh, the last has got himself into trouble off the tee at the 12th his his ball is in a horrible looking gorse bush and at the moment there are a lot of people I think Ramey Burns might be one of them who is uh, looking for the ball. I think I saw Ramey just heading right into the middle of that gorse bush. We may never see him again, but we'll keep you updated about that. But I'm going to take a risk and try and rattle through some names further down the leaderboard. Of course, at the top, we've got Rory McIlroy at 17 under, Cameron Young, Victor Hovland at 15 under, Cameron Smith is 14 under, Adam Scott, although he's in trouble off the tee on 12, is at 13 under. Dean Burmester's had an excellent day, seven under today, the South African to be at 12 under par. Jordan Spieth is 12 under, so too Tommy Fleetwood and Dustin Johnson. Uh, Saddam Kaikanjana is 11 under, finished at 11 under. He was seven under today. The same story from Abraham Anser. Francesco Molinari at 11 under, so too Kevin Kisner. All these players in a tie for 10th. Matt Fitzpatrick's also at 11 under. Then in a tie for 15th, it's Lucas Herbert, Xander Schofle, Anthony Quayle, Trey Mullinax, Tyrrell Hatton, Brian Harmon, Patrick Cantlay, and Si Wu Kim, they're all tied at 10 under par in 15th place. Ramey.
Well, Marcus, say uh, I've almost pulled the whole windbush out of the ground here for Adam Scott's ball. Uh, we just can't find it, unfortunately. It's a very, very heavy windbush, but he's definitely in trouble here. As uh, about 10 or 15 people now around the whole area with their feet and golf clubs and everything. So Adam Scott's in a bit of bother here, Marcus, at the moment. Over to you, Ron. Thanks very much, Ray. We're on the eight, the par three eight, and it is Victor Hovland. Uh, eyeing up what is a birdie putt for him after his tee shot found the green to the left of the pin. What's he got, Matt? Uh, yes, Victor Hovland's uh, probably not all that impressed with his tee shot. He's, he's left it quite a long way, short and left. I mean, the cardinal sin is to miss this green long, but maybe a little bit on the defensive side. He's left with about a 50-foot putt, which is uphill for the majority of it and going left to right. As it gets to the hole, it will try to just straighten up a little bit. Last four foot could just rock back. The noise around this green is really quite something, Ron. It must be hard for these players to concentrate. Victor's just about ready to go now. Yeah, he, he's over his putt. Waited really for the tee to clear on the 11th. Sends the ball on its way over a little ridge. That's a lovely putt. That's a great putt. That's close. That's close. Oh, just at the last moment, it went from right to left. But uh, his judgment of pace there was pretty well perfect. Yes, I just wish that I could read the greens this well <laughs> when I'm putting my own ball, Ron. Every, every time I seem to go and read a putt, I get them bang on. <laughs> uh, Rory just assessing the scene now. He, he had a very, very sensible shot. Again, compliments to this new attitude towards his course management, Rory. He wasn't going to go long, but he sent it on a nice line. This putt is gently uphill. He's about 30 feet. He's gently uphill for 25 feet of that, and then it just comes over the, the crest of a tiny little slope, and it'll just try to funnel its way down. Should be gently right to left. This shouldn't cause Rory too much of a problem reading. He's just on his haunches behind the, behind the putt now, taking a couple of practice strokes to calibrate the speed, and he's almost ready to go. So he is. Thanks, Matt. So you've got all the details of the putt. All Rory has to do is carry them out to the letter. And here he goes. Sets it out to the right, over the ridge it comes, down it comes. Oh, it's a lovely putt again, just shades past the hole, maybe no more than six inches. And that surely is a simple little par for Rory. He's gonna mark his ball though, as has Victor Hovland. So they're taking no chances at all, but both of them have putts which you would expect them to make for par. Yes, absolutely. And I thought that Rory might just go ahead and finish first there because he's Victor Hovland's going to be very close to standing on Rory's marker, but he's gone in and had a little look and he's quite happy that he won't be standing on the marker. So Victor will be away. These putts are dead flat. They should be dead straight. And it's all the years and years and years of going around the putting green as kids that puts you in, a, in the right mindset for clearing these ones up, Ron. Absolutely. Anyone who's seen uh, Tiger Woods on the putting green, I remember once watching him as I was going to lunch. Came back out from lunch about an hour and a half later and he was still there, five foot putts. Now then, Victor Hovland from two and a half feet for his par on the par three eighths and in it goes. So he remains at 15 under par as he strides away towards the ninth tee. Good pace of play today. That's been one of the delights of the day as much as anything. Very light breeze, but now Rory. 
yeah, it's Rory, almost an identical putt to Victor Hovland that he just had. He's just settling over it. We are in a lovely position close to the back of this green, so I'm whispering, sends it on its way safely into the middle of the hole. Nice stroke from Rory. Nice cheer from the crowd on the 11th. He looks very, very calm and composed, Rory McIlroy. Checks the golf ball to make sure he doesn't need a new one, and he bounces off with that famous stride to the ninth tee. So he is still our leader at 17 under par. 15 under for Victor Hovland, together with Cameron Young. We will go off to the ninth. Now, we all know the expression, you can't see the woods from the trees. Two big-name players can't find their balls in the bushes. First, news of Cameron Young with Paul and Matt. Yeah, the news is not good, Marcus. Uh, we're here on the ninth. We're just in front of the green. Drives have been struck. And... Cameron Young pulled his drive to the left and there's a row of gorse bushes down there and he plummeted right into the middle of it. He's been spending a great deal of time working out where we could not find it. Uh, whether he came down and found it on the far side of the of the gorse bush, I do not know. Yilzy, what do you know of the situation currently? Yeah, they found the ball and it was actually perched up in the gorse bush, so not actually on the ground. It was found, so now he has to take uh, a stroke and distance penalty. So what he does, he takes the point from where the ball is and a line from the flag and goes as far back as he wants. So there's been a bit of manoeuvring of the galleries, move those out the way. He's found a, a reasonably flat spot in which to drop the ball some 80 yards, maybe 90 yards away still from the hole that's cut tight to the left-hand side of this green and just beyond a pot bunker. All right, so Paul Eels over there covering that to make sure we have it covered. On my side of the fairway is Cameron Smith, who hit a beautiful drive. There's one pot bunker in front of this green that one has to make sure they avoid. And he went about 30, 40 feet right of that pot bunker. He has a wedge in hand, looks like a 56-degree wedge that he's going to work his magic on. The hole is cut 21 paces deep and four from the left. Eelsy. Cameron Young now set, ready to go. Back through, hits on its way. 90 yards to go, and he makes it. Oh, lovely shot, what a shame. It just bit in and just dragged it back some 15 feet short, but that's got to be for a par coming up. All right, so maybe he can escape with a par here at the ninth, and we turn our sights now to Cameron Smith. 56 degree wedge in hand for him. As I mentioned to you, the hole today is back left. And it is only four paces from the edge of that side of the green. Hard pan that he's going to be hitting this little pitch off. Expecting to flight this back. Wind is out of the right and hurting. Sending it forth into the air. Really nice line and this one comes in just right. Should come back to the left and is. Spin stops will be a birdie opportunity for Cameron Smith. So Smith with an opportunity to get to 15 under par. Meanwhile, Young has work to do just to stay on that mark. All this drama out here at number nine. Marcus. Yeah, drama to say the least. I mentioned that two big name players have had trouble with balls in bushes. The other, of course, is Adam Scott. We were hearing from Ramey. What happened? Yes, unfortunately, Adam Scott's ball went into the big, big bush, a wind bush. 
and uh, unfortunately uh, between us between every one of us rakes and golf clubs and everything went into it but we just couldn't find it Marcus and then his provisional ball almost went into another wind bush but just stayed outside and he currently now has a putt for a bogey He's 13 under par, he's rolling it down. Is it going to get there? Will it get there? And he's left it short. So it'll be a double bogey six here for Adam Scott and he'll move back to 11 under par for the championship. Ah, frustration for Adam Scott, who was doing so well up to this point. But of course, he's experienced heartache in the last round of an Open before. Now, Tommy Fleetwood has been in terrific form today. He's narrowly missed out on a birdie opportunity on the 11th. It just lipped out. DJ's turn. Perhaps he's going to fare better. Let's get back there and join Sue. And Sophie Johnson for birdie on the par 3 11th the pin craftily positioned at the back of this hole DJ up the slope at least 15 feet and into the hole it goes and a look of relief for Dustin Johnson he finally manages to find the cup it's been a while since a birdie for him but that takes him to 13 under par thank you Sue and Sophie and Sifi and everything else I've been calling those two today. I hope they've got their clothing sorted out now. They were a bit hot under the collar earlier. Breathless afternoon at St Andrews. It's, uh, it's warm if you're walking about the place and you get pretty hot under the collar if you're in contention. Let's go back to Matt and Ilsey. What's happening now? Cam Young's ball's on its way. This to avoid a second bogey of the day and he doesn't it's going to be a drop shot here having visited the left hand gorse bushes took a penalty drop pitched on now just going around to tap in so he will go back to minus 14 for the championship but we've got a birdie putt coming up for cam smith maddie yeah short work for cam smith here at the ninth lovely drive from there with a pitch that he has played only a couple feet away as cam smith stands behind this one crouches down behind it to get a good look at any subtlety of the break. Extreme pin position today, all the way on the left side of this very large green. Once again, same position behind the ball. Now he steps up with his left hand, just cleaning off the, the face of the putter for any debris. It becomes instinctual for these players after a while, just the same routine. The sports psychologists speak of it often. Settling over this one. Preparing to pull his putter head back and send the ball to the hole. He's missed it. Wow, what an opportunity there for Cameron Smith, but he still has to tap in for par now, all said and done. Marcus, if you please, I'll let you pay that off. But what could have been a great opportunity to claw up the leaderboard means that Cameron Smith will likely remain at 14 under par. Cameron Young drops to 14 under after a bogey. Yeah, thank you, Matty. Let's just make sure that Cameron Smith doesn't suffer anything untoward here. It's a, a putt of about two and a half feet. Yep, straight into the pin. So an opportunity comes and goes, but Cameron Smith is still very much in the picture. He is 14 under par. I've given you the leaderboard for the top 15. Here are a few other names, some of your favorites who may be lurking just outside uh, the main places. Billy Horschel, five under today to finish at nine under. And others at that score, Minwoo Lee, Bryson DeChambeau, Shane Lowry, who's two under through 14 at the moment. Thomas Peters is uh, at nine under par as we go back to Ron and Matt. Ron, that's right. 
Now then, uh, the reason I've stopped just for a moment because Rory McIlroy has hit his drive way to the right. In fact, it's just creeping up towards the green now. It's the top right-hand corner of the, of the green. The pin, remember, is cut short left. So he's going to have a very, very long putt. That's if he chooses to putt, Matt. Yes, I think he will putt that one. Rory leant there as if he'd hit it way to the right. I was concerned because it's exactly where we're standing. So not just for your health and safety, <laughs> Ron, but was a bit concerned that Rory's ball wasn't going to end up in a great position. But I think he was just scared of carrying the bunker that's just in front of us because it's now back into the wind. But it did do that, so he's now in the perfect position. I'm, I'm glad that he played aggressive. Now, Victor Hovland's ball is pretty well directly opposite, so it's a long, long way short of McElroy's and a long way short of the green, too. Yes, Victor didn't have the distance there to, to go trying to smash that on the green, and uh, he just had to lay that one back, and he's been waiting on the tee for a little while. The players would have seen Cameron Young over there in those horrible gorse bushes, so Victor taking no chances, laid it back quite sensibly. He'll still only have a wedge shot from there. So that is the situation then. We're on the ninth, and Rory McIlroy still leads at 17 under par. Thank you, Ron. Pictures now of Cam Smith on the tee at the 10th. Some very vocal support for the Australian. He's holding the pose. It lands now, and it bounds on right down the middle of the fairway comfortably clear of the little pop bunker that's in that landing area he has almost driven the green that's a terrific strike just shy of the front of the green now Jordan Spieth he seems to have lost a little bit of traction this is a par putt for him at the 13th and it's gone in it's gone in so Jordan Spieth stays at 12 under par still just on the periphery of the action he's four under for today some other scores a little lower down the board Scotty Scheffler two over today through 10 holes so he's at minus nine that's a tie for 22nd place and then tie for 29th Tony Finau who shot a six under 66 today Corey Connors he was five under for the day all these players at eight under pay uh, eight under par Harold Varner the third is one of those so too Will Zalatoris who was three under today Dylan Fratelli two under today to be eight under and then some players tied for 34th position Thomas Dietrich Bobby McIntyre Taylor Gooch Lee Westwood Sahith Tigala John Ram or even John Rahm, who was minus two today to finish at minus seven, Victor Perez. All of those players at seven under par. And then the players at six under, Sam Burns, who was eight under today, an eight under 64. Round of the day from Sam Burns. Jason Kokrak, Thriston Lawrence, Adrian Moronk, Chris Kirk, and Aaron Wise. All of those players at six under par in a tie for 41st position. And at five under, we have Garrick Higo, Patrick Reed, who shot a five under 67 today, Jordan Smith, who also shot a five under 67 today. Uh, our old friend, whose name always gets me, Yuto Kata, uh, you know who I mean, don't you? Kata Suragawa. Yep. He's in 47th place. Ju Hyung Kim also at five under. And the Italian amateur Filippo Celli. Congratulations to him. He shot a one under today to finish at five under. And his reward is the silver medal. And then further down, Joaquin Neiman, Danny 
Willett, Robert Dinwiddie, all these players at four under par. Lars Van Miel, uh, Justin Thomas, Paul Casey, Jason Scrivener, Brad Kennedy, Nikolai Hoygaard, all at four under par. And the three unders, Cameron Tringali, Sebastian Munoz, John Parry, David Carey, Ian Poulter, Russell Henley. And uh, I'll go further down the leaderboard shortly, but we need to get back to Sue and Sophie. Just watching a birdie opportunity from Tommy Fleetwood up the slow 30 feet or so for birdie. He came up about 69 yards or so short of the green, off the tee on the right-hand side in the light rough and just tried to play it onto the first level and run it up the slope. It didn't quite have the legs and it was a different journey for Dustin Johnson, wasn't it, Sophie? Mm, sure was. He kind of skirted past some gorse bushes down the right-hand side. He only had 49 yards to a flag, which is on a back step so what he tried to do was stun it into the step and then have it just kick in and stop however he missed his landing spot landed it on top of that tabletop and it's released through the back of the green so both players will be disappointed with what they have for birdie this 12th hole the green complex is rather full-on they can tuck some pins away here on 12 and that's exactly what they've done this week on a reachable par four the only defense is the green and it's been just that for these two players well, the passer has been a little bit lukewarm at times for Dustin Johnson today, but that, <coughs> excuse me, that birdie on the last will certainly have done much for him. 13 under par, his third birdie of a blemish-free round three uh, birdies as well for Tommy Fleetwood, who is a shot behind. But when you look at the electronic scoreboard, Sophie, to our right, you see Dustin Johnson in fifth, not a million miles off the lead. These putts are coming ever more important, aren't they? They are. He needs to set like a clubhouse lead. He's missed four putts inside 15 feet. This one is outside of that. It's an outside birdie chance up and over the slope. Once again, he's not hit it. A very similar look to what happened on the 10th and a disgruntled Johnson goes to mark his ball and attempt a par pot. Yeah, that familiar languid stroll across the green for the tall man from South Carolina, but that is not what he was looking for. If you want to stay with us, we can bring you the tidying up, but birdie putts have turned into par putts for these two, important ones too, for Dustin Johnson and Tommy Fleetwood just to stay on the fringe of the conversation, and DJ taps in. Tommy Fleetwood is stepping in to do the same, so Johnson stays at 13 under par for the Open Championship, and Tommy Fleetwood is just about to do a little tidying up as well a short par putt for him as we just pause and everyone falls silent around this 12th green in she goes on we go to the 13th to ron and matt yes on the 9th we are remember the par 4 ninth so front nine to be completed very shortly and victor hovland after that very good approach shot has a birdie putt matt Yes, he's about 20 feet away, Victor Hovland. He, he took the safe option off the tee, left himself way back in the uh, fairway there, left himself about some sort of wedge shot away, made a good job of that. Huge crowd here, all surrounding the ninth green and 10th tee. Victor about to send this one on its way. One last look at the hole. And here it goes. Now then, this looks interesting. Oh, lovely putt. Stays just above ground, but that really was a lovely putt, and it's a simple tap in this time. Yes, uh, simple four there, really, with a tougher pin position today. Victor not taking any chances whatsoever. Yes, he does need to make a couple of birdies, 
but he definitely doesn't need to start dropping shots on silly holes. Rory, on the other hand, he left himself 57 yards again, Ron. I thought he might use the putter for his second, but he elected to chip this one, which was certainly not one for the faint-hearted off the tight lie that he had, but he clipped it in there very, very nicely. It was well received from the crowd, and Rory has got a putt from about 12 feet. Shouldn't break too much to extend his lead at the top of, the, at the top of this board. For birdie, Rory McIlroy wearing a, a yellow cream top. This looks good. This looks good. Oh. Well, you could hear the groans from the crowd, especially those who are quite close to where the pin is cut there. And Rory is marking it, replacing it quickly. Yes, I don't think it slid too far past. Ron, it shouldn't be too much trouble at all to just pop this one home. And as I said on the eighth, this championship continues to simmer. It does, and uh, Rory hasn't lost any ground. On the contrary, he's picked up a shot today with his birdie on the fifth. He's had one or two other opportunities, which probably uh, on another day he might, might have made. Victor Hovland, on the other hand, has dropped one shot today, so McElroy, just to tidy up, a little bit of work in it, and in it goes from round about two and a half feet. So Rory McElroy completes his front nine, and he is still the leader on his own uh, on this 150th Open at St Andrews. He is at 17 under. His playing partner, Victor Hovland, has dropped one shot today. He is at 15 under. Thank you, Ron. So the leaders turn for the back nine and on the 10th, Matt Adams has his eyes on Cam Smith. From right front here at the par four 10th, Cam Smith with a great drive, just came up just below the putting surface, wedge in hand, flights this one down, a little spinny one coming in to the right towards the hole and it settles about eight inches away. So Cameron Smith, looking to make up for the lost opportunity at nine. He has that much left to get to 15 under. Yeah, he's showing a lot of resilience at the moment. I will quickly finish off the other names I haven't mentioned towards the bottom of the leaderboard. The players at two under par in tie, in a tie for 68th place, Hideki Matsuyama, Sergio Garcia, Christian Bezadenhut, Richard Mansell. Back quickly to Matt and uh, Ilzi. Yeah, so Cameron Young had an opportunity for birdie here. He drove the green at this par four, and from some 100 feet, he left it to, what would you give that, two feet left for Cameron Young, which he converted. So Cameron Young now gets it to 15 under par. We can report that Cameron Smith also converted what little he had left for his birdie attempt. So these two gents hanging in there, both now at 15 under. Thank you, guys. I promise you I'm going to finish this leaderboard. If it's the last thing I do, the players tied for 72nd at one under David Law and Kurt Kitayama. Tied for 74th, even par for their championship, Marcus Armitage and Justin De Los Santos. And then the players over par, Wyndham Clark, Adri Arnus, Aaron Jarvis, the amateur, all at plus one. Laurie Cantor 
two over today to finish at plus two. The English amateur Barclay Brown had a disappointing day today. He was plus three to finish at plus two. Sam Bairstow, the other amateur involved, terrific round, three under 69 today. He finishes at plus four. Sunjay Im at plus four. And finally, Jamie Rutherford, three over today to finish at plus eight. That's the bottom of the leaderboard. Back at the top, most importantly, of course, Rory McIlroy in a relatively commanding position at the moment with a two-shot lead over Cameron Smith, Cameron Young and Victor Hovland. As Sue mentioned, Dustin Johnson, although his putt has been ice cold for the majority of the afternoon, is still involved at 13 under. Jordan Spieth was on a roll, but he is 12 under through 13, so five off the lead with five to play. It is still anybody's Open Championship. We're so delighted that you're sharing it with us. We are broadcasting on the Open website and app Sirius XM in North America. TalkSport 2 in the United Kingdom and 80M in the local area. Ron and Matt. Yes, we're on the 10th now. We've just started the back nine, and Rory McIlroy has produced a monster drive. Yes, he did hit a very nice one. He was leaning a little bit right. I thought it was going to go to his famous bunker. It wasn't famous until yesterday, of course, when Rory <laughs> stepped in there and hold it. It took a horrific bounce for him, really. Very unlucky. Rory pitched it very close to where he would have been aiming, but it shot over to the right. Then it caught a big hump that sent it even further right, and then it ran down a little slope. He's about as far away as you could possibly get on one of these greens. It's Andrews it's pretty much a par three from over there Ron <laughs> he's actually on the eighth that bunker incidentally uh, as I understand it has been renamed the Southgate bunker for some reason or other yeah, I'm not too sure whether it's a good thing or a bad thing to have bunkers named after you. I have to play the Dunhill Links here every year. I don't want to have to go and visit my own bunker every year. Anyway, Victor Hovland, he didn't hit such a good shot, went out to the right, and he was a little bit lucky. It just sort of danced around one of these deep pot bunkers. Had it gone in there, it would have been really smelly, but it hopped around the edge of it. So he's going to be left with some sort of linksy pitch and run shot to this front flag location at 10. It's all starting to just warm up a little, maybe. Yeah, remember, we're on the back nine, we're on the 10th. This is where it all will happen. And we will follow the action every step of the way with Ron Jones and Matthew Southgate and with uh, Matty Adams and Paul Eels. We've got Sue Thurl and Sophie Walker still out and about. And Ramey Burns as well, as long as he's managed to extract himself from that bush that rather brought Adam Scott round to a juddering halt. Thanks for all your emails. I'm really quite apologetic because we've simply not had time to read any of them out of late for understandable reasons but we'd just love to know where you are what you're doing who you're cheering on Colin Shannon's been in touch from the Victoria National Golf Club he says I'm an assistant superintendent here I've been listening all week to the broadcast I'm listening right now while mowing the greens and checking the green speeds and he says I worked at Valhalla when Rory won his last major and sure would like to see him win another one go Rory, while well, he's going okay at the moment. Do keep those emails and tweets coming. Radio at theopen.com, perhaps towards the end of our broadcast later on today, we'll have a chance to go through a few more of them. Radio at theopen.com, and you can tweet us as well at the open with the hashtag open radio as we go back to Sue and Sophie for news of Fleetwood and DJ. Yes, but just down the side of the par four, 465 yard 13th green, we are separated from the putting surface by 
by a little bowl of gorse bushes. You wouldn't want to be in that. This is a hole that Tommy Fleetwood double bogeyed in the opening round and then parred ever since. And both of them are on the dance floor, aren't they? Yeah, it's proven a rather difficult hole. Players having to lay up short of a, a grass kind of walkway as we just hear him walking onto this green. So then it leaves you a longer shot in, like today's back right, so is far more accessible. So Tommy Fleetwood's got the best part of 50 feet and Dustin Johnson, unlucky with the second bounce, just didn't skip on. He's got just outside 20 feet here. But outside birdie chance, Sue. I just wonder how much they'll both reflect on that 10th green, a three-putt from both of them, when uh, an eagle was an outside opportunity, a birdie was absolutely on the cards for both, and they just couldn't find the cut, either of them. I think both of them have managed their emotions really well. DJ's known for that, but Tommy Fleetwood has, has done the same. I've looked over at his caddy, uh, Ian Finnis, and he put the flag in on the last hole as if to say, oh, when is this going to start changing? My man's playing some really good golf, and we're only a few under par. Over to you, Matt and Eelsey. Thank you very much, Sophie. Birdie putt on the way here at the par 3 11th from Cameron Young. Fires this one up the hill and just misses the hole from about 42 feet. So what left he has left there will keep him on the mark of 15 under par. And Cameron Smith hit a really pretty tee shot into this par 3 hole. It measures 184 yards today. The pin is cut only six feet from the right side. It really was Matt to strike it so well, get the ball perfect distance. Now he's got a left to right putt here from around about 15 feet or so. It's in the middle of the green, putting toward the right edge where the hole is. Away it goes, away it goes. Go on, go on. Yes! In it goes. Cameron Smith goes to 16 under par for the championship. Just one behind. Mm. Goodness me, I was just eating a bit of melon, enjoying Paul Eels' commentary, and uh, luckily, Ali Walker's alongside me, so while I swallow that melon, could you say something? Yep, let's get some emails out there. Thank you very, very much for getting in touch. Neil O'Leary, holidaying in Rhodes, Greece, would like to say hi to his best mate and cousin, Mark Donnelly, who's holidaying in Portugal. Lucky guys. Both really enjoying the open radio coverage. Thanks for getting in touch, Neil. We have Kimberly James listening from Annapolis, Maryland, as walking in a 5K fundraiser. Well done to you. Love you guys and your enthusiasm and good humour. Keep it coming. Go Rhodes. Rory, let's head out to Ron. Yes, and it is Rory, but he's got a massive putt. Remember, he drove the green, but it went way over towards the right uh, uh, and the eighth, which is shared with this tenth. And anyway, he sends this putt on its way. We reckon it's all of 120, maybe even 125. Look at this, look at this. This is close. Oh, my goodness me. Oh, my goodness. That almost went in. What a putt that was by Rory McIlroy. That was absolutely fantastic and it's a, a tap-in birdie. Oh, that was just incredible. He's, he's hit a putt from 125 feet and I cannot believe that I'm telling you all this. He's not even having to mark it. He's just going to walk up and tap this in, listen to the noise. Isn't that the most wonderful noise in sport, Ron? It certainly is. I thought Matt was going to take off then, I have to say. But what a putt. It's, it, it really is difficult to, to, to describe. I know it's our job to describe it. 
but that was just fantastic. So Rory McIlroy goes to 18 under par and extends his lead. Now Victor Hovland, who came up short with that effort. Yes, Victor Hovland had a very difficult chip. It was like chipping through a, a fairground fun, fun house. It rolled back, he's chipped it on now. Oh, it's just burnt past the flag. The, the, the third shot there from Victor Hovland was just as hard as his, as his second shot. It was just, it was all higgledy-piggledy, left and right, up and down slopes. He really didn't make a very good job of it. And he's now, he's now some 12 to 15 feet away just to save a par. Yeah, it's not uh, at the moment going well for Victor. He was one over for his front line, 37. So he's currently at 15 under, whereas Rory now is 18 under. And really, there's not a blemish as far as Rory is concerned, is there? No, no, he's, he, he has played like a true champion. And I don't want to speak too soon, but if he carries on in this way, he's, uh, he's going to be looking very good, I think, Ron. One thing that I've just noticed as well, just touching on the play, pace of play, there is a little bit of a gap that's opening up between the, the game in front of the two Camerons. Um, wouldn't be too surprised if Victor Hovland and Rory McIlroy find themselves addressed by a referee very, very soon, because they're just letting that game in front slide too far in front. Well, now then, Victor, who takes a fair time over his putts, it has to be said, and he now replaces his ball having been through part of his routine, but there's more to come, and I can assure you. And this is for par, so of course he's gonna take time over it, he's gonna take care. This is the Open Championship after all, and he is still in contention, albeit having fallen a little further back from his playing partner, Rory McIlroy. Steps in now, Victor Hovland of Norway, from around about 10, 12 feet for par. Forward it goes, and in it goes. Oh, brilliant putt. Brilliant putt from Victor Hovland. What a good save. So he stays at 15 under par, but more sig significantly with that birdie, Rory McIlroy goes to 18 under par and leads the Open by three shots. Yeah, well, that was a, a terrific par save from Victor Hovland, but it's just not happening for him at the moment. As Ron rightly said, it's Rory McIlroy in front by two from Cameron Smith. Cameron Young currently at 15 under par with Victor Hovland. Dustin Johnson back in fifth place at 13 under. Tom, Tommy Fleetwood, his playing partner at 12 under. The two men who had such terrific rounds earlier today, Kaiken Jana and Abraham Anser in the clubhouse, having both shot seven under par 65s there at 11 under Dean Burmester had a six under 66 today to finish at 11 under Bryson DeChambeau we've not really mentioned him he's having a very good day though five under par as he plays the 18th so he's in a tie for seventh at 11 under Tyrrell Hatton Brian Harmon, Jordan Spieth, Adam Scott and Matt Fitzpatrick are also at 11 under par. And then at 10 under, we've got Lucas Herbert, Sander Schofle, Anthony Quayle, Francesco Molinari, Trey Molinax, Kevin Kistner, Patrick Cantlay and Key, not Key Woo Sim, Si Woo Kim. It is day four. These names become harder and harder <laughs> for some reason. The emails are pouring in, Marcus, absolutely pouring in. Everybody getting caught up in the coverage 
Don and Judy Lindgren. They're driving 1,800 miles from South Florida to northern Minnesota over three days, loving the coverage. And they're saying, go Cam Smith. Well, Cam Smith is going for sure. Greg Redklin, where's he getting in touch from? Pinehurst, North Carolina, volunteering at the inaugural USGA Adaptive Golf Tournament. Well done, you. Appreciate the opportunity to listen, he says, to your excellent commentary on the final round of the Open. It should be one hell of a finish today. Can I say that? I think yeah. so. I think you can, yeah. Well, these emails are most appreciated, and we'll try and get through as many as uh, we can. Radio at theopen.com is our email address, radio at theopen.com. And you can tweet us as well, at the open, with the hashtag theopenradio. And don't forget, we're broadcasting in a variety of different ways on the Open website and app, on Sirius XM in North America, TalkSport 2 in the United Kingdom, and 87.9 FM in the local area. Ali Walker is alongside me, Marcus Buckland, in our studio which is so tantalizingly close to the first tee, but we're focusing on the action on the back nine, and we'll return to Paul Eels and Matt Adams. Where Cameron Young is tantalizingly close with his drive here at the par 4, 12 to the green. Yes, didn't quite just make it to the front edge, so he's going to pitch it now some 20 yards up onto the top of the yeah, green, yeah, and he doesn't yeah. just oh. hit it. No, no, there's a ridge there. It took a big bite out of the green on the second bounce, and it falls all the way back down toward the front of the green to leave him around about 60 feet or so for a birdie. Yeah, that was a big mistake there for Cameron Young. Okay, as we turn our sights to Cameron Smith, Smith and 16 under par, Young at 15 under par, so one, two shots, one, three shots behind. Opportunities lurking here at 12. Cameron Smith, that huge ridge that we were just describing that Cameron Young's ball failed to get over uh, is the fronting to the plateau part of this green. And so Cameron Smith has about 75 feet between him and where the hole is located. However, he's got that ridge that's going to want to push it down and to the right. Talk to us about strategy here. Well, yeah, the other thing there that Cameron Young had in his mind was that only well, three feet, four feet maximum beyond the flag, there's a, a slope down, so he could have easily gone off the back of the green. Now, this is what Cameron Smith has to be careful of, getting the weight right here. He's going to start this um, five or six paces left of the flag and let it camber round to the right. Pace all important. Eagle effort forthcoming from Cameron Smith up the ridge. It looks like he's judged it correctly, catches the slope on the other side. Come on. Come on, keep trickling towards the hole, okay. So he's got about nine feet left there, and what he has left here at 12 is for birdie for Cameron Smith. He's attempting to get it to 17 under par on the next effort before him, but before that, Ron, there will be a long one coming up from Cameron Young. Rory McElroy on the 11th, the par three 11th for birdie from round about 30, maybe 32 feet uphill to begin with, on its way, stays down on it, good putt, good putt, not quite, but another very safe par for Rory McIlroy, Matt. Yes, and when you've got a lead here at St Andrews, hole number 11 is definitely one that you just want to tick off the list, make your par, run to the 12th, he'll be over the moon if he can just tidy that one up. He has just put a marker on it, but I'm I'm pretty confident again that he's not too far away from the hole. Victor Hovland has hit a fabulous, fabulous shot in here. The 
putt on the significance of the putt that he hold for par on the last just to stay in touch with Rory was unbelievable effort and then he's followed it with a great iron shot he's left with about 20 foot for birdie pretty much straight up the hill it is indeed from the right from our right and he fires it up the hill towards the hole and oh again you can hear the applause a good putt not quite good enough to go in but a, a simple tap in for victor hovland for his par three he stays at 15 under still very much in this championship but now all the attention again is on rory mcelroy this is the final group of course so the grandstands are starting to empty they'll follow this group now right the way through to the end the crowds will just get bigger and bigger as we go along matt but rory with this putt for par yes and i've actually thought that rory bent his knees as if the first putt went by but he's still putting from the same direction sends it on his way pops it in gets a nice little reaction from the crowd he'll be over the moon with a three there so rory mcelroy with a par at the 11th he stays at 18 under par and he still leads the open championship that's the voice of Matthew Southgate, who came so close to qualifying for the Open this year. He's had two terrific finishes of his own in that championship. Back to Matt and Ilse. Cameron Smith, this is his second putt on the par for 12th hole, but this is for birdie. He drove the front of the green. Now around about six feet, this for his hat-trick of birdies on this inward stretch and in it goes in it goes from cameron smith he goes to 17 under par and he has one shot back three birdies in a row cameron smith is knocking on the door again that was the voice by the way of paul eels who's got an important day tomorrow because he'll be looking to qualify for the senior open which starts on Thursday at Glen Eagles. A 73 for Cameron Smith yesterday. He didn't do a lot wrong. Oh, but goodness me, the ifs and buts, and if that had just trickled in, if that one had stayed out, etc., etc. Every golfer says the same thing, of course. One of those golfers is Matt Collier, who's been in touch. He's listening. Now, he has the hardest job in the sport, Ali, because he's also a coach, and uh, he is responsible for coaching me. <laughs> which I think will send him to an early grave. There is a rumour that you're carrying um, Paulio's bag that when he's trying to qualify. Do you know, I said to Paul last night, I'd happily carry your bag, and he looked at me. <laughs> he just gave me the most withering look. I didn't even get an answer. He, he actually said, no, I'm having Alison Walker, and just oh, walked off. <laughs> I said I wasn't carrying all the clubs. He would have to get rid of a few. I think he'd rather carry it himself than have me, to be <laughs> honest. Let's go back to Matt and the aforementioned Eelsey. Cameron Young on the way. Oh, it just catches a piece and goes in. That's a par for Cameron Young. He stays at 15 as we go back to the 13th tee. So the situation ever-changing at the top of the leaderboard. For now, Rory McIlroy leading by one. He's at 18 under par. Cameron Smith at 17 under. Then a little gap of two to Cameron Young and Victor Hovland, both at 15 under par. Dustin Johnson is treading ground at the moment at 13 under. Brian Harmon is five under through 16 today to be at 12 under par. Tommy Fleetwood is at 12 under par. He's three under through 13. And I don't think realistically we can look any further back than that because of course their gap to the leader is six shots. A moment of 
quietness, so a couple of tweets and emails, yep, yep. perhaps. Thank you so much for getting in touch. Jay, who's on a train from Luxembourg to Paris, got a bit of a dodgy sing signal, but a great broadcast, he says. Go Rory. Joseph Lupo, I'm recovering from COVID, but listening to the open in bed, and it's making me feel so much better. Love the coverage, and go Cam Smith. Well, he is going. And actually, uh, Marcus, I was speaking to Laura Davis on the way in here, and she said, well, I think Rory's got it, but watch out for Cam Smith. That's my worry for Rory, is Cam Cam Smith. Another another tweet from Kirk Sherrill, listening from Garden City Beach. Um, the open radio saving my morning and my day. There's a bit of therapy here as well, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> it's great stuff. Thank you for all your messages and keep them coming. Yeah, please do keep them coming. You can email us radio at theopen.com, radio at theopen.com, as we go quickly to Harry and to Ramey. Thank you, Marcus. I'm on the uh, 15th hole here, and Jordan Spieth has got a probably about a six eight footer here for birdie. Unbelievable tee shot and a fantastic little punchy under the breeze wedge shot in here. He's eight foot, he's currently at 11 under par. Ball is in the way, is it going to drop? And it has dropped. And Jordan Speed gets a birdie in 15 and starts walking to the 16th tee, 12 under par, Marcus. Yeah, well, you can never take your eyes off Jordan Spieth. You don't know quite what he is going to do next. Uh, a big shout out to the, now let me get this right. Is, the Kasgar Golf Society, who raise money for the men's mental health charity, Calm. Great work, guys. Good luck with your upcoming golf days and the rest of the season. And a special mention to Derek Adams. No, Deke Adams. I need to put my glasses back on when I read these. Deke Adams and Kieran Petman. Ali. Yeah, much, much more coming in. Uh, Aaron Walker, a beautiful start to my day, he says, listening to a masterpiece of radio coverage of the Open while rolling greens at my club in northern Idaho. Go Rory, but we'd like to see a Cam Smith charge as well. Well, we are seeing it. We also have heard from Jasmine Jay, unable to stream the live video coverage of the action, but I'm sitting here in the office and very thankful for Open Radio as saving my grace for play-by-play -play calls and for the shop view tracker on the open website love both rory and victor but today i'm rooting for the norwegian cowboy oh have we heard him called that victor hovland well i guess he can be called the cowboy uh, he'll take anything if he can also take home the claret jug the person taking over the silver medal for top amateur filippo celli uh, a little earlier he finished one under today, five under for the championship, comfortably clear in the end of Aaron Jarvis, who was plus one today to finish at plus one. Barkley Brown, the English amateur, was plus three today to finish at plus two. And Sam Bairstow, who didn't have a great day yesterday, hit back in style today, a three under 69. He finished at plus four. But congratulations to 21-year-old Filippo Celli of Italy, who is the silver medal winner and of course you get that for being the highest placed amateur now there's a clench of the fist from bryson dechambeau who has just finished with a final round of 66 to be at 12 under par so he was under the spotlight never really in contention i saw him working on the putting green for about an hour and 45 minutes on friday evening and his hard work has paid off so that's a a very satisfactory week for a man who's rarely out of the headlines. Five under, which uh, means at the moment he is in a tie for ninth place. And he might well move up the leaderboard. Meanwhile, 
more emails. Stephen St. Louis here, loving the broadcast. Thank you. Looking forward to my Scotland golf trip in July 2023. And you forget this is the most enormous PR exercise for Scotland and the Open. And uh, it's great to get it on show to the world. Let's head back out to the course to Sophie and Sue. Lovely. Thank you very much. Yes, we're just having a chat about Dustin Johnson because he gave it the heave-ho with his second shot. And it actually found a bunker short of the green. So he's chipped it up and now he's got a putt up the slope, Sophie, for a birdie. A long birdie put up and over, but the significance to this is they have to welly a three-wood to get onto this green, and there's a couple of bunkers now in play. This par five, easily reachable, is going to take two very big hits to get there. As DJ looks to be just tapping in for his par five. Tommy Fleetwood, though, swung out of his boots with all five foot eight of himself <laughs> nine stone wet through and he's got on the green he's got a great look at eagle coming up as she would say sophie he indeed wellied it off the fairway because we were talking about the wind and the way it's turned around and now they're playing into the wind and the impact that has on your club selection absolutely so if it was downwind and now it's into wind that's 180 degrees difference here so you're looking at maybe a four club change on what it's been like over the past few days as I say Tommy thumped a three wood sent it straight at the flag it was an absolute beauty and he's got 25 feet left here for Eagle the ball is rolling it's breaking from right to left and inches away as he put his hands over his head looks over at his caddy it will be the most easiest of birdies, and this is how you play the 13th, 14th hole, sorry. So Tommy Fleetwood picks up another shot. He is four under now for his round today, 13 under for this Open Championship, joining DJ on that mark. They are still in with a squeak because you never know what can happen on the back nine at St Andrews, Marcus uh, and Ali. Yep, absolutely right, Sue. Thank you very much, and Sophie as well. And I realise I did Bryson DeChambeau a disservice because that birdie on the 18th meant he finished with a 6 under 66 today to go to 12 under par. My scoreboard hadn't updated, so currently he's in a tie for sixth place. DeChambeau racing up the field, but uh, as Sue and Sophie both said just then who knows what is going to happen on the back nine here at St Andrews over the next couple of hours or so we'll go back to Ron and to Matthew yes because we are now on the 12th and we've just seen a wonderful approach shot by Victor Hovland who had sent his tee shot just short of the green but played a lovely little pitch and run to no more than oh, a couple two or three feet in the meantime Rory McIlroy also played his approach shot from the right-hand side short, and he too now has a birdie putt, but it's a little longer, Matt. Yes, Rory, about eight, nine feet. Incredible sight that we've got here from the back of the 12th green. The crowd have come down the fairway, and there's it's like an army short of the green. Rory sends it on its way. No, he didn't like it from the off. But the sight that I was trying to explain there, it looks like a river that's burst its banks. There are people everywhere around this green. The, the marshals are trying their very, very hardest to keep some order down there, but everybody's so excited. It's just hard to contain yourself. Rory clears up from a foot. So a par for Rory McIlroy at the 12th keeps him at 18 under par. Victor Hovland with a chance to get one back on his playing partner. And as Ron said before, he's only a matter of three or four feet away. Great effort by... Victor, he hasn't yet had a birdie all day. 
It's uh, just the one bogey which occurred on the fourth, which has sent him one stroke back from where he started this morning, level with Rory, remember. Both of them were joint leaders at 16 under. Hovland now at 15 under. Rory picked up two shots at 18. Hovland with this short putt for birdie. Rolls it forward and in it goes, his first birdie of the day. So Victor Hovland goes back to 16 under, which is where he started earlier this afternoon. And that'll get him going a little, I would think. But remember, our leader is still Rory McIlroy at 18 under. Oh, this is bubbling up beautifully. We didn't know what to expect. Would it be a two-horse race? Would a whole host of contenders suddenly emerge at the last minute? Well, it looks like being the latter at the moment. But Rory McIlroy in front. Cam Smith showing no signs of going away. Victor Hovland coming back to life. Cameron Young still in the mix. Tommy Fleetwood having a fantastic day. Dustin Johnson again almost seeming to do nothing and yet still within touching distance. And Bryson DeChambeau, that six under obviously is not going to win him the Open, but a top ten finish is a possibility. Let's go back to Ramey. Here's Jordan Spieth here with a second shot into the 16th hole from the left rough. And he's just crawling onto the front of the green, nearly up the slope, but he's rolling back down. So he'll have a pretty difficult uh, birdie putt coming up here, Marcus. Thank you very much, uh, Jordan Spieth. Yeah, it's been an interesting round, a typical round from Jordan Spieth. Par, birdie, birdie, par, birdie par birdie then he bogeyed the eighth which just well, it didn't derail him but it uh, held him up a bit he, he a bit he parred the ninth and then when he birdied the tenth we thought here we go but par 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 and then bogey very costly bogey at the par 5 14th he bounced back with a birdie after that so another eventful day for Jordan Spieth he always seems to be there or thereabouts when it comes to an open championship and he at the moment is at 12 under par any more emails of yep, pouring in I just don't know whether we've got time to read them all out before we have to get back to the action but anyway we have had an email from the Sahara Desert really the Sahara Andy Lunn <laughs> sent us a message great radio thank you it makes my time fly at work fly at work in the desert in enjoying every moment, even the weakest links quiz, which we won, my team won. Yeah, right. Thank you for putting a smile on my face, he says. Good on you, <laughs> we love that. My family of five completed our bucket list trip to Ireland, England and Scotland, says Ed McKinney. We had a great time in St Andrews on Friday. See attached photos, well, they look amazing. Thank you for sending them on. Now listening while we're getting ready for church. I may have to listen during the worship. That's Ed from Greensboro, North Carolina. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I think she's she's allowed to do that just this once. It is the final round <laughs> of the Open, and uh, Rory McIlroy is on the 13th tee. We'll go back to Matt and Ilsey. Thank you very much. Big putt here at the 13th green, Marcus, because Cameron Smith on 17 under par from 184 yards into this incredibly unique par 4 13th. Hit a brilliant shot here, Paul. He's got about 19 feet to go for birdie. Yes, he did, Matty, as he's been doing all week. Right number, right distance, just a little left. We're giving this 12 feet, Matty. This for birdie, this to tie the lead. Settling over this one. I love the way he looks down the line long, brings his head back and fires. Putt is on its way and drops! 
Cameron Smith goes to 18 under par, and that is a roar that will be heard all the way back to the team. Four birdies in a row from Cameron Smith. What an extraordinary couple of days he's had. Couldn't be stopped on Friday. Nothing worked for him yesterday. He is right back in business now, and Rory would have heard the roar. It's all part of the, the joy, the excitement, the concern. If you're in another part of the course, you're in contention, and you're thinking, I wonder what that's all about. It can't be good news. Right, back to Matt and Eelsie. Let's see if uh, the other Cameron can stay in the party. Yeah, the other Cameron is Cameron Young and he's only six feet away. His shot coming in from 176 yards on approach at this par four. What action we are seeing. These two guys are putting up a fight. Cameron Young to go to four under on the day and the 16 under for the championship. Settles, fires, and it's in. He goes to 16 under par. You'll see, we got a fight going on here. Exciting stuff. Let's go to the par five. Oh, this is exciting to say, uh, the very least. A lot of you are asking what happens um, if uh, we have a tie. Well, of course, we'll have a four-hole playoff. They will play one, two, 17, and 18. And if the issue still hasn't been decided at that point, they'll keep playing the magical 18th until we get a winner. And the way the leaderboard is just bunching up at the moment, you certainly wouldn't be surprised if we did have a, a four-hole playoff. So for the moment, it is Cameron Smith and Rory McIlroy, the joint leaders, both at 18 under par. Victor Hovland at 16 under. Cameron Young is 15 under. You'd think it's one of those four, although Tommy Fleetwood is still in the midst of a terrific round himself. Four under through 14 to be 13 under par. Dustin Johnson, three under through 14 to be at 13 under as well. We know that Bryson DeChambeau has finished with a six under 66 to be at 12 under par and in a tie for seventh place. Ali. Dave from Cape Coral, Florida says, every year I think, wow, best coverage ever. Couldn't be better, but every year you guys outdo yourselves. Again this year as well. Feels like I'm right there everywhere on the grand old course. Thank you so much. I will say this, this year, the comedy has been wonderful. <laughs> what an afternoon we're in for. And he, David Lowe, feels a playoff is coming. Just to, just to give you the heads up, a playoff he feels is coming. And looking at that leaderboard, we would not be surprised the way everyone is playing and picking up shots everywhere. Todd Hall on a five-hour drive from Minneapolis to Superior National Golf Course in Lutzen. And your wonderful broadcast is making my trip so memorable. Thank you so much. It's really lovely to hear from everyone about our coverage. Enjoying the open as I drive around delivering breakfast to hungry people, says Jeff Hodgkins. Well done you Jeff it's an award-winning broadcast thank you so much he says absolutely and going back to that earlier email we should stress that some of the comedy is intentional <laughs> not all of it but some of it most certainly is a couple of stats for you bearing in mind the fact that at the moment we've got Cameron Smith and Rory McIlroy at 18 under par the Lowest winning score here at St Andrews in a major is 19 under. That was Tiger Woods back in 2000. And my esteemed leader, Lord Tebster, has, I think, just told me that the lowest ever winning margin at an Open was 20 under from he Henrik Stenson back in 2016. So we've definitely 
got the possibility of a record low score. And as a couple of those correspondents were saying, every chance that we will go beyond the regulation 72 holes as we see Cam Smith at the 14th. His tee shot, this is the 604 yard par 5 14th. Big roar as he lets it fly. It's avoided a couple of the bunkers on the left-hand side. It's meandering down. It doesn't appear to be getting into any trouble whatsoever. That looks nigh on perfect for Cam Smith who has reportedly said that if he wins the Open, he will cut off the famous mullet. And we have Dustin Johnson as well on 13 under on the 15th with his second shot. Oh, that's a good one. And that's a beauty within about oh, five, five feet or so of the pin. A real chance there to pick up another shot for Dustin Johnson. Yeah, that's an absolute beauty, and we'll go down to Sue and Sophie when the putts are taken there. But in the meantime, we need to go back to Ron and to Matthew in a, a spot of bother, I think, for Victor Hovland. Yes, there has been a bit, a bit of uh, bo uh, bother. Uh, Matt, I think you can tell, bring us up to date. Yes, Victor Hovland's drive caught the cavernous bunker in the middle of the fairway. All he could do was hack out sideways, and now his approach shot is on the way to the green. It's his third shot. It's landing a pretty good distance. It releases really nicely down the green. It's a great recovery shot from Victor Hovland. He really has played a good shot there, but he's still going to be walking up to this very difficult green. To, to come to a 15-foot par putt, which leaves the stage clear for Rory McIlroy. And for the first time in a long time, he's been, he's been caught by the chasing pack. He's got 166 yards left into this 13th hole. The breeze is slightly into and out of the left-hand side. It was a wonderful tee shot from Rory. He didn't hang back. He sends this one on its way. The strike sounded as pure as it gets. I'm trying to pick it up with my eyes. It's landed safely in the middle of the green. Rory taking no chances to this bit of a sucker flag over to the right-hand side. He's going to have 45 feet upcoming in a minute for his birdie. And remember, uh, Rory has played two shots. Victor Hovland, three. Cameron Young, tee shot on the 14th. Oh, that looks perfect. Yeah, it lands, it bounds on. He's going to be in good shape. Both the Camerons in good shape off the tee on 14. I know that some of you like to find out exactly who's going to finish in the top 10 or the top 20. We've mentioned most of those names down to Bryson DeChambeau. Brian Harmon currently in a tie for seventh with Jordan Spieth as well. Uh, Kai Kanjana and Abraham Anser, who both had those terrific rounds. Those seven under par 65s remain in a tie for 10th place at the moment with Dean Burmester of South Africa, who shot a six under 66 today. Tyrrell Hatton was really on fire again early in his round. He eventually shot a four under par 68. So he's also tied for 10th along with Patrick Cantlay and Adam Scott with three holes to play is currently in a tie for 10th at 11 under as well as we go back to Sue and Sophie. And that is the noise of the crowd clapping Dustin Johnson's birdie put on 15. A swing in eight footer and it gets him to minus 14. Four birdies for DJ today. 
Yeah, well, we keep mentioning that DJ goes along without anybody paying too much attention to him. If his putter had been a little hotter, he would have been right in the mix. Uh, so Patrick Cantley, I was mentioning, and Tyrrell Hatton, and Adam Scott, who was going great guns until he lost his ball in a bush. He's got three to play. He's two under for his round so far today. And in a tie for 16th place, we've got Lucas Herbert, Xander Schofle, Anthony Quayle, Francesco Molinari, Matt Fitzpatrick, and Si Woo Kim. They are all top 16 positioned at the moment. As we go back to Ron and Matt. Yes, and we are on the 13th, par four, 465 yards on the card. And Rory has played a very safe shot for his second shot into the green. There's a, the, the pin is cut over on the right. And as Matt was saying earlier, it's a little bit of a sucker pin. Rory taking no chances at all. Remember, he and Cam Smith are now level at the top of the leaderboard at 18 under par. But what's he got here, Matt? Well, this putt's absolutely dead flat. It's, I got right down on my haunches to try to see whether there was any break around the hole, but I couldn't see a thing. Just go right at it, Rory, and just match it up with perfect speed. It's around about 45 feet. Really gives it a wrap. Now then, down it goes towards the pin. It's lovely pace. It's in. It's in. No! Just pulled up on the lip. Rory can't believe it. He did a complete pivot. But listen to the applause for that. What a wonderful piece. Well, it was just everything but perfect, wasn't it, Ron? It just, it needed to go two more dimples, not even two rolls. The easiest of kicking fours, though. And again, another one of these holes that when you're right up there, you're quite happy to take a four and move on, which clears the way now for Victor Hovland, who's very, very in-depth reading this par putt now from 15 odd feet having gone in the bunker from the tee it's going to be very difficult to get any any sort of break read using the aim point on here it's it's so so flat i think you've just you've just got to trust it set the line on the ball right in the heart of the hole and send it on its way hope for the best it's still very very calm occasional little gust of wind but nothing to speak of flags are flat as Victor Hovland comes in behind this one. Two practice putts, three practice putts, four practice putts, then settles his feet. It's his head still. This important for him, 16 under currently, but this is for par. Here it goes, a little bend of the knees. It's a good putt, but it stays above ground. And that's a drop shot again for Victor Hovland, his second bogey of the day. He's just had the one, uh, one birdie on the previous hole, and he's giving this enough attention. He'll make sure, well, he needs to make sure that it is just the bogey, and still he goes through his routine. Yes, I think that one actually crept a good few feet past, and one additional challenge to Victor Hovland here is that the grandstand right behind him has turned into a big evacuation, and all of the hundreds, maybe thousands of spectators that are walking to the right-hand side of the fifth. No one seems to be stopping moving, so he's going to really have to focus on this one. Don't, don't, lose your, don't lose your concentration here, Victor. No, well, he's given it all his concentration. And 
in it goes. So just the one drop shot for Victor Hovland. He goes back to 15 under. But Matt has highlighted something. And Matt, this could now well be a problem for the remaining holes, is the movement of the crowd. Oh, there's just there's thousands and thousands of people. There's a, there's a little bit of a dirt track to the right hand side of the of the fifth green and as these thousands of people are walking over that it's creating like a sandstorm off the path it really is amazing from where we're standing we have a, a, a wonderful viewpoint back towards the historic town of St Andrews and there are just thousands of people heading that way of course they'll stop along the way to watch some of the golf on the way back there but this is this is really really special and just what the 150th Open Championship deserves. So my reminder, Rory McIlroy, uh, as we go to the 14th, is at 18 under. He is currently level at the top of the leaderboard with Cam Smith, who's also on 18 under. Great stuff. Thank you, Ron. And uh, thank you, Matthew. News of an, another Irishman. Shane Lowry has just birdied the 18th, which means that he has shot a two under 70 today. He is at nine under par for the championship, which is currently a tie for 22nd place. And if you're wondering why we haven't mentioned Scotty Scheffler's name very much today, well, that is because somewhat surprisingly, the world's number one golfer is two over for his round today after 14 holes, which means he has dropped back to nine under par. And I should mention Tony Finau, who had a terrific round today. He shot a six under 66 to finish at eight under par. The same score as Corey Connors, Harold Varner III, Will Zalatoris, and Dylan Fratelli. Some more emails, yep. Hi there from St. Louis, says uh, Kristen. Been listening to your radio coverage the last few days and it's so much fun. Victor lived here in St. Louis as a kid, as his dad worked here for some years. And it was here he started to play golf that changed his direction in life. As a Norwegian, I'm hoping Victor will be the champion. Well, I'm sorry, Kristen, he's had a little bit of a blip. Let's hope from his point of view that he bounces back. OK, we need some more cam updates from Matt and Eelsey. Yeah, Cameron Smith this time, the Australian. 604-yard par 5 into the wind. And Cameron Smith is over the green in two. We'll call it some 90 feet away. He has a big swell to rise up and then to the flat of the green, a gentle slope up from there. He settles over this one. His blonde locks gently billowing behind him under a white cap. It is on its way up over the slope onto the flat, looking for it to move left. There it goes, there it goes, there it goes. Get close, well done. Excellent effort for Cameron Smith. The tap in that's left there would carry him to 19 under par and at least for the duration of this 14th hole because Rory McIlroy is on the tee behind us, Cameron Smith will be leading this 150th open. Birdie putt deposited, Smith moves to 19 under. Yeah, that's a significant moment. Rory McIlroy has done nothing wrong, of course, but Cameron Smith has, uh, well, he's been on fire since the turn. Five successive birdies for the Australian. Back to Matty Nielsey, Cameron Young now. Just a little pitch from the front left-hand side and he's played that beautifully, Cameron Young. And he'll have around about three feet to go, to go to 17 under. And that would be his third birdie in this homeward stretch. But Cameron Smith at the moment, Maddie, he's just on 
fire. It is interesting because before today's leaders teed off, before the leaders teed off today, I should say, that we were talking about what would someone need to do, and pretty much the consensus was you're talking about six, seven, or eight under par in order to have a chance, and you needed a little help from the top. Well, Rory McIlroy is two under today, two under. However, Cameron Smith is seven under. He has now just eclipsed him. He stands atop the leaderboard alone at 19 under par. Now, granted, Rory is playing this hole behind us, and it is a par five, so it's likely averages would suggest that he's going to at least birdie this hole. But, man, it speaks to how competitive this has all been. Okay, what of Cameron Young and what he has left here? Yeah, he's just tidying up after that beautiful little pitch shot from the front left of this par five. This for a birdie four. This would take him to 17 under on its way, and it's in. So the two Camerons head back to the 15th. Cameron Smith, 19 under, leading the way. Really impressed with Cameron Young because he bogeyed the first hole today. You thought, hmm, he might slip away. He's shown terrific resilience. Now we've got to go to the 17th, the road hole. And I think Jordan Spieth's in a bit of trouble on the road. Ramey. Yes, he's on the road there. Unfortunately, he just hit, hit it right in the middle of the green and just ran over. He has putted from the road up over the slope, just off the sort of down slope off the road hole bunker. And he's got about a probably around eight feet here for a par here. He's currently 12 under par as he marks his ball. And he got a great reception, Harry, when he walked onto the 17th green. Yeah, he sure did. This grandstand on the right-hand side of 17, the whole way down 18, all behind the road, uh, all behind the wall on the road here on the right-hand 17, absolutely packed. Even the grandstand at the back of the first green is packed. Jordan Speed settles in over this putt from 8 feet to save his power on 17. It's on its way, and he holds it. He holds it, and he gestures to the crowd. He enjoyed that one. Good up and down from the road for Jordan Speed. That keeps him at minus 12. Ah. Uh. You love him. I love him because you don't know what he's going to do. He gets himself into trouble. More often than not, Ali, he gets himself out of trouble. Yeah, and we've had the privilege of being able to see that putt up the green at that hole by Spieth, and he did really well. That's, well, there's so many of players have come croppers at that hole, so well done to him. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, those uh, wonderful Irish voices belong to Remy Burns and to Harry Ewing, and he will be at the Evian next week on the bag of Amanda Doherty. So do cheer her on. Watch out for Harry. Of course, there's a, a lot of terrific golf to come after this, which is good because otherwise you have a bit of a hangover on a Monday morning, don't you think? Oh, no, that's the, that's the last men's major of the year, but the senior open next week. We've got the Evian. There's another women's major just a week or two after that. Let's go back to Ron and Matt. Yes, we're on the 14th, the par five, the last of the par fives. There are only two of them, of course. Now then, Matt, Victor Hovland. Yeah, 276 yards in from Victor. Cries of four from the crowd. No big problem as I as far as I can see he's missed it out towards the members tee on the 15th but back in the fairway Rory McIlroy's hit a stunning tee shot he's just walking into his shot now just have to speak a little quietly because right behind me Cameron Young's about to let rip off the 15th tee Rory's got 266 yards left in here like I said it was a perfect tee shot slightly into the wind here but he doesn't need to pitch this all the way up to the flag so 266 yards is is the finishing total and it will land short and scamper up 
He's just about ready to go now. You can, Cameron's hit now, so I can talk normally. <laughs> Rory sends this straight at me. I hope that's drawing. Trying to pick it up with my eyes in the air. He's leaning out to the right. It catches the bank at the front. Go left ball, go left ball. Oh, and it hasn't got the speed to get up. It comes back down. Keep coming then, get on the flat. Keep coming, keep coming. Come on, <laughs> come on, come on, keep coming. He's right in the middle of the fairway in the throat of this green. He's got to have a treacherous putt up this slope, but it's not it's not as difficult as Victor Hovland's chip's going to be. You'll have to come back to us. It's all starting to get exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Matthew's got a dog. Because if he has, that's exactly how he would talk to it. But the ball was doing what he wanted it to do. <laughs> as Tommy Fleetwood, well, we know that Sue and Sophie are watching him. Let's go. He's, I think he's just missed a birdie chance, has he? Hello, Sue. Yes, he certainly has. Yeah, he and Dustin Johnson had birdie opportunities. Tee to green, they've both played really well today. And there have been no blemishes from either of them heading down to the 17th tee. But on the 16th green, Sophie, it was rather summed up by the putter just not quite delivering, delivering the finishing flourish. It's catching, isn't it? Tommy Fleetwood missed his birdie put from 15 feet left to right. Dustin Johnson from the other side, 15 feet right to left. Both of them missing, both of them walking off the green, looking at each other, thinking, if I'd have held some putts today, I could have put some pressures on, pressure on these leaders. But they haven't, and there are still a fair few holes back, uh, shots back, sorry. Yes, they are. On the 17th tee box, we can see them away in the distance because we were traipsing down the uh, side of the 17th fairway. But DJ still 14 under with two to play and Tommy Fleetwood 13 under with two to play, Marcus. And Sue, have you sorted your clothes out? I have to say, the sweaters were off for all of about 10 minutes. I mean, I'm not joking. The minute we took our jumpers off, the wind got up. To a, I might say, as well, a faint ripple of applause from the grandstand, I think we can say so for, for both of us. But um, yes, it, immediately the wind got up and uh, it was time to pop them straight back on. And now we are toasty. Thank you very much for asking. Oh, we care. We, we care about all our team. And uh, Brian Harmon will care that he has just birdied the 18th. He's had a terrific round today. Has Brian Harmon a 66 and he finishes at 13 under par which for the moment at least is a tie for sixth place. So congratulations to him. A reminder of the situation at the top of the leaderboard. Cameron Smith out in front now by one. He is 19 under, having played 14 holes. Rory McIlroy, one back, 18 under after 13. Then we find Cameron Young, 17 under after 14 holes. Two back to Victor Hovland, who is at 15 under. One over for his round today as we go back to Ron and Matthew. Yes, and uh, the man you're talking about, Victor Hovland, is eyeing up what he has on the 14th. Remember, this is a par five, only two par fives. This is the second of them at uh, St Andrews at the, on the old course. And what's he got, Matt? Well, he's faced with an extremely difficult shot here. The, the pin is cut so tight to this massive slope at the front of the green. The only way that Victor can get this shot to end up close to the hole is to run the risk of actually chipping it off the front of the green so I wouldn't be surprised if he just tries to be sensible and get this to maybe 10 feet right of the flag. Well he's just about ready now we can only see him from the knees up plays his shot comes off the bank on the left hand side comes sweeping down to the right it's about pin high so in terms of distance he's done well 
but he's still got a, a lot of work to do, though it will, of course, be a birdie putt because it's a par five. Yes, it's a sort of chip shot that if you're just out one evening playing with your mates, you might try and throw it onto the green and get clever with some spin, but I mean, there's a time and a place for that, and he, he's played that exactly the way that I thought he would. Just be sensible and give yourself a birdie putt. Now, back at the front of the green, Rory's done all of his examinations of this part and it really is tough. I can't stress that enough. He's coming up such a steep bank and as it gets to the top of the bank, it's going to really throw the ball to the left-hand side, big right to left. As it then comes over, it will gather speed, speed being the key here. But Rory's got to be careful not to let this one come back to his feet. It's his third shot, remember, on this part five. Here it comes. And up onto the green it comes, down towards the pin, it's got a bit of pace, and to the right of the pin as well, so he's got about a 14-footer. Yes, and again, just a safe play from Rory, a time and a place for trying to be flash. Again, this is neither, so he just safely got that one up onto the, the flat of the green. No point seeing that one come back. We saw Dustin Johnson here put it into the bunker yesterday, so extremely tough when you've got major champions missing the green with putters. Um, but Rory wasting no time here. He's straight into his job of reading the next putt. Harry Diamond just cleaning the ball, giving it back to Rory, pops it down, picks up his marker, and he's just he's just going to prowl around the hole like one of his greats. Tiger Woods done for years. We saw him in positions like this time and time again, and he, he always had that that knack, Ron, of finding a way to somehow hold these putts and. The sea of people that are around this green, really, it is quite breathtaking. I really, really hope for Rory that he can just produce a bit of magic right here, right now. Yep, well said. He's one behind now, of course. Cameron Smith, the leader, at 19 under. McElroy, 18 under. Cameron Young, 17 under. Victor Hovland, 15 under. As Rory steps in to this birdie putt, pauses a moment, wipes away something just in front of the ball, and goes back to his routine. Starts all over again, crouches down behind the ball. So important that he keeps to his routine a couple of little tentative sort of putts as he's standing there practice spots and he comes in behind the ball settles his putter behind the ball feet still away it goes and oh my goodness me just flicked literally flicked the side of the hole oh it's just agonizingly close from rory the only thing that maybe he'd like to go back and do again on this par 514 is hit that second shot and just get it past the flag but the way he lent after he'd hit the shot did indicate that he wasn't overly happy with the start line or the strike but Rory now is you can see that he's feeling it his head's just dropped down in focus and I'd love to know what's going through that young man's head right now is he just gonna fight scrap and battle to try and get this fifth major title that he so dearly wants Matt, he'll know what the situation is now. Will he have had a little glance at a, a scoreboard? Yes, I think he would glance at the scoreboard and uh, certainly getting an indication out of the crowd. There's a lot of Australians here that are, you know, hooping and hollering for their man, Cameron Smith. They really want him to 
to win this. So Rory should be completely aware of the situation. Now, Victor Hovland just going through his putting routine. He really needs to start getting into this Open Championship. He's running out of holes desperately as he's still a few behind the chasing, the, the leaders, sorry. And he's just about to send this one on its way. Yeah, just the one birdie so far today. That looks a good putt, though. Again, little bend of the knees. Close enough, but not, well, not absolutely close enough because it hasn't gone in. But it is a tap-in. So on the par fives, it is both pars for both of them. Let's go to Matt. Thank you very much, Ron. Up in front of you here at the green at the 15th. 35 feet in front of Cameron Smith for birdie. His drive found the deep rough on the right, and from there he had a really nice shot to the front third of this green, sending his putt on its way, moving sharply from left to right as it comes down the slope of the green. And this one will settle before the hole, so Cameron Smith will need to finish that one from about three feet to remain on 19 under par. Meanwhile, Paul Eels, Cameron Young, hit a beautiful second shot. First of all, it was a beautiful drive in fairness. It split the fairway in two. Short order from there, and he has put this one close. Yeah, like you were saying, he absolutely smashed it down. In fact, he nearly ran into a fairway bunker, but fortunately for him, just 81 yards plus the 23. 104 he had and hit a wonderful sand wedge in there and unfortunately just for him it backed up a couple of feet so he's now got six feet for his eighth birdie of the round this would take him to 18 under one behind it's going to be some left to right in this cameron young on its way break 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 oh he's just kept it on the high side and it's an inch away taps in he will stay at 17 under okay 17 under for cameron young that one was painful to watch but now we turn our sights to cameron smith who you recall had a 35 foot putt for birdie here at 15 which, as I mentioned to you, was from an excellent position because his tee shot was very dangerous. You know the rule here at the old course. Go left, go left, go left. It's where the safety is. Well, he went right. And not only was he in the deep fescue on that right side, it wasn't, it wasn't unplayable or anything of that nature, but it was over there in it. Uh, but that's also on the side where he easily could have hit it into deep, deep trouble otherwise and had to have reteed. So from 35 feet, he's left his birdie putt about three feet away. Cameron Smith has this left for par to remain at 19 under. He's done it. Smith remains seven under on the day, 19 under for the 150th Open. Meanwhile, Cameron Young is five under today. He is 17 under par. Oh, this is magnificent. It's everything we hope for and more. The 150th Open Championship bubbling up in quite spectacular fashion. A reminder that if we don't have a winner after 18 holes, there will be a four-hole playoff. They would play 1, 2, 17 and 18. And if there was still no winner, they would carry on playing 18 until such a time as there was a winner. As we watch Dustin Johnson play a less than convincing second shot at the 17th. Oh, goodness me, that's left him with a, a Yeah, and he's had a bit third. of a surge as well. He's 14 under with a couple of holes to go, and we want to get to maybe get even one one more shot to, to get up that uh, 
not not he's going to contend now but uh, up that leaderboard a couple of other emails marcus if we have time uh, hi this is jj me and my two brothers are listening to open radio while practicing on our home course in the south of sweden golf club barsabak we love your broadcast we're cheering for rory and victor thank you for your great entertainment in blue heaven chapel hill north carolina says wayne house my son asked me to grab his club and hit some balls at the local elementary field we are hitting and listening it is the greatest game isn't it well it is whether it goes right or wrong it is still the greatest game and we're seeing all sorts out in the course at the moment yes we are we've just seen tommy Fleetwood with his second to the 17th that has gone beyond the green i don't think we're going to get anything sensible out of sue and sophie anymore because they've they've, they've just posted a picture they've made some friends somewhere on the 17th uh, and they're drinking a glass of champagne which is most unprofessional we'll have to have the leader lord tebster have a word with them so we may have to explain what happens to fleetwood and johnson for the remainder of their round cameron smith now tee shot at the 16th 421 yard par four he's our leader on 19 under par and he has sent that one firing down the fairway again he has not put a foot wrong of late oh it just bobbles and trickles a little further where's it going to end up well that's okay that looks like a, a reasonably friendly lie let's go to matt and ilsey they're closer to the action than us yeah it is fine it did not reach the uh, fescue on the left side of this hole so very good shape there paul as we look back at the tee Yes, out of bounds all the way down the right-hand side. The difficulty for the players here if they bail out left is getting to access to this pin that's tucked behind the bunker. First things first, get the driver down there. It's away and I just can't see it at the moment. Matt? Yeah, look, I think he just caught the fescue on the left side, but very safely played. Uh, although I do question, uh, Paul, based upon what you just described, how what kind of angle does that leave him? It's not the best angle, but this is definitely not a pin to mess around with here on the 16th, but we'll come to that in a moment as we hand back to you, Marcus. Thank you, Wheelsy, and I wish to correct myself. I am reliably informed that the two drinks that uh, our reporters on the 17th were enjoying were raspberry cordials very cordially given to them by a couple of fans over by the, uh, the hotel on the 17th. So they are still functioning. We'll hear from them shortly, but first we'll hear from Ron and from Matthew. Yes, Victor Hovland about to hit his second shot off the bank of an upslope on 15. And he doesn't like it. It was a very awkward shot. It's done, it's done okay. I was scared there that it might find the front left bunker. A very, very awkward life for Victor Hovland. His ball sort of ran up the bank, tried to roll back down. It didn't roll back down. He had a pretty awkward lie. He's now left with an awkward putt, but he is on the green. Rory McIlroy, exactly the same tee shot. Maybe a few yards further to the left, but exactly the same yardage coming in. Not quite as awkward for Rory. I'd imagine he's going to send this right up into the stratosphere, Ron, try and get it as, to land as softly as he possibly can. The pin's just at the bottom of almost a, a ramp shape in the in in the middle of the green that takes it down towards the flag he's just about to go rips it up in the air trying to pick it up with my eyes rory staring at it anxiously oh it's just carried the bunker at the front left of the green hops forwards and up through a little swale onto exactly the same line as victor hovland but a good eight nine feet closer He's getting all the encouragement in the world, Ron. You'll have to come back to us very shortly, but they've both got distance birdie putts here on 15. 
Thank you, Matthew. It is worth constantly updating the leaderboard as you join us at various times from all around the world. We are delighted to have your company on the open radio. I'm Marcus Buckland. Ali Walker's next to me. Cameron Smith is our leader at the moment. 19 under par through 15. One clear of Rory McIlroy, who's a hole back. Then we've got Cameron Young at 17. Victor Hovland at 15 under. DJ is 14 under playing at the 17th. We'll get more on that in just a moment. Terrific round from Brian Harmon. Six under today a six under 66 so he's tied for sixth at 13 under par with Tommy Fleetwood at the moment Bryson DeChambeau also shot a 66 today to finish at 12 under the same score as Patrick Cantlay and Jordan Smith and then at 11 under Kaikanjana, Anser, Burmester and Hatton and at 10 under completing our top 20 Lucas Herbert, Xander Schauffele, Anthony Quayle, Francesco Molinari, Adam Scott who has one hole left to play and Si Woo Kim who has two holes left to play. Right back to Sue and Sophie. Hello yes we are down the side of the 17th and we're watching Dustin Johnson who was in trouble down the left hand side he's chipped up, uh, chipped up beautifully onto the putting surface but he's got a tricky par putt here. Yeah but it's a good par putt he's hacked his way down the left hand side here so 15 feet for DJ oh and he's missed it so he was in fifth spot he's going to drop to 13 under with Tommy Fleetwood but Tommy Fleetwood has a lengthy par putt to come Yes, DJ in trouble down the left-hand side and, and Tommy took a different route to the putting surface but he's got a little bit of a wobbly putt to come, Ron. Yes, thanks very much, Sue. We are on the 15th now, the par 4 15th and we've got Victor Hovland putting for birdie. Yes, very quick putt from up here. Rory's going to be watching this intently. I can tell all of the listeners that I am 100% that Rory knows the situation at the top of the leaderboard. He stopped at the front of this green, waited for the screen on the digital leaderboard to change back to the to just the classic one through the field. He knows that Cameron Smith is now one in front of him, so put that to bed. Uh, Victor Hovland about to send this very quick right-to-left putt on its way from about 45 feet. Well, he's poised over it. Here it goes. Goes up over the little rise, then right to left, comes down towards the pin. Lovely pace, close, close, close. Just shades past on the right-hand side of the pin to around about three feet. Lovely putt. Yes, really nice putt from uh, Victor Hovland. Fairly aggressive, obviously in his position. He could he could afford to give that one a go. Rory was straight in watching the line of that ball, and he's only going to have to make the smallest adjustment to get this to drop. Victor's shown him the line. He's shown him the speed, and it's just deathly silent now around this 15th green. Every single person here wants it to go in. The, the only thing that I can hear is a squawking crow that's up the top of the camera tower. There's no one else up there. He's got a great view as a bird, for a bird. I don't, I don't know whether he's too bothered about the golf, actually. He's, he's probably looking for a bit of dinner. Anyway, Rory settling over his putt. Come on, Rory, make this the moment. Yeah, he needs it. Three holes to play after this one, remember. He's one behind. The squawk is Rory. Send the putter away. Now this looks good. This looks good. Comes in from right to left. Has he got the pace? Is it, oh! My oh! It has literally stopped two inches from the hole, just to the left of it. He'll just walk up and tap it in for yet another par to stay at 18 under. Not a single blemish today. Two birdies. The only thing that he would probably feel is that he's missed a couple of chances, 
not easy ones, but makeable ones. And he stays at 18 under. As I say, not a single bogey in sight. But now, Victor Hovland, who has this for his par, and uh, this is important for him too because he's running out of holes now. Three hole, three shots behind, back behind Rory McIlroy at the moment. Yes, absolute must-make putt now for Victor Hovland here on 15, having run his first putt about three and a half, four feet past. Rory's speed on the greens today has just been absolutely fantastic. He's been so close so many times. Victor pulling the trigger, sends it on his way, safely home for Victor Hovland, so they both end up making solid fours after poor tee shots. So Victor Hovland stays at minus 15, Rory McIlroy stays at minus 18 and one off the lead. Brilliant stuff, thank you to Matty and to Ron. And I should just point out that uh, that squawking crow that you heard is actually a bird that we have bought for Paul Eels. And we're going to make <laughs> sure that he takes that back home with him <laughs> next week. Let's go to Eelsy. Yes, thank you very much. Crows, blackbirds, seagulls. But we're watching Cameron Young. Another huge drive down 16. Unfortunately, he sandwiched into the green, spun back to some 45 feet. But the putt's on its way. It's looking good. It's looking good. Oh, just goes round the back of the hole from Cameron Young. And he will remain, when he taps that one in, at 17 under for the championship. Wow, we have to talk about as he was trying to hunt for a different sort of birdie in this hole. So too is Cameron Smith, our leader at 19 under par, but it really was a tale of two cities off the tee in this hole. Yes, it was as Cameron Young just comes round to tap this in. Cameron Smith was a little more cautious off the tee. That goes in for Cameron Young. Yes, he, he just laid short of the principal's nose bunkers that are a series of bunkers on the left side there, out of bounds tight down the right. And that left him 192 yards away, but another beautiful iron shot, probably a six iron, found the heart of the green. And now a putt from 25 feet or so, Matt. This putt from 25 feet is for birdie out here at 16. And once again, we have turned the corner, so we are looking at all that remains. The road hole at 17, we can see the 18th, we can see the thousands and thousands of souls that are encircling the first and the second, or the first and the 18th, Barton Fairways, Links Road, the grandstands. It is majestic and so powerful. The old grey tune framing completely behind it. Meanwhile, the man who is leading this open, Cameron Smith, just letting his feet settle, his left hand not yet on the putter grip, now it is. Nice, even grip pressure, putt is on its way, beautiful putting stroke to the hole, and it stays up. So Cameron Smith can tap in there to remain at 19 under par, very diligent. He goes about his routine. He'll remark it, reset it. Do you suspect that? Does he use the line on the ball? Yes, he does. It's a red line on his tightless golf ball. That's clear all week long. Uses that just to help him get his eyes over the ball and set. Put a face nice and square, back through, in. Off he goes to the dreaded 17th hole. Cameron Smith remains at 19 under. And this remains absolutely 
gripping. And one interesting stat that's worth bearing in mind, this is Rory McIlroy's eighth round at St Andrews. He has never posted a score in the 70s here. Well, the way things are going, he might today, and it might not quite be enough. But still a very long way to go. Cameron Smith at 19 under par. One clear of Rory, who in turn is one clear of Cameron Young, who in turn is two clear of Victor Hovland. Brian Harmon has finished his six under 66. He's tied for fifth at 13 under par with Tommy Fleetwood, who is going up the 18th, as is Dustin Johnson, also on 13 under par. A 66 from Bryson DeChambeau today, so he's finished at 12 under, which is worthy of a tie for eighth place at the moment with Patrick Cantley and Jordan Spieth. Terrific rounds from Saydam Kaikanjana and also from Abraham Anser today. They both shot seven under par 65s to be at 11 under. That's also the score we find Dean Burmester at after his, after his six under par 66. Tyrrell Hatton also at 11 under par and to complete that top 20 lineup Lucas Herbert, Xander Schofle, Anthony Quayle, Francisco Marinari and Adam Scott and Si Woo Kim. They are all in the top 20 at the moment. As we go back to Sue and Sophie for a Tommy Fleetwood eagle putt at 18. Yeah, he's just chipped it actually onto the putting surface. It's working its way down beautifully to the hole. Both of these players, he and DJ, unleashing monster drives down the right-hand side of this fairway and just coming up a little short of the putting surface. But that was a peach from Tommy, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. The right-hand side is a fast track down 18, flirting with the outer bounds. Five deep down this side of the 18th hold. Many players and many amateurs would have putted that one around the Valley of Sin, but Tommy Fleetwood opted to go the high approach, and Dustin Johnson, from a few yards closer, is looking to do the same. He's got the lob wedge wide open, pointing to the sky. He's going to play this down the right-hand side, pitches it halfway over the steep slope, and it's going to turn from right to left, curling towards the hole. And he's got about eight feet for his birdie. Yeah, that was lovely from both of them. Short game excellence from Dustin Johnson and Tommy Fleetwood, and they are both going to have very makeable birdie putts to finish their rounds on 18, Marcus. Thank you, Sue. We are reaching a critical stage because the two Camerons have just played their tee shot at 17, and we know what the 17th hole can do to the very best golfers. And you would suggest that at this stage, it will be one from three to win the Open as we go back to Ron and Matty. Yeah, we're on the 16th, par 4, 16th, and Victor Hovland has pulled his tee shot around to the left-hand side, and he's in the rough, and he hasn't got a very good lie, I don't think, Matt, has he? No, it's not good news for the Victor Hovland fans, I'm afraid. He's, he's got one of the worst lies that I've seen all week. It's really sat down in a big patch of fescue. He's going to have to try to bully this one out, and he can't come anywhere near the pin, I'm afraid. The, the best he can do here is just try and get it somewhere down the right-hand side and leave a lengthy putt, but he, he really needs to start making birdies. It's just not happening. He takes a big old gouge at this. It's coming towards the green. It's coming in hot. Lands into the upslope a little bit and just runs to the back right-hand corner of the green. It's about as good as he could have done, to be honest. It's just going to fall down a little shelf slightly further away than where he might have been. Anyway, all eyes back to Rory McIlroy, who's on another walkway for the spectators. Extremely tight lie, similar to where he was on Friday. 103 yards left for Rory McIlroy. Just about to pull the trigger. 
yeah, perfect position really for Rory. His flag on the 16th cut, 25 on, 23 from the right. He's played it now. That look, oh, he's played it to the left. Little check on it. There's some applause, but it's what it's about 30, 32 feet for Rory McIlroy. Not the easiest of putts, but we shall see. Victor Hovland then beyond the pin. Remember, he is at 15 under at the moment. More pertinently, Rory McIlroy, one behind the leader, Cam Smith. Rory on 18 under as they come up to the 16th green. Well, we are sitting here just pondering over all the possibilities. What is going to happen? Will there be drama on the 17th where so many dreams have been shattered in the past? Might we get an eagle on 18 to decide the 150th Open Championship? <laughs> there is still so much that could happen. But realistically, looking at the scorecard now, you'd have to feel it's one from three. One from Cameron Smith, Rory McIlroy or Cameron Young to win the Open Championship. Smith at 19 under. McElroy, as we know, at 18 under, Young at 17 under, and surely now Victor Hovland at 15 under is too far back. OK, Tommy Fleetwood has a birdie chance on 18. Sue? This for a round of 68 for Tommy Fleetwood, short birdie. Putt and into the hole it goes. That's a wonderful round for Tommy Fleetwood. It's better than that, I think. It's a 68. Yes, it is a 68 for Tommy Fleetwood. And he ends his Open Championship on 14 under par. Not quite the same story, was it, as Tommy waves to the crowd for Dustin Johnson, who had a, a very makeable birdie putt on the 18th, and that did not draw for him as so many didn't today. Yeah, bogey on 17, and then has hit it to the front edge of the green on 18, chipped it up and not hold his birdie putt. He has missed now six putts inside 15 feet on this fourth round of the Open Championship, and he will be ruining his chances. He certainly will. Tommy Fleetwood with a gorgeous round of golf today and ends this Open on 14 under. And it's 13 under par for Dustin Johnson at the Open at St Andrews. Unlucky 13 for DJ as we go to Matt and Eelsey. Well, the good news for Cam Smith fans and all Aussies, Cam has found the fairway here on the dangerous 17th. One shot clear, he's got 177 yards to go. A road on the right, a road hole bunker on the left. He's been hitting his numbers. Short and right on the green would be a good place to be for him. Not a time to get aggressive, is it? It's on its way. Reaches the top of its flight and starts to descend. Oh. Well, that has gone left. We're on the roadside, so I can only think that that's down by the bunker or just beyond it on the left-hand side there. So no road trouble, but a bunker trouble possibly coming up for Cam Smith. Could it be another victim of the road hole here at an open at St. Andrews? It is incredible. Now, Cameron Young has been blasting the golf ball all day. Only 160 yards left in his second here at 17. He has really handled himself so well on this stage, Paul Eels. Yes, he had just a little bit, well, uncertain with his birdie putt at 15 and then just coming up short on 16, but chance to, to really put some pressure on here. Two bogeys offset by seven birdies by the young man today. 
from the right side of the fairway. This shot is on its way. Let's quickly go to Ron and we'll report what happens. Rory McIlroy, birdie putt, right to left on 16, and in it comes, and oh my goodness! He judged it perfectly. There was a big swing as it approached the flag from right to left. Matt had read it absolutely perfectly, but it just swung in front of the hole, and uh, we'll go back to Matt. Ron, thank you very much. We can report that Cam Young has stuck his approach here at the road hole. He is only about 12 feet away for birdie, and we're waiting on the reports of exactly what happened with the lie of Cameron Smith. Stand by. Well, well, we've been able to have a, a little bit of look on our monitor in terms of that Cam Smith approach to 17. It kicked left when it landed, and it has ended up behind the road hole bunker. Back to Ron. Right, Victor Hovland has a putt, and it's really a last chance saloon, as you rightly say, for Victor. Yes, absolutely. Can't afford any more mistakes, and with he won't know that Cameron Smith is, is where he is on 17, but the drama continues to unfold. He's over this one now. It's on a similar line to Rory, so will swing right to left, sends it on its way, and he's missed it. It stays above ground. It looked like he maybe just hit that one through the break a little bit, and I'm afraid to be the one to break the bad news, but for the Victor Hovland fans, this man's race is now run. It is indeed. This will be a bogey. Which would take him, take him back to 14 under par. And uh, no chance now with just two holes left. Rory, meanwhile, hasn't yet finished up. But my goodness me, we've just been saying amongst ourselves here how close he's been with so many putts. I mean, he's two under par. Played pretty well immaculate golf, except for those putts which might have dropped and haven't. Anyway, Rory moves in now, and of course he will give this all his attention. It's not by any means a long putt. It's, in fact, it's, it's a short putt, but he must give it all his concentration. Yes, and Rory's been so neat and tidy from this distance all week long. You know, they're just the, the little tidying up jobs. He just takes his stance, not taking too much time whatsoever, not messing around, pulls the trigger safely in the hole for Rory McIlroy, and he'll walk off to the 17th tee. Still one behind Cameron Smith. Rory's 18 under par. We're going to go straight up to the drama that's unfolding with Cameron Smith with Matt and Hill. Yeah, he's just in front of the road hole bunker. Ilsey, what are his options here? What's he going to do? Uh, he's just putting to one side. There's no way he could have played a flop shot up and over the road hole bunker. And he's hit it with the putter. He's come up onto the green and around about 12 feet he will have remaining to save his par here. All right, so that's the drama that Matt Southgate was referring to is that Cameron Smith has a one-shot lead over Rory McIlroy and he's 12 feet from par here at 17. So it's completely conceivable that we could see a tie atop the leaderboard in just moments from now here at 17. Not taking away anything from anybody, it's just we're talking about laws of averages here. Now meanwhile, Cameron Young, who's on the mark of 17 under par, could thrust himself very much into the conversation with a potentially drivable or at the very least very birdieable or better 18th hole still before him. He has a birdie putt here, Eelsie, and it's only about 12 feet away. Yes, it is a beautiful short iron into this green and uh, kept it to the right of the road hole bunker and not hit it too far that he caught the road. 
and he's like you say, Maddie, around about 12 feet. There's a hair of right to left in this. He's just going for the pace. He doesn't want to hit this over hard right lip. This for a birdie three to go to 18 under. Such a massive moment. Putt is on its way from Cameron Young and it refuses to drop. So Cameron Young will step up and tap this one in. He will remain at 17 under par, still not out of the script yet because of the 18th and the opportunities that lie therein before him. And we turn our sights, ladies and gentlemen, to our leader, Cameron Smith, nursing a one-shot lead over Rory McIlroy. But 12 feet divide between making a par here at the road hole or a bogey that would drop him back into a tie with Rory McIlroy in these final critical stages of this 150th Open. You've just explained to us, Paul Eels, we know this has a little bit of right to left in it. Yes, it'll be a little bit quicker, this one from uh, Cam Smith than that tentative putt from Cameron Youngs was. But again, he just needs to hang it on the right-hand side. If he hits it too firm, it will stay right. This to stay in the lead at 19 under, round about eight or nine feet on its way. Is it gonna drop? Is it gonna drop? Yes, it does! Wow, what a par four for Cameron Smith. He leads the Open Championship as he goes to the 18th tee at 19 under par. Goodness me. Well, I just wonder. That could prove to be the most significant afternoon of what has been an enthralling final round of the 150th Open Championship. Cameron Smith really has not put a foot wrong. So he'll go to 18, which of course has been offering up a lot of birdies and indeed eagles so far this week. And Rory McIlroy has still to play the treacherous 17th. So if Rory is to end his long drought, He's going to have to do it the hard way. Smith, 19 under through 17 now. Rory McIlroy, 18 under through 16. We know that Cameron Young is 17 under through 17. It is a three-horse race because, alas, for Victor Hovland, two over through 16 and back to 14 under in a tie for fourth position. He is no longer in the contest. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood is also in that tie for fourth after his five under par 67 today. A reminder that Brian Harmon shot a six under 66 to be at 13 under, the same score as Dustin Johnson. Bryson DeChambeau a six under 66 as well. He finished at 12 under as did Patrick Cantlay and Jordan Smith. Kaika Kanjana and Abraham Anser both shot 65 today to finish at 11 under along with Dean Burmester and Tyrrell Hatton and the other players in the top 20 are Lucas Herbert, Xander Schauffele, Anthony Quayle, Francesco Molinari and Adam Scott and Si Woo Kim. Despite the fact uh, that he is one over, actually he has still got one hole to play and he has in fact just completed that hole and he looks unhappy. I didn't see, did he, did he bogey that? Uh, well, he's finished 10 under par. I didn't quite catch it ah, either. It's a par. It's uh, a par then at the 18th for Si Woo Kim, but he was one over today, a 73. So those are the other players, but our eyes now are on Cameron Smith, Rory McIlroy and Cameron
Cameron Young. You're listening to the Open Radio. We're broadcasting, as we have done throughout the week, on the Open website and app, on Sirius XM in North America, on TalkSport 2 in the United Kingdom, and on 87.9 FM in the local area. Hello to Barry Cowan, the former British Davis Cup player, who is listening to us at Paris Airport. His niece, by the way, Olivia Cowan, is a top golfer on the... Uh, Ladies tour and uh, has rediscovered some form of late. So they're a sporting family and he says he doesn't want to get on the plane at the moment because well, he, how he, can you, how he can wants you, to keep listening here. How I, on earth can you separate yourself from this right now? It's, it's incredible stuff and we got the emails coming in listening to the glorious broadcast from Putamita in Mexico, the home club of Jean Van de Velde. Loving the coverage while sitting on my patio overlooking the Pacific Ocean. No whales today but some Lowry-like eels from Rome would be great. Let's head out to Eelsie. Cam Smith, 356 yards away. All hallowed turf up to this home green. Away he goes with the driver. The man behind signals it straight. He picks the tee peg up. Craning to see where the ball... Oh, it's dead centre. Straight on line. Landed in an upslope. I don't think it'll make the journey to the green, but absolutely superb tee shot from Cameron Smith. He ended up just short for Cameron Smith on the mark of 19 under par. Fresh off making a par putt on 17, surely the most important putt he has ever made in his entire life. He is nursing a one-shot lead over Rory McIlroy at this point. And the tee shot that he just hit there helped his cause tremendously. Cameron Young is two shots adrift of the lead. He is on the tee at 18 right now. Cameron Young can certainly reach the green. He gets the signal as though it's straight. He bends down, picks a tee peg up. This should definitely make the green. Go on, run through the Valley of Sin all the way. Go on, keep going, listen to the crowd. That tells you the ball has found the home green here at St. Andrews. Game on coming up 18. <laughs> Can this get any better? We thought that maybe an eagle on the 18th on the Sunday afternoon might decide the Open, and it might. Back to Ron and Matthew. Yes, well, we are on the 17th, a hole behind, and Rory McIlroy sends his second shot high into the air. It's all over the pin. How's the length? It's 161. It's a wonderful shot. The roars go up. Oh, it's an amazing shot from Rory. The timing again. We've waited all day. We've waited all day. Rory McIlroy has just knocked it in there to 15, 20 feet. It's as good as it gets. He had a perfect tee shot. It turns up the heat. Does it get any better than this, sports fans? <laughs> Certainly does not. The biggest roar of the day. Not least, of course, from Matt Southgate. But uh, the crowd behind the road hole just went mad as McElroy hit that. Now listen to this reception for Rory McElroy. He's one behind Cam Smith. Cam Smith playing the hole in front. And Rory McElroy, what a shot. Really, the, the, the shot of the day as far as he's concerned. Oh, absolutely. To pull, pull a shot off like that at that time with that pressure, it wasn't a great lie either. He had such a perfect tee shot, but somehow the ball just ended on a slightly hanging lie. Like He'd had, had his, a lot of weight forwards in his stance. Really tough to get your balance. Listen to the crowd. Oh, every single hair on my body is just standing on end, Ron. This is just something just amazing. 
Uh, Rory comes up onto the green now to rapturous applause from these huge, huge galleries. Look away to our right there, says the open arms behind. But how many are there just behind on the right-hand side as they look up, right up the green itself? Look at that. That is, I mean, this is like a football crowd, isn't it? Oh, it's just, it's one of the most amazing sporting events in the world. If you've never been to an Open Championship, you've got to put it on the bucket list. It's just, it's the very, very best. And we knew that there was going to be some script to this 150th Open. The golfing gods have not let us down and the RNA have put on one of the most memorable sporting occasions ever here, Ron. Well, Victor Hovland, who is virtually uh, out of this championship, we'd have to say now, uh, will putt first. Uh, he's gone to the back of the green. He too hit a good shot, but uh, it will be McElroy who will wait. He goes off the green, he's down actually pretty much on the road as he waits to see what Victor Hovland can do. As I say, Victor Hovland's opportunities and chances have, I'm afraid, gone, but Rory, one behind, remember, Cam Smith playing 18. They're up on the green on 18. We'll go there fairly soon. But Hovland with this putt to take him to 15 under. It's a good putt, looks good, but stays above ground and leaves the stage to Rory McElroy. Now then, Matt, what's he got here? Well, this shouldn't break too much because he's managed to get it pin high, so just very delicately downhill, what really won't, won't cause too much problem at all with the speed. He's just going to give this absolutely everything that he's got. He's just going to have to wheel this in along with all the thousands of fans that are peering on this. People with their cameras out taking videos that will just last forever. They'll cherish these moments for forever and ever. Ron, it's just can he find some sort of magic to knock this one in his most important putt for a little while i can tell you that now then this huge crowd goes absolutely quiet rory mcelroy for birdie here it goes here it goes here it goes here it goes oh oh i don't have to tell you the, the groans will tell you he's missed it let's go quickly to matt and paul up at 18 green, watching Cameron Smith, our leader at 19 under, settling in with the putter just short of the putting surface here at 18. He has to ride this putt up over the big slope in front and then move it to the left to the hole. Putt is on its way. Over the slope it goes, moving to the left. This one's on a good line and settling some two feet from the cup for birdie for Cameron Smith. That may just be enough. He will walk up and mark his ball, so he has that much left to get to 20 under par. Meanwhile, Cameron Young hit Ilzy a brilliant drive. What does he have left for Eagle? Well, he looks around about 18 feet or so. He's just on the left-hand side of the green, so he's putting back up to all the buildings, Links Road, it's gonna be a slow putt. He's been tentative with chances that he had on 15 and of course on the last at 17. He can't afford to be short. This would be for an Eagle 2 to take him to 19 under. 
He's over the ball now. Steadies himself away. On it goes. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Yes! Yes, Cameron Young! Eagle two on the 18th. Moose to 19 under par. Wow! He is tied for the lead. Can you believe this? Somewhere you wonder if the ghost of Doug Sanders stirs. Surely not with the steady stroke of Cameron Smith. On his haunches, crouching behind the ball. Going through his routine. Settling over this one. This is for a birdie at the last. In the hole, to 20 under par, Cameron Smith goes. If it is enough, then his eight under 64 will be the lowest final round of a champion here in the open. The quiet man from Australia has let his clubs roar at the 150th open at St. Andrews. Oh, unbelievable, quite unbelievable. Yes, an eight under 64. He goes to 20 under, and that equals the record low score in an open championship set by Henrik Stenson at Troon in 2016. Back to Ron. Yes, because now, well, this is what it's all about now, Matt. Yes, simple maths now. Rory needs an eagle at the last right in front of the RNA clubhouse. All this history is just about to take the club back. Absolutely rips into this one. He does not leave an inch of this behind. I'm anticipating it landing now. It's right on line. It's running towards the flag. Will it get there? Go, baby, go. It's just going to fall its way down into the Valley of Sin. We saw a putt from there in 1995 from Costantina Rocca. It's exactly the same putt. Would you believe it to keep Rory McIlroy in the game? It is indeed. Victor Hovland currently at 14 under. Remember, Rory is at 18 under. Cam Smith is already in the clubhouse at 20 under par, equaling Stenson's record at Troon for the Open Championship. Hovland, no chance of winning now, of course, but nonetheless, he will want to finish well here. He strikes one forward. Down the middle it goes. Can't quite see it at the moment. Just comes short and left. Doesn't quite make the Valley of Sin, I don't think. But uh, we will walk up to the green. And this simple equation is that Rory McIlroy will need to hold this putt in the Valley of Sin at the moment. Hold this putt for Eagle to take it to a playoff with Cam Smith. Well, we'll let you two get up to the perfect vantage point as Cameron Smith goes into the recorder's hut to make sure his scorecard is absolutely perfect. Victor Hovland is walking over the Swilcombe Bridge. Thousands of people behind him now. And of course, Rory McIlroy is making that walk as well, that familiar gate of McIlroy's. He's come so close so many times. Is it going to be another near miss, or can he produce a moment of magic? 
Matt mentioned Constantino Rocca back in 1995, that incredible putt that took him into a playoff with John Daly. While the playoff is still a possibility for Rory McIlroy, and listen to the ovation he is receiving as he marches up the 18th fairway. People are jumping into the burn to try and catch up with him. I hope Ron's not doing that, but he and Matthew are somewhere amidst the mayhem. No, I've already jumped over the burn. Uh, and in fact, Matt and I now, up just behind the green, we'll have a perfect view of the finish here. But what a dramatic open this has turned out to be. We expected drama, maybe not quite of this fashion, but nonetheless, drama it is. I've never seen anything like this in all of my life. There are people sprinting from every single angle all the way up the first fairway and the 18th fairway as well. Rory has emerged from the crowd, so has Victor Hovland. Credit to the marshals here. So many volunteers that come forwards to keep control and help the players along. The, the noise is deafening. And you almost can't see the fairway anymore, Ron. It's just, a, it's just a sea of people. It is. It's a mass of humanity. It's as simple as that. As the two players remaining in this 150th Open stride up, Victor Hovland knows that he now is a big part player in this. It is all about Rory McIlroy. And let me set the scene for you again. Cameron Smith of Australia has finished at 20 under par. At the moment, Rory McIlroy is 18 under par, and he is just short of the Valley of Sin, the pin cut as it always is on the final day of an Open, just over the Valley of Sin. What's facing him here, Matt? Well, he's got, you know, he's got such a difficult putt or chip. He's out with a lob wedge. Apologies to the listeners. That was my fault saying that his ball had made it into the Valley of Sin, even at six foot three. I couldn't quite see over the top. I thought it had made its way down to, to the very base of the valley, but it is, in fact, five or six yards short. So he didn't take much time deciding, Rory. He was straight out with the lob wedge. It looks like maybe he's going to try and stun it into the bank. I think if it was me, I'd be putting it. Victor Hovland's in a civil similar spot he's out with a putter I just there's police running everywhere they're trying to keep some sort of control and then as you always get at golf this magical great game it all falls deathly silent for Victor Hovland it is astonishing how such a big crowd can suddenly be so quiet but this 18th this famous 18th team green at St Andrews just teeming with people as Victor Hovland sends this through the Valley of Sin. Up it comes, it's not going to make it. It's going to go back down into the Valley of Sin. You can hear the groans. The groans tell you everything. But everywhere you look, all you see are people, and listen to this for Rory McIlroy. They're just urging Rory on. Yes, just cheers of encouragement, and he's just settling into this now. It needs to fall quiet. The hands of the marshals go up to gain some sort of control, and again, it falls deathly silent. He's just about to play. Ron, you better do this. He's going to hold it. Come on. Well, that's what we want. Sends it on its way. It's good. It's good. Oh! Well, it takes a little hop just to the left. He was very positive about it. There was no doubt about that. But the plain fact is now that Rory McIlroy cannot win this Open. Cameron Smith of Australia is the winner of the 150th Open.
at St Andrews. What a wonderful achievement for Cameron Smith. He's come out and played some amazing golf today and no fault to Rory at all. He's, he's really put in a, a great performance and it's a shame we won't get a playoff between these two great players, but what a show they've put on for us. Really, really special young men to be able to come out and entertain the millions around the world that have all taken so much enjoyment from these boys playing golf. And I think Rory is uh, pretty emotional at the moment. He realised it's just slipped away again, almost eight years now, without a major. He'd won four majors before he was 26. And yet here he is now, still waiting for that elusive major. Watches on. Victor Hovland from the Valley of Sin. Putts up a little more firmly this time. That's a good putt. That's close. That's close. Oh, beautifully done. So it'll be a little tap-in for Victor Hovland. He will finish at 14 under par. His challenge, I'm afraid, faded some time ago. But all credit to him, he's had a, a great championship. Victor Hovland of Norway deservedly gets the applause and leaves the green to Rory McIlroy. What's he got? Well, he's got the famous downhill left to right putt, very similar angle to when Jack Nicholas signed off here, but he's just put his little fingers around his throat. There's a big lump in that throat, and sure, he's just going to be wiping away a few tears. He's absolutely gutted, Rory McIlroy. Please just let him hold this and get a nice reception from the crowd. He deserves it. Slightly downhill. Sets it on its way across the green. Get in. Oh, just to the left of the hole. Yet another par. So not a single bogey in his round today. He will finish at two under par as he taps it in. Takes off his cap. Acknowledges the crowd. He, he and Victor Hovland embrace. It's been a wonderful, wonderful effort by Rory McIlroy to finish at two under. Flawless in many respects. Missed one or two little opportunities, perhaps. But what an effort as he turns and applauds the crowd now. But we cannot lose sight of the fact that it slipped away from Rory and the winner of the 150th Open Championship at St Andrews is Cameron Smith of Australia at 20 under par. Ron Jones, as always, describing the last few moments of an Open Championship in exemplary fashion alongside Matthew Southgate. Well, everything did lead to that. Most of the spectators here wanted to roar Rory to victory. Instead, they're going to have to dance the cam-can because Cameron Smith is the winner of the most wonderful 150th Open Championship. It had everything up until the very last moment when I, I think a lot of people thought somehow McElroy would find the eagle he needed to take us into a playoff. But it's another painful near miss. And as he walks over the bridge towards the recorder's hut, you can just tell from the body language how deeply disappointed he is no bogeys but just the two birdies and interestingly that is his first ever round in the 70s here at St Andrews in 2010 he went 63 
80, 69 and 68. He couldn't play here, of course, in 2015. He couldn't defend his title from the previous year because of an injury. This was the defense he was denied back then. But it's a 66, a 68, a 66, and now a 70. And he's come up just short. And we shouldn't forget Cameron Young, who bogeyed his very first hole today. And I think, again, most people probably thought he would drift away. Not a bit of it. A seven under par 65. He got the eagle on the 18th, and yet he finishes one short. What an astonishing afternoon. We've got pictures of Cameron Smith sitting on the sofa having a chat with somebody uh, on the phone. He has equaled the lowest ever score to win an Open. That was Henrik Stenson, as we mentioned, at Troon in 2016. And he's beaten the lowest score here at St Andrews, which did belong to Tiger Woods, who finished at 19 under as he marched to victory here in 2000. So it's Smith, 20 under. Cameron Young, 19 under. Rory McIlroy finishes in third place at 18 under. A tie for fourth, Tom Fleetwood and Victor Hovland at 14 under par. A tie for sixth between Brian Harmon and Dustin Johnson at 13 under par. Terrific round today for Bryson DeChambeau, a six under 66. He's in a tie for eighth place. 12 under with Patrick Cantlay and Jordan Spieth. Then tied at 11, Sadom Kaikanjana, Abraham Anser, both of those shot 65s today. Dean Burmester, who shot a 66. Tyrrell Hatton, who shot a 68. And then tied for 15th, we've got Lucas Herbert, Xander Schofle, Anthony Quayle, Francesco Molinari, Adam Scott, who was very quick actually to go up backstage just now and congratulate his fellow countryman, Cameron Smith. And of course, Scott knows what it's like to see the claret jug slip through your fingers. It happened to him, but uh, he was straight up to congratulate Cameron Smith. And just to complete those top 20 finishes, well, there's one more name to give you, Si Wu Kim, who shot a one over 73 today to finish at 10 under par. And of course, we'll have all the presentations very shortly, including the silver medal for Filippo Celli, the Italian amateur, one under today. He finished at five under par ahead of Aaron Jarvis. He was one over today. He finishes at plus one. Barkley Brown, the English amateur, plus three today to finish at plus two. And a great day for Sam Bairstow. He was three under today. He finishes the championship at four over par. I've been joined by Paul Eels and Matty Adams. What an afternoon gentlemen I think we're all still trying to catch our breath to be fair uh, Marcus and, and Paul I'm sure you feel the same way it was such an incredible round I, I think back at how this round started Paul and, and Cameron Young yes he bogeyed the first hole it, it, it looked a little bit careless but it was a bogey nonetheless at the first hole but then over the course of the next six holes he ripped off four birdies now in that same stretch Cameron Smith Granted, to, to his, in his own benefit, it had two. It just didn't seem, as we were going out, that Cameron Smith really was on fire. But after the turn, he birdied 10, 11, 12, 13, 
and 14 before finishing with one more birdie at 18. And, and Paul, the thing that impressed me, the takeaway that I'm going to have with this, I think years from now, thinking back on it, was the putts that he made. And, and I know birdies, there's, there's great glory in birdies, but the putts that he made that he had to make to hang in there, not the least of which was the par putt at 17, were so impressive. <clears throat> that was critical, wasn't it? We, we often say it's not always the great shots, but it's the mistakes you don't make. He made a mistake with his second shot into 17, the road hole, but he recovered. Very, very polished and accomplished performance there. And then to two putt from the front of the green. We, I watched him on Friday do the same thing. 64, he shot two 64s in winning the championship. He, he, he was just remarkable. And again, a bogey-free card, as you say, Maddie. So no mistakes from him today. And no real mistakes from Rory McIlroy. And yet, once again, the prize has slipped through his fingers. How painful is this going to be for him, Matty? I think, obviously, it's going to be painful for Rory McIlroy. It's going to be painful. It's painful for a lot of people, frankly, because you could see how many people were out there just trying to will that ball in on 18. But in the case of Rory McIlroy, for me personally, I go back to Monday because on Monday, in a casual conversation with him walking down 17, he brought up that he was unable to defend his open title from 2014 at Hoy Lake here at 15 when he, when he hurt his ankle playing football with his mates. He brought that up. And so there was this sense amongst all, really, in fairness, that it was as if Fortune had already picked its champion and that it was going to be Rory McIlroy. And then circumstance seemed to fall in line with all of this preconceived scripting, and yet on this final day, and, and, it's, and it's amazing to me, Paul, because I think you were the one that said it earlier today when we were in this very cabin, that for someone to catch the players at the top of the leaderboard, they would need to shoot something like eight under par. Cameron Smith shot an eight under 64. Yeah, and having watched Cam yesterday with, with Ron, we walked around there and we watched this sorrowful soul tapping in from inches on around about 14 holes where the ball just would not go in the hole for him. And today he came back a champion. He put all that behind him. And unfortunately, it was Rory, or unfortunately for Rory, it was his turn to have the ball stay on the edge of the hole. And, you know, small margins the winner or the loser. And uh, and you got me thinking, actually, uh, Matt, when you were describing that final birdie putt for Cam Smith, you mentioned the name Doug Sanders. I don't suppose, I hope it didn't go through Cameron's, Cameron Smith's mind. If it did, it didn't matter because he got it right. But having seen Cameron Young hold that eagle putt, he had to keep focus right to the very end. Well, to me, what was incredible at that moment was that Cameron Young eagled the 18th to get to 19 under par. And though it may have been, I don't know what this, someone's going to actually time it. It may have been less than 90 seconds. He was tied for the lead at the open on the final hole. And so that's why when, when Cameron Smith stepped up to his putt, I said, I wonder if the ghost of Doug Sanders stirs because he was coming from a, a similar angle, not, not quite the same, but it was similar. His, and, and also, again, in fairness to Cameron Smith, his putt looked a little shorter uh, than those of the films that I've seen or, or the accounts that, that I have heard. But nonetheless, it was, it was a situation that, that could have been historically tragic, and he converted like he had all day. 
The Doyen has joined us, Ron Jones, having once again beautifully described the closing stages. Wasn't it amazing, as, as you said, that sea of humanity floated up the 18th fairway, willing Rory to one last moment of magic. It wasn't meant to be, but sum up the 150th Open from your perspective. Well, there's no place like it. That's the plain fact of, of the matter. As, oh, I mean, where else would you want a 150th Open? Um, they delayed it for a year, of course, because of COVID. Uh, but it's matched everything that you would uh, want in terms of your, uh, your expectations. And a huge disappointment uh, for the man I was with, uh, Rory McIlroy. He played so, so well. In fact, if you look at his card, of course, there are two birdies on there, uh, but not a single bogey, so no blemishes. He missed a couple of opportunities. I think his real opportunity was probably on 17 when he played the most wonderful approach shot to around about 8 to 10 feet and, and missed the birdie putt there. That really was his opportunity. But we all had a feeling, uh, as Paul has just been saying, he and I were out with uh, Cameron Smith yesterday, and he didn't putt, putt, putt badly yesterday. It would be a mistake. Uh, um, Matt was talking earlier today about the putting statistics, how it was 28, 28, 35 over the three days. But actually, that 35 yesterday could have been another 28 very easily. Yet so many tap-ins from two inches. So I'm not surprised that today, with his putting touch having returned, that he's uh, overhauled. Rory McIlroy, but McIlroy's disappointment on the 18th was there for all to see, and he must be wondering now just what he has to do to win another major. Well, Cameron Smith is just walking over the bridge. We'll have the presentation pretty soon. Yes, Paul, I mean, for Rory, is he going to start to wonder if he'll ever get another major? It's too early to start talking like that, isn't it? Rory won't be thinking that. Of course, he's, he'll contend for years and years to come. Of course he will, as long as the passion's there. And, and I think that came out on the 18th green. Ron was describing it. You know, heartbroken Rory McIlroy will be now. There can only be one champion. It happens to be Cameron Smith of Australia. It's hard to win, Marcus. Whatever level you're playing at, it's just so hard to win. And Rory gave it his all. It just wasn't his day for the roll of a ball. Ron, I'd like to ask you a question. That last shot by Rory McIlroy, wedge in hand, we were standing on the first tee, and from our perspective, it looked like the ball almost hopped into the hole. Was it online, or how far was no, it? No, it wasn't quite as close as that, Matt, I have okay. to say. It was a very positive stroke by, by Rory, but it did just go to the left. David Meacher, chairman of the Open Championships Committee, is getting the presentation underway. I'm David Meacher, Chairman of the RNA's Open Championship Committee. The extraordinary atmosphere and excitement this week has been created by all of you, the fans here in record numbers, all 290,000 of you. This championship is the result of the hard work of a great number of people, including 
7,630 volunteers. A huge thank you to you all. This old course is truly magical. And this week, the presentation of the course and the setup has been exceptional. I would like to congratulate Sandy Reid and Gordon McKee and all their team for what they have achieved. There is a long-standing relationship between the RNA and this town of St Andrews that enables the Open to be staged here so successfully. Our thanks to Stuart Forsyth, Chairman of the St Andrews Lynx Trust Championship Committee, the local associations and clubs for their support. To our patrons and sponsors who are so loyal to the Open, our sincere thanks for the fantastic contribution you make to the increasing success of this championship. And to you, the players, what a spectacular exhibition of golf and incredible highs you have created for us all. We salute you. I will now hand over to Martin Slumbers, Chief Executive of the RNA, and Peter Forster, Captain of the Royal and Ancient Golf Club of St Andrews, who will present the Claret Jug. Thank you. Thank you, David. Ladies and gentlemen, the leading amateur and winner of the silver medal Filippo Celli. Part today, Filippo Celli, five under for the championship ahead of Aaron Jarvis, who was plus one, Barkley Brown plus two, Sam Bairstow plus four. And with a score of 268, the winner of the gold medal and the champion golfer of the year is Cameron Smith.
He's got the claret jug in his hands. He's smiling. And shortly, he'll raise it above his head and the party will begin. Puts his cap back on. Oh, some more pictures first. And now, of course, the 150th Open champion will say a few words to us all. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> uh, geez, what a, what a week. Uh, I'm going to fall apart here, I know. Uh, uh, first and foremost, I want to thank the team back there, all their hard work, all the hard work we've done uh, the last couple of years um, has really started to pay off, and this one definitely makes it worth it. To the RNA, uh, a fantastic week. To St Andrews Links, uh, the volunteers, the superintendent, uh, everyone involved. Um, it was just absolutely awesome out there. Uh, I thought the course was exactly how an open championship should be played uh, firm and fast, tough pins. Um, yeah, it was just unreal. Thank you guys so much. Uh, lastly, to you guys, uh, the fans, uh, had a lot of support out there, um, especially the Aussie guys. Uh, you guys really kept me going out there. Uh, seemed, seemed like there was a lot, uh, a lot of you guys out there um, kept me plugging away, and uh, this one's for Oz. Thanks, guys. Well, he's done pretty well there because the tears were bubbling. Ladies and gentlemen, that ends the presentation ceremony. We look forward to seeing you at Hoylake next year for the 151st Open. Now, please stay to greet your champion as he celebrates with you all. Thank you. Yeah, already, we can't wait for this time next year. But I suspect that Cameron Smith and that Claret Jug will have a bit of fun tonight, Matty. <laughs> I hope they do. I hope they do, Marcus. He, he has earned and deserves all the accolades, all of the jubilation that stands before him. He's such a quiet guy. Who was it that said, was it you that said in the broadcast that he vowed that he was going to cut his hair if he wins the Claret Jug? Yes, I did hear that. Whether it transpires remains to be seen. A lot of people, including I think Paul Eels, will be very happy if that does happen. Not at all, no, it's, uh, it's probably got um, some shampoo ads lined up for <laughs> as, as we speak now as the Open was a champion golfer of the year. And of course it was Jack Nicholas who says no golfer's career is complete until they win the Open at St Andrews. Well, he started things off pretty well. His first major title has come 
at St. Andrews. It's remarkable. You know, it just, just sitting here reflecting on the whole week and the importance of it, this was the 150th Open. So not only was it highly anticipated because of the significance of that number, but it was delayed because of the global pandemic. So the, the, the fact that all of these factors came together in this one magical week, and then we saw a record round, the lowest final round of a champion in the Open in an 8-under 64, eclipsing the 6-under fired by Zach Johnson right here in 2015, just adds to how incredible all of this is in feels. And there, there are, you know, I, I suppose it'd, it'd be a conversation for another day about one of the, the most lasting memories to take away from this incredible week here in St. Andrews. But the play of Cameron Smith on this Sunday certainly stands out as tops amongst them. Yeah, plenty of records. It's the lowest winning score in an Open here at St. Andrews. He's eclipsed Tiger Woods, who won at 19 under back in 2000, and it equals the lowest ever score in an Open anywhere. Henrik Stenson in 2016 at Troon also came in at 20 under par. So he's shown his class. He's shown his abilities. Just in terms of some of the other names towards the top of the leaderboard, as I just quickly go through the top 20 again, in fact, before that, I think we can hear from Cameron. I <laughs> am uh, Stevens chatting with him. It's, it's just unreal. Uh, this place is so cool uh, to have the, the 150, 150th Open here um, and to walk away with the, with the win is just uh, something that I think I've just dreamt of. I, I didn't even know I was going to get this far and uh, it's just awesome. Let's go back to the start of the day. You were four shots back, but an incredible birdie run between 10 and 14 put you one shot clear coming into the infamous closing stretch here in St. Andrews and facing a very tricky third shot at the road hole. Can you talk us through that one and how significant it was? Um, yeah, I was just basically trying to get it on the green there, uh, give myself a look. Um, the putter felt good all day. Um, I knew if I could get it somewhere inside 15, 20 feet, I'd, I'd have a good run at it. And uh, yeah, luckily got away with a four there. Now, this, you become the first Australian to win the Open in 28 years. And you join the likes of Tiger, Seve, Nicholas to win the Open here in St. Andrews. Can you tell us what that means? Uh, again, I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's unreal to, to look at these names on this trophy and, and then add mine is, um, is unreal. It's really, I, I, I'm lost for words. Well, perhaps you can tell us how you're going to celebrate tonight with the Clara jug. Uh, I'm definitely going to find out how many beers fit in this thing, that's for sure. Cam, many, many congratulations. Thank you. Ah, the different things that go into the Claret jug. I always remember when Podrick Harrington won it and his little son, what, what he wanted to put ladybirds, ladybirds in it. And uh, well, no surprise, an Aussie wants some beer in there, first of all, and he deserves it. Just a, a few of the other names. Tommy Fleetwood, Paul, tied for fourth place. Terrific week for him. Yes, it was indeed. Uh, Tommy's been threatening. He's been playing some lovely golf, not being able to finish it off. But uh, I think he did he make eagle on the last just to move up there. So uh, 
great week for, for Tommy and his caddy Ian Finnis. Yeah, uh, he birdied the 18th to, to uh, do that. Victor Hovland, we, we should mention Victor because, of course, he was in the final pairing. Is, is this going to damage him at all? No. Or do you remain no, convinced no, 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 that no, his no. time will come? No, I definitely think it's it's going to be a learning experience for Victor Hovland. I think I, I don't think by any measure it's something one's going to look back on in his case and, and say he had scar tissue from the experience. I think it was about how close he came. Tyrrell Hatton, Paul tied for 11th, was explosive on his front nine. He, he's, he's got the ability, hasn't he? At some stage, it would be no great surprise if he was to become a major champion. Yeah, he's won round here twice uh, in, in, in DP World Tour, Tour events, so uh, he's familiar to these surroundings. But, you know, when you, when you see the golf and the scores that were shot uh, by the, the winners, you know, finishing in the 11, in 11th position was a great week for Tyrrell. He'll probably be disappointed because he expects more of himself. Of course he will. But uh, another another experience and another run on a Sunday in a major. That will stand him in good stead going forward. And of course it all comes down to a Sunday evening but let's just go back 48 hours to late Friday. Ron's words will stay with me forevermore as Tiger Woods marched up the 18th, probably for the last time as a competitor mm -hmm. in an Open at St Andrews. But that was all part of what's been an extraordinary week. Yeah, it all contributed it? to, to the, the fabric of an extraordinary week because we can go back even a few days more in the celebration of champions. And while Jack Nicklaus did not tee it up on that day, Lee Trevino did. He was playing alongside of Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, and Georgia Hall. And he came out to greet them at the 18th tee and stood there with them and chatted with them, a bridge to generations that was witnessed right before our eyes. They took photos together on the Swilkin Bridge, and it set the tone for a magical week that didn't just belong to the players. It didn't just belong to the great champions. It belonged to the hearts and the minds and the memories of everyone that loves this game. And then it carried forward into the tournament proper. And for Rory, again, as I mentioned, coming in, it felt like you know, fate had already found its hero. And yet the way that it finished, we saw golf do what golf does. And that is we sat back and we watched a masterful performance on these incredibly historic links by Cameron Smith. We saw something that has never been done before by a quiet man that allowed his clubs to do the talking. And for all those reasons, this will be it was going to be historic no matter what happened, Marcus. But the way that this played out just illustrates and underscores the magic that is the old course at St. Andrews. Matty, that's a, a fantastic summation of a great week. It's been a pleasure working with you once again. Always, my friend. Paul, you have got to get your game face on because tomorrow morning you're going to go and qualify for the Senior Open, aren't you? Where Where are you playing? I'm at Lady Bank tomorrow. Really looking forward to it. It's a wonderful course around about 20 minutes from here and uh, hopefully we can shoot a score and tee it up in, with the legends of the game at Glen Eagles later on in the week. Have you sorted a caddy out yet having turned me down? No, you've turned me down and so did Alison, but uh, thank you very much for the potential offers that we knew was never going to come our way, but I shall be fine with half a sad or a barra, and I'll just wander around, keeping out of the trees. We're cheering you on. Thank Paul, you. As always, thank you very much indeed. And just before we go, I also want to give a very special mention to Tim Morgan, who is our chief sound engineer and has been for more years than he would care to remember. But it's thanks to him that we 
get to be heard. Uh, you may wish to condemn him for allowing us to be heard, but he has been an, an amazing colleague and cohort for so many years, and we want to wish him a very, very happy retirement. So thank you, Tim. Just keep my... keep my. know the fear? You see, he, tur he turned your mic down there. Yeah, he had enough of you already. so, because next year when we show up, it's going to be two tins and a string because Tim is gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just keep my mic up for the last 30 seconds because that's it as far as our coverage for this year is concerned. Thank you so much for your thousands of emails and tweets which have kept us company and, and do get back to us in a year's time here on the Open Championship. Rory did everything he could to claim the Holy Grail at the home of golf, but it is Cameron Smith who will take the claret jug back to his home in Australia. From me, Marcus Buckland, and all our team here at St Andrews, thank you so much for being with us. You will be hearing from us in 12 months' time, and we'll leave you with the highlights of what has been a magnificent 150th Open. Very good morning to you from St Andrews, where in less than five minutes from now, Paul Laurie, champion golfer of 1999, will hit the first shot of the 150th Open. And off it goes. The ball is on its way. It looks a really good speed from here. Six feet out, four feet out, two feet out. Get in there! Oh, great putt from McElroy. And what a beautiful shot there by Victor Hovland. And it goes in! Victor Hovland makes it two on 15. What an eagle two. The crowd go crazy. It's on its way. It's breaking from right to left. Is it going to have enough speed? It's doing very well. It's gone in the hole. Oh, my goodness. Eagle three for Cameron Smith. Takes him to minus 13 for the championship. All the attention is on the great Tiger Woods, and I'm sure there will be just a little pause. The crowd is enormous. Just wiping a few tears away. It really is something very, very spectacular indeed. It just goes on and on and on. I'm not one who gets very teary-eyed very often about anything. I felt that as I was coming in. An awesome shot from Rory. Will he do it? Oh! Rory McIlroy! Can you believe the scenes? People are jumping up and down. It's an unbelievable bunker shot. Rory fist bumps to the crowd. Oh, I cannot believe what we've just seen, Matty. What a shot! Birdie putt deposited. Smith moves to 19 under. Rory McIlroy, birdie putt, right to left on 16, and in it comes. And oh my goodness! On it goes. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Yes! Yes! Wow. Cameron Young! Eagle two on the 18th, moves to 19 under par. Wow! Moment, he is tied for the lead. In the hole. To 20 under par, Cameron Smith goes. If it is enough, then his eight under 64 will be the lowest final round of a champion here in the Open. Get in, oh, just to the left of the hole. Yet another paw. It's been a wonderful, wonderful effort by Rory McIlroy to finish at two under, flawless in many respects, and the winner of the 150th Open Championship at St Andrews is Cameron Smith of Australia.
at 20 under par. The winner of the gold medal and the champion golfer of the year is Cameron Smith. All the hard work we've done the last couple of years has really started to pay off and this one definitely makes it worth it. This one's for us. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to The Open Radio. This has been an original audio production from The Open.